This podcast is a satirical podcast. Any information should be verified by you before being believed. Thank you and enjoy. This is the Piskoff Podcast with your host, Yusuf Goff. How you doing? No intro music. How are y'all? How you feeling? I know I'm going to ask you this in the, in later on. Uh, this is kind of like the, I did a podcast yesterday, uh, and I'm going to just do the update, and then we're going to get right to the podcast, because like I've been telling you and myself, I like to kind of do these updates. kind of lets me uh, give like a little journal of what's been going on, at least anything good, anything bad, anything crazy during the week. Um and fun things, you know, too. So, we'll start with uh, Sunday. Edited the podcast. Made food. I was watching Nathan for you. It was really good. I enjoyed it. And uh, Monday, I woke up. I cleaned the apartment. Uh, I did yoga instead of going to the gym, which I'm probably going to do today, too. Um, then I ate and showered, and then I hit Uncle Tommy's. And uh, it was fun, actually. You know what? Maybe I will do poke my jokes now that I'm thinking about this. Uh, during my set, a Hasidic man came in, and he was actually very fun. Um, and I even wrote poke these jokes. Uh, then I hit Boulevard, which was fine and it could have been better, but it was still good. Um, after that, I tried watching, uh, this movie that my brother recommended while I was making food, but you had to read because it was, uh, in Turkish, other languages too, but not English. Um, only the captions were in English. So I was like, I'm just going to watch Kill Tony instead. Um, and this episode of Kill Tony that came out last Monday was actually really good because it had way less regulars and a lot more bucket pulls. Not that I have anything wrong with the regulars, but it almost seems like when it's regular or heavy, that's because the bucket pulls are kind of sucking ass out of the room, like taking all the air out. And they're like, I don't want to do that. But um, yeah, Tuesday was a good day. Woke up. I prayed. I went to the dentist and I hit the gym. Um. And then I went to go, no, I did yoga, actually. I wrote hit the gym, but I ended up not doing that. I remember now exactly what happened. So Tuesday, um, I went to the dentist. After that, I came back, and I was going to go to the gym, and it was, because I, lo I love this thing about crunch. It tells you how busy it is. And I also just found out they're 24 hours from Sunday at midnight until Thursday at midnight. I think something like that. I got to double check the hours, but I might be fucking going there late night now. Starting to hit the gym. Um, but instead of going to the gym, I ended up doing yoga because I was like sore shit. Um, I went to go to the families. And they weren't there. Um. I should have called my dad, but I thought my dad was at work because he's working again. Thank God. Um, I called my little sister. She didn't pick up. I shot her a message. She didn't see it. It's fine. Um, I'm starting to understand that. This is so much. It's so overwhelming for these for these people these days that it is kind of difficult to, to keep up with everything that's going on. But anyway... They weren't there, so I uh, I think I went back home, maybe ate a little bit, and then went to Rutherford for that mic. That mic was rough. It's always rough for me there. I don't know why, but you know what? I had a good bond 
good uh, talk with some of these comics that were there, and that's always a good time. Uh, Wednesday was work in the office. It was a great day. Um, Liz was the best. She she made me this awesome treat. Um, and then I went to your place, open mic. Um, I did all right considering it was a really off night. Like nobody was really, nobody was like paying attention to anybody. Nobody was really laughing. But then I focused on who was and then it worked enough for me. The thing that I hate is when the comics are in the back of the room and they're talking loud enough that you can hear them on stage because that's just disrespectful. Now, me in the past, old Yusuf would have said, okay, I'm going to take note of who's doing that and make sure to do that to them every time they get on stage so they know how much it shit, how bad it is. But no, that's old Yusuf. New Yusuf says, golden rule, do unto others as you want done unto you. Pay attention to these people while they're on stage because you want them to pay attention to you. Listen and laugh if you want to listen and laugh and keep your conversations to a minimum because you want that to happen when you're on stage. And that's it. So I, I was, you know, it was good. It was an off night, though. Um, Thursday was supposed to be work in the office, um, but I had a flat iron, a flat tire, flat iron. I had a flat iron, too. I was iron. Oh, by the way, I'm in Studio C. I don't know if you, you can tell acoustically. Between Studio A, which is uh, the smoking area. That's the one where you can smoke in. There's Studio B, uh, a.k.a. the bedroom, a.k.a. where World Star Corner takes place. We are not going there. I'd have to go through so many fucking videos. I'm not doing that. Um, and then Studio C, which is the couch in the living room. That's usually where I, I, I'm usually, if I have a guest, it's never in Studio B. It's only in Studio A or C. A if they're smoking, C if they're not. And last night, we were non-smoking. I snurfed a little digital derb, but that's about it. Um, I'm getting ahead of myself. So anyway, two, Thursday, I was supposed to be in the office and had work, and then it was, it was shitty because I, I, I see that I have a flat tire. Oh, the timer went off. All right, I got to go check my laundry, but I'll do Thursday, and then I'll come back. I'll pause it. Um, but yeah, Thursday... I, so I took my tire, I, first of all, I took my tire off and I was like, it's completely flat. Maybe I ran over a nail or something. So I took it off. I looked around. I couldn't see anything. So I started putting air in it. Air got all in it. I, I pulled out a bottle of water, started pouring it over the tire anywhere there was a, a possible hole just to see if any air was going to come out. No problems. No holes. Nothing. I don't know what the fuck was going on. So I put the tire back on. Um, I check it a couple hours later. It's lower on air. However, it's just slow leaking. So I decided, all right, uh, I got to replace this. No problem. I can't find anything, but I, I, it barely lost any air from when I filled it up until I decided, all right, well, let me go double check it again. All right, it's barely, it's not really losing a lot of air quickly. I'll drive it to the open mic. I drove it to the air, uh, open mic and I lost a lot of air on the drive. Um, so I replaced, it's, it's all good though. Um, ended up having a really shitty mic at City Lounge. But I did the best with what was giving, given because nothing can beat the, the, the Hasidic guy. Plus City Lounge, everybody was doing bad and... They were just being weird that fucking night. 
And I was also in a bad mood. I don't know. I'm not going to get into it. But it's good. Friday, great day. Alhamdulillah. You'll find out in a moment. Let me be right back. I'm not even going to hit the music. I'm just going to pause it real quick and go do the laundry. And uh, not do it, but grab it at least. And then I'll fold it after this before I do poke my jokes or something. I don't know. But I'll see you in a second. Oh, wow. That was quick, huh? I lied to you guys, though, so I got to apologize right off the top. I lied. Uh, I said I was going to just grab the laundry, come back, and start recording again. And then I said, I don't want the shirts to be all wrinkly. I should have hang them up. And then I had to divide it. And then once I divided it all up, I was like, well, let me also fold the socks. And then I was like, and also let me fold the towels and let me... I did not fold the t-shirts, the ones that go in the drawer. I only hung up the t-shirts that get hung up. So <clears throat> I didn't completely lie. But I did not tell the complete truth. So let's just get back to it. Can you guys tell I did not sleep well last night? Um, this is like my morning afternoon voice. Friday was a great day. Alhamdulillah. I kept it holy. I stayed in. Um, I stayed in. Sorry, I'm having water, and there's ice now, and I'm not going to bite it and break a tooth. So i got to swallow this. I stayed in because there was, um, I don't think there was any comedy. And if there was, there was only one thing, and it was like a late, late, late mic, and I was like, nah, I'm not doing that. Um, I also was feeling emotionally drained on Friday, and even though... Like, I started, like, the day started off very, very negative for me. Um, the more that I prayed and the harder that I worked, the better the day got. Uh, and by that, I mean, uh, I was doing, I did about 100 push-ups, 100 um, bodyweight squats, split leg, actually, so uh, 100 on each leg. And I did 50 pull-ups in sets of 10, 10, and 5. So 5 pull-ups, 10 split squats each leg, and 10 push-ups. And then I did it 10 times throughout the day. And as I kept doing it, I kept feeling better. And as I kept praying, I kept feeling better, is what I'm trying to say. Um, what else did I write? I worked from home. I got workouts in during the day. Said that already. I have a bad tire, but it'll last till Sunday, inshallah. And hey, it did. Glad I wrote that. Um... I have a plan to get it done and then hit the gym and then record a podcast. Ended work, decided not to sulk and get dominoes as I planned. Instead, I made a pizza and a burger and I watched the saddest Turkish movie ever made. Miracle in cell number seven. It says, check text to Yassine for more details. I don't think I texted you. I think I WhatsApped you. So let me go check that. Dude, that shit... First of all, my brother tells me to watch it, and then he says, let me see if it was the first time he told me to watch it. Okay. He says, watch Miracle, and this is on Monday. Watch Miracle, and he first he asks if I trust him. He goes, watch Miracle and sell number seven. And then I said, and then he said, message me after. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll watch it tonight. And then he goes, okay, are you watching? And I was like, no, I'm going to save it because I didn't know it was in Turkish. 
Uh, and he, he guns me, he goes, you watch Star Wars and read fucking Alien Ewoks ass subtitles, but you can't read Turkish, which is fucking funny. But he was right. The only point was, like I said, I, I was going to make food. And uh, originally when I was making food, and you can't really read and concentrate on making the food. So, um, but anyway, I wrote a whole long ass. So I wrote, I'll skip some stuff. I said, the movie got super sad for a long time. Halfway through, it got less sad finally. Just kidding. Someone dies and it got sad again. This movie is life. This is all notes I'm writing while I'm watching it. Um, once it gets better, something shippy, shitty happens again. And keep the tissues on deck. Great ending, but still sad as fuck till the end. Uh, oh, well, so I don't have to do that. That's spoiling it. shit up. Now I'm spoiling stuff. But it was a really, really, really good movie. It was really, really, really sad. <laughs> and I kind of needed that, too, because... Uh, Yo, he even asked, yo, how bad did you cry, though? I'm like, bro, like, all the time. Being sad for him was probably most of the whole movie. And he said he was, you know, we're not going to say what he did, actually, because he didn't say he did it. I'm trying to get other people to watch it, too, now, but they have to get it. But, yo, dude, that miracle in cell number seven, I needed that. Um, I needed it because... I was in, like I said, I was in a really, really bad mood and getting all of that out, even though I was feeling a lot better towards the end of the day, getting all of that out at night, I felt like a whole new person on Saturday. So Saturday was work from home. Uh, I kept it holy. Uh, I had a great day. I had a great conf uh, conversation with a couple of possible future guests. Um, one of them I actually was able to make happen. And that's who's going to be on the podcast in a little bit. Um, and then the other one is going to maybe be on uh, next week. Because uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it today. Um, bah, bah, bah. Oh, and then I said... Then I watched Mitch Hedberg's Comedy Central special. And I laughed out loud. And so hard. So much in 20 minutes. That I remembered why he was my inspiration. He... My neighbor, and I, I think I even said this on the podcast last night, but I watched that special and my neighbor must have thought I was the Joker because every couple of minutes I was just cackling hard out loud, uncontrollable laughter. Now, let me be real. Of his 20 minute set, at least 15 minutes of it was completely solid. He had a couple of jokes that just, mm, maybe they need a little bit more work. But a lot of those jokes were just perfection. Oh my God, I want to fat that for Mitch Hedberg, inshallah. Actually, don't do it if you don't want to. I'm not going to tell you you have to do anything, obviously, because my dad says you're not allowed to do that for um, non-Muslims. But hey, you know what? I'm still going to do it anyway. I don't think it's going to hurt him. I don't think it's going to hurt me. And if I find out it does, then I will stop praying for other people. Um, Sunday, I woke up, got my tires. Uh, I got the tires changed. I cleaned the apartment, and I only had 90 minutes left in the gym, and I kicked its ass. Um, my scan wouldn't work, but then the guy at the front desk who always sees me, uh, and he sees that I bust my ass until closing time every Sunday, he was like, you're good, bro. I, I see you're always here. Don't worry about it. And he's the man. So I got my kick-ass workout in. I uh, had a protein shake. I showered. I prayed. And then I did a great podcast with Danielle, which we're going to get to uh, in a few moments. 
Uh, but first, let's, uh, while we're still in Studio C, let's uh, go to poke my jokes. Why was that louder than I expected? All right, well, I'm not even going to. All right, we'll do it the traditional way. Um, did I get extra time? I think I got extra time. All right, we're going to do it the traditional way, and then uh, I'll come back and then I'll, uh, I'll listen along with you and I'll critique it. Oh, I forgot that my Bluetooth wasn't plugged in. Let me do that. Let me wait until it turns blue. It's connected. What time is it now? 48. Oh, well, he's got seven minutes to show up. Yusuf got. Hello, new. All right, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Why? What's up, everybody? Hi, I'm Yusuf. Salam alaikum. Here to make everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> Hello, new people in the back. You're like, what the hell is a Yusuf? I know, I know. All right. Uh, this motherfucker on stage. Looking like goddamn Squidward's house. <laughs> this motherfucker shouldn't be on stage. He belongs under the sea next to a pineapple motherfucker. <laughs> That's me as Cat Williams and per- like shitting on myself. <laughs> uh, I'm a quad racial, by the way, because you guys are like, what the hell is it, Yusef? He looks like so many different things. Because I am. I got. Like, I. Uh, I'm, I'm four fucking races in one. A hundred years ago, they'd be like, step right up, step right up, four racial hair, quad racial. Four races, one human being. <laughs> Through sex, not surgery. <laughs> they used to sew people together back in the... You remember. <laughs> I was going to say your grandpa would tell you about it. <laughs> like, ah, we used to sew people together and put them in the circus. We sewed a fish to a baby and said it was a mermaid. <laughs> uh, no, but like, all right, so my races. Uh, I'm a part Moroccan. I'm a part American. I'm a part Russian. I'm a part Palestinian. So it's like I got the UN in my head. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like two sides of me, like Morocco and Palestine. I'd be like, Yusef, we vote for a resolution not to drink tonight. And then America would just be like, I veto that. <laughs> We're having some drinks. That was a long way. I have a Palestinian grandma. She's got very severe Alzheimer's. It was crazy. It was to the point where, like, like she didn't, you could talk to her, nothing would make sense. And I was, she was watching TV, and I'm like, I'll tell her a joke. It's like, I'm not even going to tell her one of my jokes. I'll tell her a Seinfeld joke. I was like, what's the difference between an Irishman and a, uh, wait, what's the difference between an Irishman and a Jewish man? All of a sudden, she just turns and looks at me. She goes, Jews don't play. Shit. I did not know the cure for Alzheimer's is racism. <laughs> like, is that why Donald Trump remembers all of his jo- <laughs> his material and Biden can't? Oh. Salome, what's up, brother? Oh, good. Whatever you want to do, man. You and I, we're very similar. You're Jewish, I'm Muslim. We got a lot of similarities. We do. Think about it. First of all, the tunnels. Everybody's been talking about the tunnels. <laughs> Like, you guys got tunnels, we got tunnels. I'm surprised the Americans don't have their tunnels. And the Christians, where are your tunnels, you fucking... The Lincoln. The Lincoln, yeah. I can't have a sense of humor. 
Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you, my brother. Yeah. But we do. Look, look. Both of us have hats to represent our closeness to God. We both get our schmeckles schnipped. <laughs> a circumcision joke. <laughs> uh, the only difference is our favorite prophet is Muhammad, and their favorite prophet is Margin. <laughs> Trust me, just, just go on. Alright, thank I love, you. I, I love you, man. I'm just all for it. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Yo, give it, what's your name, bro? My name is Marty. For the sake of humor, I'm, a, I'm even... Morty? Yeah, Morty, dude, my manager's Jewish. His name is Morty. <laughs> Morty Kaufman. He says he approves some of my jokes. Not all of them, but he approves some of them. It's like, Yusuf, do not do those other ones. I'll tell you why. I love to make jokes, too, and I know what it means like to feel like but just go for it. Dude, you can also sign up to help fill time after me because Al, uh, we got a guy, Cooper Rigo, he's going to bring a boombox. He's going to pretend he's black. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's black, just, just to be fair, but he's like not. He's like uh, Portuguese or some shit. I don't know. I'll tell you something. Tell me, please. My wife's black and I'm as liberal as they come from California. Ooh. So, so you will not like <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate that, dude. That means you're very open-minded. You're like Bill Burr. Do you do mushrooms, too? <laughs> uh, I'm also, uh, I'm only Palestinian based on old maps. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah. Technically, I'm Israeli now. <laughs> yeah. Do I get a birthright, too? <laughs> I would like to go over there, though. Probably not for the reasons you guys might think. <laughs> not... Those IDF women, they are very, very attractive. Yeah. I'd like to get some Iron Dome from them, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's a blowjob reference, <laughs> if you weren't familiar. Just in case. All right, let's see. What are the new ones? Um, all right. Ah, I don't like short people. It's not their fault. Look, think about this. Short people, and I'm only talking about men. Women are excluded from this. Because women don't get the chance to get ideas. But for men, <laughs> when you're, the shorter you are, the, the further you are from God and the ideas that he arranged down upon us. You ever notice that? Like, all the tall people have all the good ideas first. And if it doesn't, it falls onto, like, the people like me, the more tall people. And then eventually it falls onto, like, the short people like Napoleon. He's like, I'm going to rule the world. Because <laughs> my dick is small. All right, then. That wouldn't. Al, you like small titties, right? Love them. Dude, I like meaty pussy. <laughs> What's up with that? How come there's no, no, get every, you say small titties, everybody cheers. I say meaty pussy, it gets quiet. I like meaty pussy too. I like, bro, I, so there, look, there's two kinds of pussy. There's a kind that's like a freshly trimmed lawn, that's just even, it's like a Subway sandwich, there's no lips hanging out, you know, no meat, it's just, you just see the bread, you know what I mean? That's his thighs. But then there's the Arby's. That shit's fucking flopping out, and I love that. It's my favorite kind. Dude, and I call them uh, the testicle ticklers when you hit it from behind. Those things just tickle your testicles and doggy stuff. Oh. If anybody has a meaty vagina, hit me up after the show. <laughs> it's not a show. You'd like me on that, of course. Um, it's a weird idea. South Africa has some balls. Their language is called Afrikaans, <laughs> which is a different spelling of their continent. And then also, that's the other thing. They had the balls just be like, we're going to call our country south of the entire continent. Like, imagine if Mexico had the balls to say, 
we are now South North America. <laughs> like, you can't do that, motherfucker. <laughs> or like Argentina was like, we are New Berlin. Because <laughs> they hide a lot of Nazis. He gets it, he gets it. <laughs> uh, I probably should have left on something else. What else? Mm -hmm. uh, I don't have a short one, so I'm just going to say, Happy Chinese New Year, everybody. Yeah, it's coming up. I was born in the year of the horse, which explains my cock. <laughs> and that I like when white women ride me, so. <laughs> All right, my name is Lisa. Thank you. All right. Mediocre ending. Mediocre ending. I'll admit it. Hey. So, yeah, you guys got to meet Morty. He came up and he listened to me and... Let's hear what I do. I didn't. I definitely messed up a couple of things. I am Yusef. Salaamu Alaikum. Here to make everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> Hello, new people in the back. I was talking about them. There was like about three or four people that were just sitting in the back, just kind of like listening to everybody. It was a good time. You're like, what the hell is a Yusef? Oh, I fucking... I fuck up this joke. I know, I know. All right, uh, this motherfucker on stage... Looking like goddamn Squidward's house. This motherfucker shouldn't be on stage. He belongs under the sea next to a pineapple motherfucker. <laughs> That's me as Cat Williams and like shitting on myself. <laughs> uh, I'm a quad racial by the. This is the one I actually messed up. The the I only slightly messed up the the Cat Williams thing because I was supposed to say this motherfucker looking like Squidward's house. What the fuck is he doing? No, I think... Yeah, what the fuck is he doing on stage? He belongs next to a pineapple. Oh, I did say it right then. But then I said motherfucker at the end. That's why it threw me off. By the way, because you guys are like, what the hell is it, Yusef? He looks like so many different things. Because I am. I got... Like, I... Uh, I'm, I'm four fucking races in one. A hundred years ago, they'd be like, step right up, step right up. Four racial hair. Quad racial Four races, one human being. <laughs> Through sex, not surgery. So the reason that didn't go as well as I used to say, and the part that I really missed, which is like, maybe you could say economy of words, but it was dumb that I didn't say it, is um, for whatever reason, I did not say that uh, I'd be in a circus. Because then that step right up, step right up thing works better. Plus, I, I probably could have done it with a little bit more enthusiasm or something i don't know but we'll continue it you'll see how i messed it up a little bit but not really <laughs> they used to sew people together back in the, you remember see this is me over explaining <laughs> i would just say your grandpa would tell you about it <laughs> like ah we used to sew people together and put them in the circus we sewed a fish to a baby and said it was a mermaid <laughs> uh, no, but like, all right, so my races, uh, I'm a part Moroccan, I'm a part American, I'm a part Russian, I'm a part Palestinian. So it's like I got the UN in my head, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like two sides of me, like Morocco and Palestine, like, Yusef, we vote for a resolution not to drink tonight. And then America would just be like, I veto that. <laughs> We're having some drinks. That was a long one. I have a Palestinian grandma. Okay, so I, I do like the UN in my head, 
and then veto it, but I may have to do something else. I didn't like that one tonight, or that night. But then I do this one. That this is a joke I haven't done in a long, long time. This is one of the first jokes that I wrote that would work usually. Um, so let's go ahead and play it. She's got very severe. Right, I'll go back a we vote for a resolution not to drink tonight, and then America would just be like, "I veto that. <laughs> We're having some drinks." Okay, so the next joke about my uh, my Palestinian grandmother with severe Alzheimer's. Again, very early on joke. I added a new thing at the end. It did not work because it just needs a little bit more work. But we'll go with it. That was a long one. I have a Palestinian grandma. She's got very severe Alzheimer's. It was crazy. It was to the point where, like, like she didn't, you could talk to her, nothing would make sense. And I was, she was watching TV, and I'm like, I'll tell her a joke. It's like, I'm not even gonna tell her one of my jokes. I'll tell her a Seinfeld joke. I was like, what's the difference between an Irishman and a, uh, like, what's the difference between an Irishman and a Jewish man? All of a sudden, she just turns and looks at me. She goes, Jews don't play. I was like, shit. <laughs> I did not know the cure for Alzheimer's is racism. <laughs> like, is that why Donald Trump remembers all of his jo- <laughs> his material and Biden can't? Pretty much, yeah. That the punchline was: is that is that why Trump is more cognizant than Biden? And the reason I I even did this another time at, during the week. I was like, I don't know how you guys. That's a perfect joke for everybody. I'm saying that Trump is racist. I'm saying Biden's not racist, but I am saying that they're both old. I guess it's more of a liberal joke now that I'm saying it out loud. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Salome, what's up, brother? Oh, he just, this one, the, the guy Whatever you want to do, man. You and I, we're very similar. You're Jewish, I'm Muslim. We got a lot of similarities. <laughs> we do. Think about it. First of all, the tunnels. Everybody's been talking about the tunnels. <laughs> like, you guys got tunnels. We got tunnels. I'm surprised the Americans don't have their tunnels. And the Christians, where are your tunnels, you fucking... <laughs> The Lincoln, yeah. <laughs> so he was cool. He was awesome. Um, and he really liked my set. And uh, we had a great conversation afterwards. But Morty, um, the tunnel thing. I was going to add the tunnel thing to the Muslim, Muslim and Jewish similarity joke, which I do later on. I only say two examples. That now I do a third example, of, and we're both tunnel people, evidently. Um. Yeah, I guess making fun of the Christians for not having a tunnel. And then they're like, the Lincoln Tunnel. I'm like, yeah, damn, you're right. That also goes to New York, so it's kind of like another Jewish tunnel. They've had Jewish tunnel. I don't know. Let's, let's go on. I appreciate it. Thank you, my brother. Yeah. But we do. Look, look. Both of us have hats to represent our closeness to God. We both get our schmeckles shipped. <laughs> a circumcision joke. <laughs> uh the only difference is our favorite prophet is Muhammad, and their favorite prophet is Margin. <laughs> no, but, but, but trust me, just, just go up. All right, thank I you. Love, I, I love you, man. I'm just all for it. Thank you, brother. I pre- he said he loves you, man. He loves me, man. Even though I did that joke and he didn't, he laughed a little bit, but he didn't laugh audibly enough. Appreciate that. Yo, give it, what's your name, bro? My name is Mari. For the sake of Mahdi. you, man. I'm, a, I'm even Morty? Yeah, just Morty, dude, my manager's Jewish. His name is Morty. <laughs> Morty Kaufman. He says he approves some of my jokes. Not all of them, but he approves some of them. It's like you said, do not do those other ones. I'll tell you why. I love to make jokes. This is all just riffing, by the way. Um, I have a friend named Morty. Um, 
he has been very inspirational. He's been very supportive. And I did ask him if he, I've also asked my brother if he wants to manage me. So, hey, whichever you guys want to do it first, you got me. All you got to do is do the annoying thing that I don't like to do, which is ask people. But then I got to get a tape so you guys can send a tape out. I don't know. We'll, we'll get after that. But just go for it. Dude, you can also sign up to help fill time after me because Al, uh, we got a guy, Cooperigo, he's going to bring a boombox. He's going to pretend he's black. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> so that got the entire room of comics to laugh because, like you heard already, Cooperigo is a um, Portuguese guy, but he talks and, and tries to, to act black, we'll say. Um, and I don't. For the most part, so we'll keep going. He looks like he's black, just, just to be fair, but he's like not, he's like uh, Portuguese or some shit. I don't know. I'll tell you something. Tell you me, know. please. My wife's black, and I'm as liberal as they come from California. Ooh. So, just go so you will not <laughs> No, I appreciate that, dude. That means you're very open minded. You're like Bill Burr. Do you do mushrooms too? <laughs> I only said he was like Bill Burr because there's a white guy that's married to a black woman and they live in California. That's it. Stupid, stupid throwaway line. But then I do. I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to, I'm going to double down. Uh, I'm also. Jewish people, by the way, for the most part, especially Hasidics, though none, not one of them ever has come up to me and said that well, my material is offensive. In fact, more of the time they come up and they say they really enjoy it. I remember one time I was actually talking to Josh about this not too long ago. Shout out to Josh Wells, the big dog. And he told me, um, he remembered there was one time when there was some um, some Hasidic Jews. Well, I don't know if they were Hasidic, but they definitely were in the yarmulkes. They were the younger ones, so they weren't wearing like the full, full garb. But they came to Rhino and I was like, ah, oh, shit, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I just did my jokes, and they weren't so offensive, and I probably poked my jokes on those um, a while back, and it was honestly a good time, and they liked my material, and then afterwards they came up, and they, they shook my hand, and they, they said a great job, and they did this in front of other comedians, so it's not like I was making this up. Josh reminded me, and I forgot. <laughs> uh, but I do well with, these pe with our people. Uh, I'm only Palestinian based on old maps. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, I'm Israeli now. <laughs> yeah. Do I get a birthright trip? <laughs> I would like to go over there, though. Probably not for the reasons you guys might think. <laughs> not those IDF women. They are very, very attractive. Yeah. I'd like to get some Iron Dome from them, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> It's a blowjob reference, if you weren't familiar. Okay, so yeah, I just did a couple jokes, you know, just to see, just to test the water. I think he's going to interrupt me again. Let's see. Just in case. All right, let's see. What are the new ones? Um, all right, ah, I don't like short people. It's not their... Okay, I tried out the idea that I, I talked to you guys about. I kind of don't hate this this way of it, but it needs a new better ending. It definitely needs a better ending. Not saying Napoleon. Um, I got to just like look up the worst short people of all history. And that'll help. And then also like, like tall people like Abraham Lincoln. What did he think to do? Free the slaves. 
If you know who didn't, the fucking short slave owner. There you go, bam. Look, think about this. Short people, and I'm only talking about men. Women are excluded from this because women don't get the chance to get ideas. But for a <laughs> man, <laughs> when you're the shorter you... Yo, that, I thought of that because my original thing was this only applies to men, not because of the idea thing, but mainly because women's height doesn't really matter. Like, we don't... Men don't... A man who's insecure could would say that a woman is too tall for them, but I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's, like, the world's shortest girl. I've seen her. She's, like, she's literally, like, the size of a baby. I think I even saw her in real life once. Or I just saw another really, really short person in real life once. Um. But, yeah, when they're, like, a baby's height, that I can see that being creepy. Also, just midgets. I I don't know if um, little people, whatever the correct term is, I don't know if I would be able to date one or marry one. So I wouldn't want to waste my time and energy. That's all. Well, let's continue. You are the, the further you are from God and the ideas that he arranged down upon us. You ever notice that? Like all, right, we'll all the tall people about men, women are excluded from this. Because women don't get the chance to get ideas. But for a man, <laughs> when you're sh the shorter you are, the f the further you are from God and the ideas that He arranged down upon us. You ever notice that? Like all the tall people have all the good ideas first, and if it doesn't, it falls onto like the people like me, the more tall people, and then eventually it falls onto like the short people, like Napoleon. He's like, I'm going to rule the world because <laughs> my dick is small. All right, then. Al, you like small titties, right? Oh. Dude, I like meaty pussy. <laughs> What's up with that? How come there's no, no, get every, you say small titties, everybody cheers. I say meaty pussy, it gets quiet. I like meaty pussy too. I like, bro, I, so there, look, there's two kinds of pussy. There's a kind, it's like a freshly trimmed lawn. That's just even, it's like a Subway sandwich. There's no lips hanging out, you know, no meat. It's just, you just see the bread. You know what I mean? That's his thighs. But then there's the Arby's. That shit's fucking flopping out, and I love that. It's my favorite kind. Dude, and I call them uh, the testicle ticklers when you hit it from behind. Those things just tickle your testicles and doggy stuff. Okay, that's a joke that I might have to put on the shelf for a while because it just doesn't, it's not been working for a long time. It worked like once or twice in the past, and then after that. Now, can I, can I say... Probably didn't do it perfectly. Excuse me. Probably didn't do it perfectly, but you know, whatever. I'll just keep going. We only got a minute left. <laughs> if anybody has a meaty vagina, hit me up after the show. <laughs> it's not a show. You'd like me on that, of course. Okay, I thought I went over the time. I don't go over the time because I have one minute and 11 seconds, and then I think I get off. So let's see if I, how close I am to time. On time, because when I first listened to it, I didn't look at where the timer was. I thought I really ran the light with the Chinese New Year joke, which is why it didn't work. But let's keep going. Uh, this is a weird idea. South Africa has some balls. Their language is called Afrikaans, <laughs> which is a different spelling of their continent. And then also, that's the other thing. They had the balls just be like, we're going to call our country south of the entire continent. <laughs> Like, imagine if Mexico had the balls to say, we are now South North America. 
Like, you can't do that, motherfucker. <laughs> or like Argentina was like, we are New Berlin. Because <laughs> they hide a lot of Nazis. He gets it, he gets it. <laughs> uh, I probably should have left on something else. What else? Mm-hmm. 20 seconds left. Next time, Yusuf, just leave early. We don't have to do this one. We're not doing that one again. Oh, wait. Actually, I have to to see if I ran the light. I don't have a short one, so I'm just going to say happy Chinese New Year, everybody. Yeah, it's coming up. I was born in the year of the horse, which explains my cock. <laughs> and that I like when white women ride me, so. <laughs> All right, my name is Yusuf. Thank you. Seven seconds, meaning I ran it by eight, nine, ten, eleven, four seconds. Mm. I wouldn't even count that as running it because I probably didn't start right, right, right on time. So, oh, but I did have a minute and eleven seconds, and I did a minute and four seconds. Whatever. Guys, so um, for you guys, nothing's going to happen, but for me now, I'm going to get to edit, and um, I'm going to... I'm going to edit the podcast together from last night. It was a nice long conversation. Um, and then I'm going to upload it and do yoga and uh, take a shower and hit some mics. So uh, I'll put that in the notes for next week or whatever. But I hope you guys uh, have a great week. Sorry for the late episode, but it's a good one. It's a long one. Should get you through for a while. I hope you enjoy and I'll see you guys soon, inshallah. And wait a moment and we're going to be right into the, uh, the interview with Danielle. Hope you enjoy. Peace. You know what I'm going to ask you How you guys doing? How is everything? I hope you guys had a wonderful week It's been a wild one um, You might have already heard the update And also poke my jokes Because right now we're doing something special I am joined by a guest And not only is it a regular guest This is what you guys have been asking for Another female guest they're tired of just hearing a man's voice this whole time, so I'm glad to introduce a newer comedian, but still a very hard-working comedian, Danielle, unless you just want D to go by D. Danielle is cool. I don't know anything else than other than that to call you because you only sign up by your first name, which is also a good move. It's, it's easy that way. Yeah, I feel like that's all people need to know is my first name. I mean, the only thing that can help is if your last name can, like... Prove what your identity like. If my last name was Goffman, you'd be like, "Oh, he's Jewish." You're like, "Okay," but because it's just Goff, people are like, "What kind of last name is?" It's Russian, by the way. But like, what kind of last name is that? Yeah, my last name. Well, my last name is a season, but like, it doesn't. It's not Italian, and it's not Irish, so it doesn't really make sense. Doesn't need to be used. Yeah, it, it just doesn't need to be. I feel like it just. It just doesn't need to be there. Have you thought about a stage name? <sighs> yes, but. I feel like I would have to figure out what persona that would be. Oh, okay. Like, I feel like I would have to be, like, a different uh, person when I would come out there and do that name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe don't do it. Yeah, no, I don't think... Because I remember when I first started comedy, I would sign up as Yusef The G because I didn't want to put my actual last name out there. (laughs) So instead of just Yusef G, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm cool. And then somebody's like... I remember hearing someone like, ugh, I hate nicknames. And I was like, uh, I think I'm just going to have to be like Yusef G now or just Yusef <laughs> yeah. Goff. And I was like, let me just be me because I'm not trying to. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like if I would do something like that, I would have to come out at, in, in like in the Brooklyn accent or something and play like a part. 
like, like that. Andrew Dice Clay. Yes, exactly, exactly. And then I would come back and be like, okay, well, that was, uh, you know, Mr. G, and then here I am. Okay. You know, so yeah, Giannis Pappas do. does that too, apparently, with like some Puerto Rican lady. Yeah, Marisa. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. I, but he like, he like goes back. And that's it. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah, he's yeah, back. That's hilarious. Yeah, I know. I seen him. Um, I seen him perform, and then he like goes, behind, like back behind the stage and comes out as that character, like dressed fully in her, and it's fucking hilarious. He kills it, dude. Anthony Quinn, rest his soul. He was trying to do that right before he was. Uh, I eat a burger or something like that, <laughs> or I eat a biscuit was her name. I eat a. Oh. Like I eat. That's uh, hilarious. But also just I eat a. Yeah, I met him. I met him only like once or twice. Um, and then he had passed. So, yeah. yes, rest his soul. I wish rest I got soul. to know him a little more, but. Well, if you've seen him once or twice, you pretty much got to know him. Yeah. That was him all of the time. He was very loud and eccentric. And uh, he always said his name at least 25 times in a night, whether it was on stage, mostly or off. <laughs> Do you guys know who I am? I'm Anthony Quinn. Yes. I have a baby. <laughs> My baby's 50 pounds. That's as much as salt. I was like, oh. That's not a joke, bro. That's just sad. <laughs> oh my god, is he okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like your baby shouldn't weigh that much. I think you should go to the doctor or yeah. something. <laughs> so you've been doing comedy for a, just about a year. You're about to hit your one year mark. I'm about to hit my seven year mark in March. Congratulations. Thank you. That's awesome. So how has this one year been? Honestly, life changing. It's really, it's really uh, been life changing, and I had, I had the opportunity as well to do a couple shows and not just do mics, which was a great experience because it really shows you what comedy is and not just. It's totally different from doing mics and doing it with comics only and then in front of people. Exactly. So plus the longer set time for the most part, you usually get yes. longer time on stage. You get more chance to play around. Um, I was not. Like, all right, this year I started getting booked a lot more where the like the other fucking five years before that, it was a lot less often than I'd get booked. And it got to the point where like almost like you psych yourself up, like how you can psych yourself up. I'm like, bro, I don't even want to do shows. Yo, shows suck. Like I like open mics, like open mics, are, bro, you do a show. It's like those fucking people are just there to laugh. There's no, what's the difficulty in that? <laughs> like, oh, you got to fucking memorize all your material. That's stupid. I like to just look from an, at a notebook or whatever. I like to try new shit. And it's like just me trying to make excuses in my head for why I shouldn't get better. And then I eventually like talk to a couple bigger comedians. It's like, look, you know what the fuck you're doing. You're trying to self-sabotage so that way you don't advance because you're afraid of what could happen. And I was like, damn, when you put it like that, you're kind of right. No, yeah. Well, because it's just like you're on to the next level almost. Where like you can get comfortable with open mics because you know it's comics. They're fun. You know everyone there. You guys have a good time. You're pretty much friends. You're at pretty that much friends. Exactly. You know You know what I mean? You kind of know how it goes. And the people are used to like your jokes and your set. And, um, and sometimes you don't even have to do jokes. Sometimes like, you know, you go up and then all of a sudden you just like start riffing or you don't even say half the things you wanted to say. Yes. But at a show, you're a little, it's a little bit more, I don't want to say serious, but like it's for you and your material specifically. Well, I'm glad you kind of nailed something too, which is why I like, I like the open mics 
because I've been doing it long enough that people know. Like, hey, it's not even a spoiler alert to these guys. They listen to my sets. I do uh, what some people could call anti-Semitic material sometimes. Yes. Yes, yes, and the Jewish people don't have a problem with me. It's always the non-Jewish people that I found that they're like, oh, why are you doing this and that? But it's like, because most of the people in comedy know I don't actually feel that way, it's easier to do than if I do those jokes at a show. People are like, holy shit, do you actually feel that way about people? It's not like right. my thing. Yeah, well, that's the thing with people when you do it with shows too. Because like I've seen people, um, like comics do like black material and then the white people in the crowd get upset and not even the black people. And they're like, how dare you say that? Or how could you talk like that? And they're nowhere near being... Well, those are the most annoying people. I, I know what you... Yeah, it's yeah. always the people who have nothing to do with it. They get it... You know, it was funny. Um, the uh, th City Lounge on Thursday, I, apparently I was, make, I was making fun of the Indian guy too much. I didn't even make fun of him, except that I said that him and I are, are cool because we both look Indian, but we sound white. There yeah. was no negativity in and that. Also, it's a fucking open mic. But Shut, regardless like, if he was cares? new, then I just started making fun of Indian people because he's there and he didn't get offended. It was white people, like you said, they were like, whoa, whoa, enough with the Indian. I was like, yeah, there was someone else there that you were like, oh, the, the Jewish guy or like whatever. And oh, then yeah. people were like, say his name. You're like, all right, fucking I relax. I fucking forgot. Yeah, I forget my own fucking name sometimes. Like, Yo. it was so, it was a little like, it was like, all right, you can. I think they were relax. all, they were all just like, uh. Oh, the vibe was weird that day. Yeah. The vibe was, and there was also like a bunch of, I don't know if they were new comics or comics that just don't come around. Maybe they're from a different part of Jersey or something. Um, but the vibe was very weird in there that day. Yeah. If there's a bunch of new people there, and I'm assuming because I got there later, uh, they signed up earlier. Like the yeah, first they were, half. They were all like, they were like the first 12 people. And then after 12 was like the people that we know that we always do it with. So I could see it being weird because now a comic comes in, sees the list and sees there's already like 12 people on the list and doesn't identify as when I don't know a single name, I'm, I'm like, oh. Yeah, I'm like, who the fuck are these people? And then on top of that, <laughs> like, listen, I'm I'm new, so I have I can't talk, but I'm just like, whoa, this is a little rough. This could be a rough. This is gonna be a rough time. This is gonna be a rough first hour. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's all comedy if you think that's about it. That's all like, open mics too. I've sat at open mics for two and a half hours and not been called. Cause like oh, some, bucket stuff. Bucket stuff. I fucking stuff. hate those. A lot of New York stuff does. So my first open mic, it was in Eastville in Brooklyn. I think it's called like the Laughing Buddha or something like that. That was my first open mic. And they do I uh, they do one at like 9.45 and like 10.30. But I would get there a little late from work. And uh, the second one was Buckets. So you could sign up first and you could be called last. Yeah, I hated that. I did only one bucket mic in the city. And I would have vowed to destroy that venue if I, I just got lucky. <laughs> I was the last comic that they were able to pull up before they said, oh, we got to get ready for the next show. Or we're having a show or something after this. So you guys all have to be like, I got to go up and do some time at least. But it was crazy because I was with a couple comics and they didn't get to go. I was the only one that got pulled out of our group. Wow. Yeah. See, so that it's like you wait too. the whole time and then nobody gets, then none of you, at least I got to get a little <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. You know, they cap it. It's, New York, New York mics are very different than Jersey mics. And like there is a comedy community there, but I feel like it's such a, it's so broad the city and you could go to different boroughs and do it that like, unless you keep going continuously to the same mic, um, 
people don't stay for their set people run to a different mic you know so you will see the same comics but like it's not as a strong community as jersey because it's i feel like it's bigger a bigger city like well i think yes and i think also it's because in jersey there's a lot it's a lot easier for us because there's not as we were talking about how you can go to the city and in Greenwich Village you can hit three mics in in a couple of hours. Yeah, like over the span of where that's you can't really do that in New Jersey. So a lot of it is the hang afterwards, and then that makes the the camaraderie, which is why we all bond. Right. Where if we because ha- it happened back in the past, there would be like you know you could even see it on Mondays. Um, people go from one mic to the other mic to the next mic, so they're not staying the whole time, and it doesn't. Not that it sucks. But it is rough when you're trying to do material and there's nobody in the room. Oh, my God. Yeah, I did. I did this one mic um, at the pair. Yeah, and, I was going to uh, say me, too. Yeah, yeah that there was four people. And it was me and the three friends and then the host. And, and, and then they're they probably say because they're with you. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So the pair, they have good mics, but it could be really rough. Those yeah. mics like so. um I remember I was like one of the last ones to sign up and by the time it went up it was me the host and then the guy who went just before me and I think he stayed just, just because, because. Yeah. so it was I was it was them too and then even the host moved closer because it gets sometimes like they'll turn the lights down so it's like kind of like you're more intimate more intimate yeah like but it's you like, can't see anybody then and it's like you're almost no. in an empty room that's exactly what it is sometimes yeah. they leave the lights on which is cool but then you can actually see people so far away but then when the lights are off, you're like, it, you're just talking to the chairs. But then, so I just think of it like, I'm just going to get my thoughts out, which is kind of like an open mic. But then it is cool if there is people there, um, because that's kind of, I guess, the point we're trying to do, to do it in front of people. But then again, you are doing it in front of comics, which is different than doing it in front of regular people. And I've realized this too, like, sometimes like uh, during comedy show, because uh, I see them so often because I work at a comedy club. For your viewers, I, I do work at a comedy club. And also, I do have a lisp, so this is why I talk like this. Um, but uh, s- sometimes, like, you see people laugh at things that aren't even jokes because they think everything you do up there is almost a joke or is supposed to be funny. It's cadence, too, sometimes. People will have, they'll say things in the right cadence, and, like, I think I'm supposed to laugh at this part. yes. Yes, it's not actually funny. It just it's spo- it just followed the rules or whatever. It, exactly, or just like followed along with like what they're saying, or just like some people would be like, "Oh, well, like that didn't go as planned," or like I didn't like how that came out, and then people would laugh at that, and it could be funny, but it's just like that's in the comics mind. You're like, no, that's not even where the jokes were, and you're laughing at that part, and not even what I just said. That was the joke. <sighs> yeah, well, I mean that the com the, the beautiful thing is comedy is subjective. Um, my goal obviously is to make as many people enjoy my stuff as possible but i also know that it's not for everybody the same way i just don't like certain types of food it's nothing against those people or their food is just not for me you know i don't these comics these days they fucking think oh you know i'm gonna be the next louis ck i'm gonna make a pedophile joke that everybody laughs at before it was school shooter jokes they gave up on that now it's like pedophilia is the big thing they gotta they gotta make you laugh at something disgusting like that right now everything's about jeffrey epstein and i'm like and i'm <laughs> yeah. like I, I'm, you have to be real fucking good with what you're gonna say to make me laugh at that and not just be like i hate those jokes right so i get that like i, I i'm sure people are like oh he's talking about the jews again if it was anything but that, Yusuf, I'd be fine with your material. But no. And then <laughs> sometimes my stuff's a little heavy. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's the great thing about comedy, though, is that, like, we can and we could make jokes about the darker stuff that people don't like to talk about or, like, that, you know, are, are the heavier stuff and we can make light of it or we can just be like, it's okay, guys. We all know it. We all, we all can, we're all adults here, I think, I hope, you know, and... <coughs> yeah, like when my little sisters ask me to tell a joke and I'm like, none of them work for you. Yeah, you're I like, I don't work want for this. adults. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll tell them, like, the you one clean joke and, like, ah, we've heard that one already. I'm like, I don't have any that many clean jokes. <laughs> that's all I got for you. I don't know what else to tell you. Jews, Clues, and Jafarfield. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> Jews, Clues, that's a great kid show. <laughs> Jews, Clues? Yeah. You gotta find the... St- oh, I'm not gonna do the joke. They'll just be, like, in the tunnels. Oh, yeah, now? Clues. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta bring that back because I... Um, because now I could just say instead of looking to 9-11 because it's Jews, I say look into the tunnels because it's Jews. Yeah. That's I like that. Good. That's pretty good. Well, it helps update it. Because like, oh, well, sometimes it doesn't work. I had a joke um, about I like to do USO tours, but I can't until we go to like an Asian country because I don't want to get kidnapped by ISIS. And I have to say ISIS because ISIS beheads people. The Taliban doesn't behead people. So when I tried to say the Taliban in the Afghani show, they were like, mm, they don't really de- behead people. More cutting like, off we're hands. We're good. We're good here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I, I tried to say like, and Hamas captured me. And I'm like, I don't think Hamas does that either. It doesn't work as well as if you say ISIS. So it's like, sometimes you can edit the joke to help, but sometimes it just doesn't fucking, doesn't, it's not editable. Ed- edible. edible. Eddie the bull. Eddie the bull is over. <laughs> yeah, he's here. He's taking over. I think he kicked in. Oh yeah, did he? Nice. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling loose. There was a couple seconds where I was like, I feel really uncomfortable. My stomach is really bothering me right now. And I think it's because I drank a lot of my protein shake. And it was like, it's a lot. Well, I feel like that's a good a good bother. Not like a, a drink too much whiskey. Like, yeah, that right, was right, like, right. Yeah, like me this morning. Huh. It happens. We all overindulge here and there. And overindulging is fun because while you had fun... If anything bad happened at that night, you're probably not going to overindulge the next day. And also, if you feel like shit the next day, you're probably not going to overindulge the next day. Uh, or, or at least if you're me. Like, yeah, you're like, you're like, just not. I'm like, actually, I, th- I know a lot of people that just keep on doubling down. Yeah, you know what? And those people, I can be that person sometimes. And I've realized, and I have been that person before. And then I had to tell myself, you cannot be this person and you don't it is a very easy thing to slip into as well it's super easy to just keep going and then you realize how dark it is well especially with comedy because we're around all of these people who we're usually performing at a venue that serves alcohol maybe we're having a drink to support the venue but then all of us are usually a lot of us are drinking and a lot of us are smoking weed there's even more handfuls of us that are doing other shit where it's not right. kind of being so right. public about it. Uh, and it's like... Uh, well, it's funny too because It's comedy, easy when there's other people around that do the same things. Or they're in the same realm almost. Yes. Exactly. If we're all drinking, we're all drinking. No one's over here in the corner like, meh, meh, meh. And even if they are a sober comic, like they get the whole comedy thing. But also it is funny with comedy that it is like kind of the only art form that you go and you drink at. Yeah. Like, you don't go to the movies, and I mean, some people, I guess, some people do. do. Yeah, some people do. I don't, they, they yeah. throw a little couple shooters in their pockets. Like, that's cool. Yeah. But, like, comedy clubs, like, it's a two drink minimum. Like, people are getting hammered, but for comedy shows. Like, yeah. Like, they're, it's, it's one of, I get, 
like music people might pregame for music yeah like if you're in the studio there's definitely a lot of drugs going on in the studio but i guess i guess um, but it's not like for they're doing that like also behind scenes you know what I, I mean at concerts too i guess like rappers or whoever is gonna smoke on stage or they're probably maybe on like they do mushrooms or something but like and the audience is probably i guess fucked up in some way but uh but with comedy, yeah, it's like people go there and they just get fucking hammered at the show. Yeah, well, for the audience. For and the audience, yes. Yeah, and so sometimes that, like, Doug Stanhope, people would love to book Doug Stanhope because he would sell so many drinks when he was on stage that he ended up saying, no, I, not only do I want, like, this much of the door, I also want this much of the bar because... Of, like, how many people are getting fucked up. Because he was getting fucked up. Yes, and Ron White does that too. He's like apparently he stopped drinking. I, yes, yes. Because my dad asked me, he's like, "Oh, who who's that? Ron White? Is he still a? Does he still drink every time he gets on stage? Like sing it all the right?" And I was like, "Actually, he quit out." He goes, "Wait, really?" I was like, <laughs> yeah. He goes, "He's still funny." I was like, "Yeah, some would say he's better." <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck, man, maybe I should take that advice too." I used to when I first started, I would not get on stage without drinking. And I then couldn't do it. I couldn't do it either. The and nerves. The nerves, like just, and then uh, when I drink too much, uh, my lisp comes out even more, and I start slurring my words even more, and it's even harder for me or people to understand me. So uh, I realized I was like, I can't do that, and I was forgetting my jokes, and I don't know where I was going. And then I would get angry. Yep. So I now don't like I don't like to drink or smoke before going on stage. I like to go on stage completely sober. See, that's commendable. That's really smart, too, because it'll help you get the most out of the experience. Yes, and remember it, at least for some part. Well, some part you black out. I think sometimes you go into a black hole, because I forget sometimes yeah. like what I say, or if I go off on like a tangent or something. Which is good to record your set in case you don't have to listen back. Uh, I, I do, some would though. Say, I, do. I almost never listen back. Uh, and that some would be me. Um I, if, if it wasn't for this podcast and me choosing one set every week to critique, that's what Poke My Jokes is, by the way. I, I don't know if I said it, um, but that's like my segment is I just, I critique my set and why it went this way, where was I coming from, but if I didn't do that once a week, I would not listen to any of my sets. But I feel like that's what makes you even a better comic, and I, every, does. like more, profe like a professional uh, comedian, they always say i have to listen back to your set record your set listen back to it and so yeah you should also video record down the line once you understand what the audio what you can learn from the audio then there's going to be certain things that the audio can't teach you that the video will show you that you made a weird face and that's why the joke worked where the next time you didn't make the face and the joke didn't work but you can't pick that up on the audio right. you know what i mean right there's certain things but then you can get better at the audio. And I even started, like, I could hear when I'm smiling on stage versus when I'm not smiling on stage. Just because there's, like, a higher pitch when I smile. Yeah, there's, like, something with Slightly the lips, higher. I think. Yeah. Right? Like, when the lips are, like... And so I've now been able to say, like, oh, that joke probably didn't work because I wasn't smiling when I said the really mean thing. Like, because I can hear that I'm not. Yeah, so people but are, like, But if you oh have God. the video, it's a lot easier to notice that. Um, but record it always because... Either you'll have tried something a brand new way, and now you get to hear that. And, and especially if you go and you, you add a new tag that came off the top of your head, you're like, what the fuck did I... Oh, what was that? I got to write it down. But also, if you're more sober beforehand, like Yusuf, you should remember. Remember this. Stop snurfing derbs and all that on the way. Uh, 
like I, they cut the oregano like yeah. in your pocket at all times. Snurf and derves. <laughs> Snurf and derves is a, uh, you know. It's also a good, I think that would be a good title of the, of a kid's show. Snurf and derbs. Snurf and derbs. It, it, so snurfing derbs, but it was actually, that's what I'm saying. But the pot, the show would be snurf and derbs and they'd be two alien friends and they would get into all kinds of weird adventures trying to blend in with humans, I think. That would be the show that I would pitch. I, I, you I just like put that. me on the spot. Snurf and Derbs. If I had to go with just that. I like that. I hope it's like Snurf and then it's like the N with the apostrophe. You know, uh, not like the of word. ampersand or yeah. anything. Yeah. Snurf and Derbs. Yeah. I like that. We're going to make this happen one day when I have a team of producers. Yeah, like who can draw? Yeah. <laughs> who can draw some, some fucking aliens? We need that. It's like, can we just make them kids? Like, I guess we can just snurf and derbs. <laughs> They're just like kid aliens. Just like, what's Earth like? Let's go visit Earth today. And they end up in like fucking Missouri or some shit. So to get a little conspiratorial, evidently what uh, Eddie Bravo was saying was something that I was thinking about for a while. It's like all this shit that's going on in 2020. We're, we're two months in and there's all the shit that happened. And it's like, why is it all happening? And somebody said, uh, Eddie Bravo was like, it's to cover up who, all the names of the high-profile people on the Epstein list. I've heard, yes, I've heard this. And I know, Alan Dershowitz, you sent me a cease and desist. I'm talking now about what Eddie Bravo was talking about. That wasn't in your cease and desist letter. Sorry, I'm just letting the fans know. Uh, and Alan's lawyers. Um, but... But it's all distraction because there's these high-profile people on the list, and if they can allow the the U.S. or sorry, um, the Israel and Palestine thing to go on, with the Russian and Ukraine thing to go on, with China and Taiwan to go on, with a possible civil war that we're having, with possible aliens and UFO disclosures and all this shit, it's all happening because then people won't give a fuck about oh, and then that guy fucked the kid. Yeah, but we also have possible World War Three coming. Like, who cares about kid fuckers? We need to worry about missiles and nukes and shit right well there this whole list came out on jeffrey epstein now right like this whole thing came out so it came out during a time where also the whole world was like in a pandemic when it first came out and then everyone even back then they knew like you know they were in some type of like cult like alex jones he knew about like bohemian grove and everything but like now you know fast forward years later and it's it, it came on the news for like a day you don't even hear the news talking about something that's so big, like a whole like child predator. Exactly, exactly. Just like the whole UFO thing. Like I feel like they could also use that as a distraction to something else that they're doing, or that's something else that's going on. Because people, once they see UFO or aliens, what about this whole Miami thing? Yeah. Allegedly, with this whole fucking nine foot alien in the mall of Miami. And then, but if you remember in Vegas, I think there was other aliens that were appeared in some guy backyard apparently they're also really big nine foot type aliens yeah and i think like a lady saw them or like her family and then like a cop also saw them or something like that was that vegas or like nebraska in vegas i know they definitely saw i believe it was vegas um, okay because like something apparently like shot out of the sky and they, yes. like, the cop even said yeah Yo, did you so see that like on his body cam yeah and yeah. then he ended up going to investigate and he's like i don't fucking i don't know who to call but i don't want to find this like hey i don't want to really investigate I this mean, shit there's been giant UFO. <laughs> yeah i don't know if i i don't know if i would want to see one like i think it would be cool like i would definitely want to see one maybe from like in a, a museum distance? or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, that would be cool. But, like, to be in front of one, like, I would be, like, 
hey, what's up? So, all right, I was thinking about this in the shower. I'm afraid of dying in the shower. That's one of my biggest fears is to slip and fall and break my neck and drown in the cold water that will never stop because I can't turn it. Because the hot water will eventually run out. And then it'll just be cold water raining on me. And I have a broken... This is something I think about all the time. That's why I got a slip <laughs> thing for and for my shower so I don't slip on the floor anymore. <laughs> These are not good shower thoughts. <laughs> yeah. But then I was like, but what else would scare me? Because I used to be afraid of the exorcist. And because it was like this fucking... On the internet, there'd be like videos you would watch, and then all of a sudden it would just pop up like a screen flash, and it'd be like the Exorcist lady or oh something else. Oh my god, else. what was that video when we were like when I was a kid? Or yeah, that we were both probably we were like probably twelve or thirteen years old, ten years old. It came out. It was like uh, when YouTube kind of first became a little popular, and. Um, it was like you're going through like a like a valley almost, and all of a the sudden the car goes down the and car then, goes oh! down. And yeah, yeah. It's like a 12 second video that it ruined our scared. like <laughs> it ruined my life for for a very long time. There was another one where like it was almost like Star Wars lyrics, like how it like scrolled, but then like the the words would get smaller, so you'd like lean into the screen oh and then it would God. pop. Oh my God! Yeah, they got really. So the reason yes. I brought that up is there was one. It was an, it was one where it was like a love song. Like a shitty love song, like, and then all of a sudden, in the middle of it, just she pops up and just, ah, it got to the point She's where so ugly, yeah, She's and she so looked ugly. so scary in that thing. At least when I was a kid, I'm not afraid anymore. Um, but I couldn't go to the bathroom with the window shade open. I would always have to make sure yeah. before the night came to shut that fucking shade because she could just pop in at any time. And then I was like, even if she pops in, like she, like yeah, she's probably a child, but how is she up there? Is she floating? Like she's gonna get like, me. How any, did she even get here? What are you? It's, why am I thinking? Like this is number one, not logical at all. Like my fear. And then I thought, also in the shower, I was like, all right, now what if I open up the window, like in the in the shower, and then like there was an alien there? What kind of alien would scare me? It'd be one that could eat me. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. Like I feel like and a, maybe torture you. Possibly, but the thing with aliens that's so like weird, I feel like is that none of them are harmful. Like, I feel like you never oh, seen... Oh, you'd be surprised. Well, that I we hear, know about. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, abductions. Like, okay, like, those. But, like, people just get, like, maybe, like, you know, they get, like, these weird flashbacks or something. But you don't hear about, like, an alien molesting a kid. Well, you don't hear about it. Doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Or are they sure or not? <laughs> maybe they just... Maybe There's, they don't... Maybe their society prefers uh, people who are of consenting ages. Yeah, like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> yeah, unlike Jeffrey. Jeffrey wanted him young, yeah. No, but you know what's funny is, yeah, aliens. I, I tried to make a joke about how once a gay, like homosexuality was accepted in the South, all of a sudden, all, of a sudden, all these people were stopped getting anally probed by aliens. Yeah, they were just like the guy next door. <laughs> it's like he was just gay. Yeah, yeah, the whole time. It's like, why are you sitting weird? Ah, I think an alien probed my butt last <laughs> yeah. night. It wasn't Jose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't my ex, my yeah. next door neighbor Ed. <laughs> yeah, but the alien thing they get apparently. All right, these are all theories. There's a couple of them. One theory is we've been in contact with aliens. We have an agreement with them. Our government and them have an agreement where they're going to share technology, but also we have to give them people so they can experiment on us. And that's that would account for a lot of apparently the missing people that that go miss. So like when you're. I don't know if you know this, during COVID, uh, when you thought, I would think it would be way harder for you to still traffic children, for children to still go missing at the same rate. I would assume it's, it's, it's 
it's cut in half. It's cut at least in half because nobody's going out. Right. We're all supposed to be inside. It was down. the same or more. How? I think, well, I feel like child trafficking never stops working. But it, it, not only did it not stop working, it was like when you were locked in with your kid, you still lost track of them. Like, how do they still get you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing out there, Ma? Yeah, yeah you're not yeah. paying attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As fucked up as it is, though, they're probably in on it. As fucked up as that sounds. Now, uh, another theory was there's a bad race that does want to kill us, but there's also a good race that's out there protecting us. But they're they're apparently it would blow all of our minds too much, and then people would stop believing in religion, and they don't want that. I feel like that's maybe. Re- where religion can come in like demons and angels where like angels protect and then demons are trying to make you do the evil stuff yes or when bad things happen it could be the quote-unquote devil and then you have like your angel protecting you or your what are they called um guardian angels. guardian angels yes and yeah. they're and then honestly like i have been in some instances where i feel like i had a guardian angel protecting me yeah. because it could have ended really badly oh yeah god is good all the time and all the time god is good i think there's a christian saying but i think i'm allowed to say it too because uh still applies uh still god right yeah well i'll tell you this um anytime i've ever gotten into any kind of uh and had any issues with my car it's because i've gotten this habit over like the last 10 years where i do this prayer to for protection before i drive even if it's a short distance I don't care if it fucking takes me longer to do the prayer than to get to the destination. I'm doing it. And the times I don't do it, not every time I don't do it, because every once in a while I'll forget. But when I don't do it, it's like, fuck, something happens. I hit something on the road. I get a flat tire, this or that. And I'm like, ah, it's because I didn't fuck. And yeah, coincidence? Possibly. Or. God? Question mark? Well, I mean, I like to think about simulation theory. And unfortunately with simulation theory, there's a creator. There's a programmer. That's the same thing as God. It's if you follow the programmer's directives, you will be rewarded by the programmer in this life and in the next. That's pretty much explaining like if you do good, you go to heaven. If you do bad, you go to hell. Now, Bob Lazar apparently was talking about how there's like a really, really thick document um, on on religion. And it's supposed to say that all religions are fake and they were made up by the aliens so that way we can conserve, we can preserve our bodies because our bodies are containers for the soul. Yes, I've heard this. Now, if you think about what religion does is it does make you conserve your body, try to protect your body. Like don't eat these things because they could be bad for you. Don't do these bad things because they well, could be. I feel like it gives you morals as a human being. Don't kill each other. Yeah. Because if we didn't have... Like, if people didn't believe in something, I feel a society wouldn't really work. Or, like, human beings wouldn't really know. There wouldn't be, I don't want to say, like, laws, but, like, like uh, I guess, like, moral laws with people. Where you would kind of just, like, you know, you do what you need to do to survive. Well, the scary thing is, yeah, if if we didn't have religion, what could happen is we would just kill each other. Because there's nothing that says that we shouldn't other than right now laws, right? But right, like you go it's to jail. moral laws, which is where the regular legal laws come in. It's just from religion. You're, that's one of the Ten Commandments. Thou shouldn't kill, you shouldn't steal. Oh, those just so happen to turn, be turned into laws too to right, but govern that's us. that's also like uh, Catholic and Christian. 
like yeah, but no, Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments is from Moses, correct? Didn't he get the Ten Commandments on his tablet? Uh, yeah, and he was supposed to like travel Jewish. with them. I, well, allegedly Jesus was. Yeah, I don't know, Jewish. but I'm yeah. saying like he was Jewish, so it goes from the Torah. It gets followed along in the Bible, and then in chapter three, or as I call it, uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, <laughs> we have uh, Islam. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have Empire Strikes Back. You have the snow scene. Everybody loves the snow scene. Snow. It's Christmas. <laughs> yeah, then, yeah. then we get Jesus back a couple months later. Yeah. He comes back and says, like, all right, guys, just kidding. I'm here. Yeah, but that's fun. Um, it's It's... <sighs> It's fun to think about, but I have no idea. I've no. That's the beautiful thing I love about religion is you have to have faith. That is the whole thing about religion is faith. Like I, I, I grew up Catholic. I went to Catholic school up until fourth grade. So, um, and my mom works still in a Catholic school. She's a bad Catholic though. Like we don't. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like. We do the things that we do on holidays. You know what I mean? The Catholics do. Like, like the fishes. The fishes, the sun fishes. I've heard on, about that. I don't know. I think that's an Italian that's thing, a, That is an Italian thing. More that's Italian even, than Catholic. Yeah, that's okay. an Italian Catholic thing. Then it gets, like, that's where Catholic, like, like the Catholicism, I guess you would say, doesn't even play in my mind. Because then it breaks down into, like, ethnicity or, like, okay, Italians do this. Irish people do this. These Catholics do this. You only and, hear really Irish Catholic though. Yeah, you like, don't hear Italian Catholic. You hear you hear Irish Catholic. Like I was thinking, like you said, there are different kinds, but I'm like, I think there's no Irish and Italian. Like there might be Russian Catholics, and then I think they go to just Christians. <laughs> yeah, then it just the becomes rest, Christian. Yeah, yeah. I think Catholic is just like straight Italian Irish people only. Mexicans, Mexicans are very. Uh, my they friend are very Manny, religious. he was Catholic. Spanish people are very religious. Yeah. Well, so I like. So I, I think I was telling you this off mic. Um, so forgive me if I already said this earlier on the podcast, but I, I got back in religion um, and I started praying again because I was in a rough place at work and uh, we don't mention where uh, and I didn't I, I needed relief from the anxiety attack and I didn't know what else to do. And I said, you know what won't hurt? Let me try to pray for a minute. And then I prayed and then the anxiety went down. And then I kept thinking about it a lot, and it came back. And then I just started, oh, well, why don't I do the five prayers a day? And then it'll go away all the time. And then it fucking works. So it's not even like, a God, if you get rid of my anxiety and my troubles, I'll, I'll keep praying. It's like, oh, shit, you helped me, and I can now see it. And it's not something that you can explain to anybody without them being able to easily dismiss it with, oh, that's anecdotal. But you have no actual proof that the prayer relieved your anxiety. You know what I mean? Like... Right. Or well, that, there's no actual proof that any of these people existed in in religion. Right. Well, I don't know. There might be proof. I don't know. I have not. Well, I feel like they're like they're real people. I just feel like obviously the stories uh, were manipulated were, for sure. Right. Exactly. Because the Bible was written over what, like forty years or something like that, like four hundred years or something. After it was a while after. Yeah. Yeah. By like twenty different people, or like forty—I don't know. Some. So it's funny you say that because apparently, and you being a Catholic may or may not know this. I saw this on World Star a couple of weeks ago. Um, the Pope prays to a black Jesus. Like there's a Jesus that's like dark skinned. They have like pictures of like a dark skinned Jesus, like all inside the thing that they there's like pictures of the Pope like praying to him, 
And it's like, apparently, yeah, there is. But then uh, Caesar Borgia, or maybe it was Julius Caesar. One of them ended up saying, hey, we're going to change Jesus and make him a white guy that looks like my uh, my nephew or whatever. Or my son. It's like... <laughs> I don't know. I feel... Yeah, they're probably just like, you know what? We're not going to go this route. Let's go with our people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because like Roman Catholic, they're probably just a bunch of this like italians in a circle and be like nah we're not doing this well he also made a good point he's like how many peters and josephs do you know in the middle east (laughs) yeah probably not many (laughs) you know what i mean but then like i don't know what peter is in arabic but joseph in arabic is yusuf really yeah i don't i I, I prefer to go by by yusuf than joe yeah i wouldn't picture you as joe yeah unless i'm ordering a cheeseburger then i'm burger joe burger joe burger joe says hello (laughs) <laughs> i have to say that it's like such a habit like it was so hard for me to just say burger joe without saying says hello because when i would call the wayne hills diner shout out to the wayne hills diner if they still uh do this red they have a red white and blue burger which had like frizzled onions and blue cheese and hot sauce it's the most american thing i've ever heard it's so good too a red white and blue burger <laughs> that's what they call yeah that was what it's called and i would because I had worked at a job that I worked until uh, 12.30 at night, and then I had to drive like 45 minutes. Everything was pretty much closed at the time. Like, there wasn't really a lot of 24-hour options, except for the diner and quick check. And I loved it, because every once in a while, I would go to the, the diner, and I'd be like, hey, uh, and is Abdul in the kitchen? And he's like, yes. And he goes, tell him Burger Joe says hello, because he, I used to have to say, oh, well, what name should I put this under? And I would say Yusuf, and they would have such a hard time hearing what I'm saying. And repeating it back that I said, it's Burger Joe. Like, oh, Burger Joe, you're getting the usual. And it's like, yeah. That's like one of the best feelings ever, though, is like when they see you, they already know your order. Yeah. And also, I love a diner. A diner, a good diner. diner. Nothing nothing beats a good diner. Nothing does. Not even the the prices, too, are great. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, there's very rare you go to like an overpriced diner. Yeah, unless they're trying to be like boo here or yeah, something. Yeah, but you don't do that at a diner. They're not even considered diner. They'll be called like a like a like something. a breakfast plate. Like oh, I don't know, like brunch. a like a brunch. Yeah, yeah. Like a fuck off. Like you know. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck your bottomless mimosas. All right, like. I don't even know what any of that means. I don't even know what a bottomless because you have to pay for them. So I don't know what bottomless means. There's a bottom to everything, and maybe they hit rock bottom when they so, have too many mimosas. Yeah, I saw this. I didn't. Uh, I saw this video. But yeah, it was like these people went to what they thought was an all-you-can-eat bottomless brunch, and they just ordered a whole shit ton of food. And apparently, the food wasn't included. It was just unlimited mimosas or whatever. <laughs> That's hilarious. And so they got the bill, and they're like, "Holy shit, dude! Brunch can rack you up a fat bill." Yeah. That's what it is. It's all a hustle. Look. Uh, it's all for the hype. It be, brunch became very big with like Gen Z, I feel like. But mostly with women. Women. Yeah. Women love a brunch. Like a lot of like, um, like I don't, I don't really, like, I have a couple female friends, but like I see them like uh, some of these females I see on Instagram, they're like, oh, for my birthday, like we're going to go do brunch. Like brunch is for my birthday and we're going to go drink mimosas for my birthday. And, like, it is a very, it's, like, a very catty thing for women, too, to, like, do brunch. Yeah. Well, I was going also along with, it's a demographic thing. Like, in, in, in that the female demographic spends is what's being targeted. And if you can get them all interested in brunch, 
you can get them to spend more money than they should. Like, I never understood... Or if you have a couple mimosas, you don't give a shit what you spend. Dude, like, I love <laughs> I love shoes and, like, sneakers and shit, but, like, I was not, like, a sneaker head. You know? It's like, if I see right. something that I like, that, like, draws my eye, I'm like, I gotta buy that. I like that. And that's it. Or just comfort or whatever. But, like, my mom was the kind of person who loved shoes... And she had like a closet fucking full of shoes that she never fucking wore, like except for one time. And I'm like, how can you do that though? Like that—that that is a very woman thing. Like they're in the box, but they're for special occasions only. My mom has those too. And, and the other thing that sucks is like dresses should honestly be, first of all, made out of like biodegradable material and like a paper bag. No, not necessarily. <laughs> but like, what I mean is, or you know what, you should recycle dresses. Like, every time you buy a dress, you should bring one back that you know you're never going to wear. You should do that also with men's clothes, too, now I think about it. Especially if you can yeah, recycle well, the clothes. Like, I feel like what a thrift shop is. Yeah. Because like, I feel like, oh, and maybe I'm just thinking because, like, when we had to clean out my mom's shit when she passed, it was, like, all this stuff. I'm like, yo, why did you hold on to this shit for so long that you never wore, you're never going to wear yeah. again? And it's, I hear a lot of women, it's like, oh, I wore that for this occasion, so I can't wear it again. Or for me, it's like... Yeah, I wore it on my birthday. I like that. That's my birthday suit. You know what's a big thing too is that when Instagram, since Instagram's so big and when it came out, if you posted it, you can't wear it again. That's, That's ridiculous. How fucking insane. I'll wear the same outfit 95 Every times. Time. Yeah. yeah. I, I will post the same outfit in different places and I don't, I, and I wore it again. What am I, it's my clothes. What am I not supposed to wear it or like post it again because. You've seen it on what, Instagram? Yeah. So I actually, I can see why somebody would do that. But then it's like, also, that's so stupid. Because what if I'm like, oh, I saw you in that one dress. Yeah, I don't have it anymore. I wore it on Instagram. I was like, but it looks so good. Like, you can't put that on yeah, Like, again. What if that was a dress that like only fit you or like the one, the one that you had? Or like for females, okay, so for females, a little different. So we have like... It depends how we're feeling that day. And I know that's a very female thing to say. I like this. Okay, go on. You know, but it's just like we wake up. Let's say we have an occasion to go to, right? So we know we have to maybe dress up a little bit. Are we feeling fat? Do we have our period? Do we feel bloated? Can Did we did we eat too much the night before? Did we drink too much the night before? Like it, this, there's like, uh, there's I even have certain outfits where like it has to be my quote unquote skinny day. Where, like, I feel, like, thin enough to wear this because if I don't, I, I'm not wearing that. Oh, okay. I, I was, like, because I was going to say, as a man, it's pretty much the night before. I'm, like, what do I feel like wearing tomorrow? And then I just pick it out, and I'm, like, all right, good. There are certain skinny days where I, I weigh myself every day, and I'm, like, Yousef, you're supposed to be on the lower end of 190, not the higher end, close to 200. Oh I, I haven't and weighed myself in about 10 years. I weigh myself at least once to, to five times a day. Oh my God, that's really insane. Well, I do it mainly after, before and after workouts to see how much I sweat so I can drink enough water to recover. Well, that's healthy. That's yeah. that's that's pretty good. I don't do it because I, I don't like the number on the scale. So I, I only <gasps> get weighed when I go to the doctor because I have to. And then I still get upset. And then I get mad at the doctor because then they're trying to ask me questions about like just my lifestyle and i saw the scale and i'm like i i'm 
I start crying in <laughs> the doctor. I, I want, I'm, can I leave now? Like, we're good here. So about two years ago, I started really, like, uh, maybe more than that. Maybe it was during, it was a little bit after the pandemic started where I was like, all right, I'm gaining a lot of weight because I'm not doing a lot of shit. I'm sitting at home a lot. So I started going on walks and riding a bike and exercising and weighing myself daily became important because I had to notice, all right, this is something big. I used to love Domino's. I still do, but I don't go there anymore. Ah, Domino's is great. And if I eat an entire Domino's pizza, I will go up between five and seven pounds the next day. Easy. And if you know that, then it's okay. If I'm down enough, I can eat that, and it's not going to throw me off. But if I'm already up, and then I eat that, it's almost like throwing me into a whole new weight bracket. And that's when I put on clothes and I'm like, oh, this is a, I, I can't wear these. I have to find my stretchy jeans or something like. Yeah, then, then I'm going in sweatpants. Yeah. Well, like, see, the pandemic for me was one of the greatest times in my life for weight wise, I could say. Not the healthiest, but weight wise, because I was doing drugs every single day. <laughs> and... Um, <coughs> It was the skinniest I've ever been because of the gug. So, like, I would wake up and have coffee, a Xanax, and cocaine. Oh. And then I would I would not even, like, I barely would eat. And I was the skinniest I've ever been. And I had a bunch of fun while doing it, even though it was a very dark time in my life. But yeah. also, like, in my head, I'm like, I always be like, should I do that again to get back there? But I know I, I can't do that because I've I've come now four years later um, a better human being than I was. And yeah. I don't want to go back to that time. But goddamn, that weight that I was, I was that like I was the skinniest I ever was well, in my life. That that can be achieved again in an easier way. I mean. Yeah, I'm, like through a, a healthier way, like diet and fucking exercise, like yeah. a normal person losing I mean, weight. <laughs> you were just you, the coffee, Xanax, and cocaine. So the thing about that is, it kept you mentally satiated enough. No, not at all. What you were hungry still on it? And, well, no, I was doing I was doing other things that wouldn't like would kind of suppress my appetite. Like when you do a lot of Percocet, your stomach is a little fucked up. Yeah. So you wouldn't really be hungry. hungry. And also on cocaine, you're not really that hungry. No. Maybe after you're a little, you can eat a little bit, but like usually you can't. Yeah. So that, that, that I can see, but like then like, so the clean way, I remember when I was trying to, how do I want to word this? Uh, okay. Uh, a friend of mine, he had a problem and he was, uh, and he confided in me and he told me I can tell this story anytime I needed to. So that's how we'll do this. Um, and a friend of mine, he was also using too much uh, cocaine. And then he, saw, he said he needed to stop, but he needed to substitute it with something beneficial. And so he started running. And now he runs almost every day. I wish I could be that person. See, that was my thing. See, I never had a problem with cocaine. I li like I did it. I indulged in it. I liked it. But I started having a problem with, like, Percocet and Xanax. Well, that's, yeah. Well, that's because those two, first of all, the Percocets uh, are opioids, so of course they're going to be addictive. And then the Xanax is a barbiturate, which are very difficult to get off of. And apparently it doesn't work for what its intention is. So, like, for actual anxiety and all that other shit, all it does is numb people. It, like, blocks us, um, like, a neural link to your brain that... Um, 
like a uh what how do you say the word like con con cognitive <laughs> yes thank you gotcha it blocks that so um excuse me yeah, yeah go ahead <laughs> do your thing there's a cough button i'm supposed to hit it for you <laughs> and whenever you're ready. yeah you're good i'm gonna talk so uh this is the piss cough podcast hope you've been enjoying this wonderful conversation there you go you're on Our you're unmuted yeah, I, I never know. hit the cough button on my own. And my fans are like, oh, coughing. Yusuf, you haven't coughed once. Well, you're not snurfing a derb. I'm like, no, what, I'm what not. What does that do? Like, what does that sound like? What? The cough button? Yeah. Well, if I talk and then I... And then I talk again. Well, you heard you heard me a little bit, like, peripherally. But I don't think it got caught up in the microphone. So, like, they're going to... My fans are like, you're an idiot, <laughs> they're Yusuf. Like, they're like, I think she needs a Xanax right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. So, Xanax kind of, like, blocks that... Something from your brain... To like, you feel very carefree. That's basically what Xanax does. Yeah. Like, so it kind I've of. I've noticed my like, friends that do that. I don't yeah, like, like. I don't like it. I love it. I don't like what I mean. I don't like when they're on it. Oh no! When people you can't okay like they they the people who are on it love it. They yeah, I don't you, like I, them on it because they're, well no if you're sober and you see somebody on a Xanax you're like holy fuck is that like you look like you're on heroin sometimes yeah if you're really if you're you really high zonked. on Xanax you're a zombie literally you're a zombie like you could I have fallen asleep in almost every setting you could think about like because yeah. if I was taking a lot though like and going about my day and um. The best part is you don't remember, but the best part is the worst part is I should say you don't remember. You know yeah. what I mean? But um, you you're very carefree, so it does alleviate, I guess, your anxiety for that moment because you you kind of you're going with the flow. You don't really care what's going on. You're just doing whatever you do, and then you kind of do shit like that you normally wouldn't do because you're so high of Xanax. You don't care. So like. What me and my friends used to do uh, when we were uh, heavily on Xanax, we used to like to go to the mall and steal because oh yeah because you didn't have any cares you because had... you don't give a fuck that the security camera's staring at you yeah you know what no, I mean I, <laughs> it was so... really fun but it was not I don't advise that to anybody please don't do that but yeah so the reason I hated it too was mainly the comedians I would be hanging around with would like you said they would look like they're on heroin. They would sound all slurred and all that. And then, <coughs> excuse me. See, I should hit the cough button for that. Um, pass it on to you. And then Sorry. they, no, no, it's because it's I'm snurfing derbs. <laughs> um, but then they would, they'd say really mean things and think it was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. And yeah. then afterwards, be like, oh, I'm sorry, bud. Well, I didn't even I'm ta- naming, I'm thinking it. of one guy in particular. Sorry, Luke. Shout out to Luke. Yeah, he's not doing that anymore, I hope. No, yeah, I had, I stopped. I was, I was, I was getting really, I was getting really bad with, with that stuff. And, um, and then I kind of just looked at myself one day and I was like, I don't want to be this person. I don't want to be a drug addict. I don't want to be, uh, the person that has to, uh, is like high all the time or that is just named as that. Like, oh, she's a drug addict. She's the person that's high. She's definitely on something right now. That was literally the problem with my friend is they were, I didn't want to, yeah. They were like, oh, I bet she's on cocaine right now. Yeah. And I I did become that person too. As like, when I was doing it, they're like, are you high right now? We're like, and I was like, and you have to hide it. And that's when you start hiding it, especially from your friends or that's when you know, that's when you know, it's a fucking problem. So that's, when, when he asked me, I was like, maybe you should start running, bro. Replace replace yeah. the bad habit with a good one. I thank God I found comedy because comedy did comedy help helps. me in so many ways 
of of just life and i didn't probably increase your confidence oh a hundred percent it did it really did like i never i still don't have confidence i struggle with that like very much but it it does it helps me just be more free and just like learn to be me and comfortable with being me and people a lot of people struggle with that but uh but i do i always love to like make people laugh and like have people have a great time and i always like to be that person too because like i've been that person as well that like well if uh, if i'm like my energy's not there to like take the room down kind of with me Ugh. and i hated that i hate being that person or like yep. i was that per and i was just like i can't i don't want to do this drugs helped but I was very like it makes you very sad as well. Yeah, it does. That well, enough doesn't work forever because like uh, I've said this before many times. I think even on this podcast, but I said like drugs are like sh- I think I said to you, drugs are like shoes. Yeah, okay, so this is a great bit. I don't even know if it's a bit, but it's like, but it it does at least make sense. It's because like yeah, you know, sometimes you can wear your sneakers like weed, and, and they be good for most occasions, but you know. Like an everyday thing, yeah. But like certain things are for if you're in a job interview, don't show up in flip flops. You know right. what I mean? You know, whatever ketamine, I guess. Don't do ketamine before you. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm don't. trying to think like who would like flip flops, ketamine or heroin? I think <laughs> one of those two guys. I have a funny story. Uh, I don't even know if I should say this. I don't think anybody's gonna hear it. But this is when I was um, I was doing a lot of drugs. Uh, it was oh, around tens of people are gonna hear this. By the way. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, that's fine. Um, I met like anybody that like oh, in my family. Yeah, I don't no, think nobody's yeah. gonna forward it to like your mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you hear what D said about you? Oh my god! Check out this podcast. <laughs> he, he talked <laughs> hey, about my numbers go up. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Get all my family on it. Oh my god, no, um, no. Uh, what was I gonna say? I did. Uh, I did ketamine, and then I went to church with my mom because like I felt guilty because she was like kept asking me to go. So I was like, fine. But I was doing ketamine all day. Okay, you didn't do it and then say, fine, mom. It was more like you were already on it and you're like, She was like, right. yeah. And then I went to, to church like very high. But that was, I don't, that was fine. I don't, we don't, again, it was holiday. That's, that's the Catholic she is. Like we yeah. do that on, on holidays. No, I do I ketamine that. on holidays. <laughs> <laughs> you got to celebrate sometimes. But that's the thing. Like it also, it's like, yeah, you could wear dress shoes every single day, but if you're on a hike in dress shoes, you're going to get fucked up. Right. You know, you can't go ice skating in dress shoes. You're going to fuck up your shoes. Well, yeah, that too. But also, like, dress shoes, they suck. I had to get Clark boots because they have a rubber sole, but they look like a dress boot. Because in the city, it's so slippery when you have dress shoes that now I know why all the other guys in the suits would have sneakers on. And then just bring their shoes in their bag and change at the office. A lot of people do that in the city because I've seen like women do that with it that work in like offices and oh, stuff. Yeah. If you want to have nice shoes in the office, but yeah, you, you wear walk. like heels or something. Listen, you don't want to walk in the city with uncomfortable shoes no. on. You do not want to be stuck in the city with uncomfortable shoes. And or flip flops. Or flip flops. Yeah. Have you yeah. ever done that? Made I, that I'm mistake? not a flip flop girl. You're so smart. I'm not. I don't like my toes out. Okay. I've gotten comfortable, way more comfortable with like my feet. Uh, I never really liked. I don't like feet. I'm not a foot person, so I didn't like my feet out ever. But even in the summer, I don't. Unless I'm at like in a body of water, 
my feet obviously will be i'm not a psychotic person who goes in the pool with like shoes on and like socks but like i'm not out here in flip-flops or sandals or slides like i am sneakers i'm so glad then i decided to put socks on before this (laughs) to not make you uncomfortable no like you i was gonna be barefoot like i was doing my prayer and i was like "Mm, maybe i should throw some socks on just in case (laughs) no i don't like other people's like it doesn't i wouldn't really just look you know i wouldn't be like grossed out i wouldn't be like okay so it doesn't bother you it's just you're not into it i'm just not into it yeah Yeah. so like i wouldn't like to stare at my feet all the time i would be like ew and then i would be like i'll look at them again and be like ew and put them back down you know you're like me i guess you see the flaws that's it yeah i just don't like but then if it was other people's feet some people have nice feet like you know and then yeah, I they, can admire a good foot. I cut right. Like I, I love really a know. good foot. <laughs> I, do. I don't like, know what a good foot would look like. I, I said that. I wouldn't want to like suck a toe. No, yeah, that shit's weird. That shit's so weird. And like, I have friends that have foot fetishes, and then they look at me like I'm the weird one because I'm not into feet. And it's like, it's like you're sucking a fucking toe, dude. There, that I don't understand where that fetish is, but like people make. A decent amount of money just if they have decent feet. Oh my god, yeah, it. they make so much money on like foot pictures. I saw this thing on like Instagram or something, and this uh, this woman was making like eight hundred dollars a picture, a fucking picture. That's like I don't even make that in like three weeks. <laughs> I think it, like it depends on on. Oh. And some sicko is out there buying it. What oh. are they doing with these foot pictures? Where are they? Like, what are you? That's the thing. Like, it's a foot picture. It's right. just a picture of a foot. That's a lot. Like, I, if I'm paying $800 for a picture, I don't know what I would pay. I can't even. All right, let's try to play that game. What would you pay $800 for a picture of, I guess? Like, it wouldn't even be a picture of anything sexual. It would probably be, like, a, a cool-ass picture Aliens. that I would pay. Eight, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, a picture of a Jeffrey life, Epstein's like, list. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein's actually actual list being yeah, held yeah. up by an alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, with uh, Joe Rogan, with, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah exactly. No. And <laughs> autographed by Mitch Hedberg. Perfect. There you go. I would pay more. I'd pay, I'd I'd pay, pay more, more than a hundred for that. <laughs> I'd pay eight hundred dollars to go through the Jewish tunnels, take a nice walk. They should make that actually, since they're like, they should make they that like a it. the like a um like a like a museum. People would pay money to go through that, dude. It's kind of hilarious. And the Jews would make more money as they always do. So. so um without getting too political here people were saying that the oh hamas has all these tunnels and what they weren't saying is is yeah israel knows hamas has these tunnels because israel built them originally hamas expanded them but israel built them for them so like they've always been tunnel people they just never wanted to admit it and then when it came out in new york it's like, like oh we fuck we're we, all tunnel people we well so were the japanese in world war ii they and w- the vietnamese yeah they they build really the deep tunnel tunnels called for- gopher asians <laughs> i know i just felt like theo vaughn for a second yeah i, I call them gopher asians they should be digging holes <laughs> yeah yeah it's all up in there right? <laughs> <laughs> he don't even need his eyes to see in the dirt <laughs> yeah he'd be digging in the dark he can't see <laughs> <laughs> Theo Vaughn is yeah, so dude. good. He's so uh, we hilarious. should try to see a show if if he's around. I know he's going to be. I would love I think, to see him in a show. I think he's going to be in South Jersey in Red Bank. I might make a trip for that. Yeah, Red Bank's not that far. What is it like an hour? I think yeah. Right, it's like going like uh, maybe down an hour shore. and twenty. It's not too too far though. Jersey's so funny because people from like Northern Jersey, like Bergen County, like uh, like this area, we don't really we know. 
South Jersey and our Jersey. There's yeah. no Central Jersey. Like, that's not really a thing. So, from my experience, Central Jersey is a lot of the garden of the Garden State and forest and and farmland. And there's not... And then there's going to be, like, uh, corporate buildings and shit like that and golf retreat, like, places that golf. But it's not very receptive where north jersey is close to new york so there's still entertainment and there's still lots of shit to do like malls and all that south jersey has the beaches and then the boardwalks and then their casinos central jersey you're gonna go up there for a farm yeah like what is even in central jersey like Go donald trump's golf course that's about it <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? and other golf courses and then other farms but he's and, like never there he's in like mar-a-lago yeah. all the time yeah like i never seen a, like a thing where he was like oh like donald like donald trump in jersey like he 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 has actually come a bunch of times um, i believe that I believe because that. i worked in bedminster which is the town that he has the golf course in and one time while he was president I was driving to work and his fucking motorcade made me late, but it was okay because they all knew that. Like, it was easy to verify because apparently everybody in the office got a notification that that might cause delays, but I didn't get the fucking notification. And you just see a shit, you don't, you don't even see him. Just a shit ton of fucking SUVs and then the cop cars in the front and then a whole bunch of black SUVs and he's in one of them and then fucking more SUVs and then he wasn't even in like the bulletproof shit. He was just in like, yeah, Regular. he probably had, like, knowing Donald Trump, like, well, not knowing him, but, like, he would probably have, like, the windows down. You know what I mean? Like, If I would have waved, he would have rolled the window <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. My guy. Hello. Yeah. Are you a black one? Yeah. I have a black one. Let me do a selfie with you. Put on cruise control. I want to do a selfie with you, black brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, what size hat? You know what? It's a snapback. We're going to make America great again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he throws yeah. me a MAGA hat. It flies in. Don't worry. I have plenty. Yeah. When we stop, I'll throw you one. Yeah, like he would definitely be like he's not he's not so I was I was listening to this um this guy uh I was on Reddit. I was down some deep rabbit hole and he was talking about aliens and how uh like we said before like they made a um uh, like a a thing with the government that oh. we give them technology, they give them we give them whatever people and all this stuff and then there's a list of people who are so they have like uh the aliens they have like shapeshifters and they have like Ooh, reptilian people yeah. who are the here evil ones that exactly want to eat us, but exactly they can, cover, they can change their but face. they can change into human beings and we won't even know and they're just walking around here and a lot of them are quote-unquote politicians and all this and they said uh this guy said that uh i think his name was like bill thompson or something i'm gonna maybe butcher that um i might have to google that but um, that Donald Trump is not one of them. And I feel like... I feel like... Well, he I, could be. He could be, but so I, I don't feel like Donald Trump is one of them. I feel like he's so different. Yeah. And he can... He's not really scared to say, like... I don't think he's say, like, one, but I think he could be one. Like, Elon could be one. Elon? Yeah, he's like... Yeah, Elon... Like... Is it just autism and, and having insane wealth from his father's fucking gem mine? I think it was like a... Uh, he had a mine. Yeah, what is up with Elon Musk, dude? Like, what the fuck? Dude, it's, it's certain people just get the fast track in life. And it felt like he, he started PayPal, then he moved on, did Tesla, did the fucking Starlink, he does the underground shit... 
He fucking probably does a couple more things at uh, the SpaceX. Well, he does, and now he does X. Now and, he does Twitter. And Twitter now. And it's I didn't like, like that. It turned to X. When I first saw it, and like I saw the... I like, didn't understand. I didn't understand. So I was just like, what? what is this? Because uh, I went to go on the little blue bird, when it and it was there. a fucking black X. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I, and then I, I They're realized... They're called reposts now instead of retweets, right? I don't, I don't I think even, they are. That, yeah, I, I believe that. I don't even. I don't pay attention to some of that stuff. I I'm not on. I everyone. I have Twitter because I thought it, like one of my friends was like, Yusuf, you need to make a Twitter. It's it's gonna help your comedy so much." And I'm like, I think Twitter only helps your comedy if you're in the Twitter universe. Yes, or if you're like already like an established like high comedian. Then it then, could, like, because then people can go on Twitter who don't normally use it and see. Oh, did you see what? This guy's tweeted. Yeah, like Louis C.K. is now on Twitter. Like maybe he's been on Twitter, but like now you can like with Twitter too. It's like this is why I fucking hate the internet though, because like now you can subscribe to people's Twitter that you can only like you can see some of their subscribed content, but like so then it will read like a line or two and then fade out, and then you have to be a subscriber to see the rest. To see the rest. That's bullshit. And it's fucking bullshit. It's just a way to make money, but it's fucking bullshit. Because, like, Twitter, I thought it was supposed to be a free thing where now where, like, you can say whatever you want. You could tweet whatever you want. Especially when he took it over, he kind of made it seem like that. Yeah, like I before, saw so many N-words. Oh, my God, yeah. So, I haven't seen I the word Nazi. I think they were, Nazi. like, testing it. <laughs> yeah. It's like a history book. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God. Yeah, but, like, now it's, like, again, it's, like, a whole, it's always, like, a money thing where, like, now you have to subscribe and, like, pay or something to, to like, view, like, their whole tweet or whatever. And it's, yeah. it's fucking stupid. Well, it's, like, you know, um, news websites should make all of their money from advertisers only. There shouldn't be a pay. I shouldn't have to pay for news. Yeah, and, what the fuck is up with that too? But I also get that that sucks because then you're beholden to your advertisers. That's why all the big media, uh, Fox, CNN, uh, MSNBC, they're all very much heavily pushing the vaccine because as John Pfizer, I hope I could disclose this, please. This is in the cease and desist. I apologize. Don't sue me again. Um, why well, is this a cease and desist? I'm not in a lawsuit yet. Um, but he was saying, yeah, we, oh, yeah. If any time they wanted to do a news story that was against the vaccine, we would tell them, hey. Well, guess what? We're cutting our funding next month. Then you better fucking push the vaccine if you want to get yeah, more God money. Forbid. Right. I mean, well, the be- whole the whole thing with even the vaccines are just money. Yeah. The oh. whole big pharma. Yeah, John John Pfizer. I I don't I call him John. Yeah, Dude, like <laughs> we're cool. <laughs> we were cool er, earlier. He told me the plan, and then I was like, "Oh, I'm down for this fucking yo, yo, vaccinate everybody, not me, but everybody else." Well, like Bill Gates too was down. And then he was yeah, like, I want "I'm him gonna, to get some. yo, yeah." Bill Gates was like, "This, guess what? I'm gonna put that shit in mosquitoes." Yeah, and then once a the mosquito bites you, guess what? Ha ha, vaccinated, vaccinated. I know he's so smart. I love that because once you know the business plan, then it's okay. That's now they, not okay. So, so can I tell you the model? Maybe you'll understand. All right, first of all. Uh, put a note and, and make a note. Invest in Pfizer. Invest in all the pharmaceutical companies because I don't know if you knew this. There was like nine pages. We, we've already talked about this, John. You can't tell me to shut the fuck up if they can listen to it in the past and you didn't tell me to take it down. But there was nine pages of side effects. Nine pages of like individual side effects. Heart palpitations, headaches, heart attacks, this, this, that. Guess what? Pfizer has like seven of those pages, already has medications for them and has medications in the works for two more pages so we're gonna have like 
all nine pages of medications. This is better than Jeffrey Epstein's list. Yeah. <laughs> now, now here's the thing. You're you've seen people having heart attack problems, and I don't know if you know cancer's on the rise now. Yeah. Well, and then people are just like, well, this is what I heard too: is that stomach cancer is like a very rare cancer. People usually don't get that, and now everyone's getting a stomach cancer, a kind of stomach cancer, and it's related now, quote unquote, back to the. Yeah, well, that, that definitely. Too. Yeah, eat enough Taco Bell. Yeah, something's not, you know what I mean? Eat enough plastic meat, you might get there. But people are getting the stomach cancer, and it's like almost related back to vaccines. Well, yes. Now. Now. That, that allegedly. Got, yeah, allegedly. 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 Remember, allegedly. that's what we have to. Uh, that was what, it's always if, allegedly. Because it's if always, you do, then yeah. you don't get in trouble. Yeah, that's allegedly. the thing. Nobody talking. on the list was actually guilty. No. We can't prove they were guilty. You can't prove that they paid over probably millions of dollars to not be Look, on the list. All I'm going to say is this. Look, just being named in a lawsuit doesn't mean anybody's guilty. However, if you flew and went to the island a bunch of times and a lot of people are saying you might have had sex with a kid, then allegedly you might have had sex with a kid. Allegedly. No, I it's mean, so you funny. Know what, you, know what, you know the worst <laughs> thing would be, would be is like you're not even like a kid fucker. You just liked the island because it was like nice weather and there was other fun activity because like apparently like he had magic like like uh tim uh dylan was saying like yeah you had he, had, he brought magicians to the island yeah like uh what's his name uh david um david blade copperfield copperfield i was gonna say cooperfield yeah copperfield yeah so he's over there doing magic tricks okay yeah. like walking on a fucking like invisible line like probably through the island oh and, and there's bar awesome you, you got so five-star chefs yeah, you're probably getting treated like royalty over there. Yeah, you have to say, can I have the massage without sex and from an adult? I forgot what news site it was. Uh, I think it was like uh, uh, MSNBC or some one of those news sites. They were saying like, hey, just because this list came out doesn't mean they did anything. Yeah. What do we know? Nothing. They didn't do anything. But like, think about it, right? I, I'm going to go to the island because, number one, I love tropical islands. Hypothetical, Yusef is doing this, right? I like, I love tropical islands. You're gonna fly me out in a PJ, a private jet, or as the youngins call it, a PJ. A PJ, yeah. I'm getting in a PJ. <laughs> I'm trying to get the youngins to listen to my shit, as you can tell. Um, but like, you get flown out to an island, personal chefs, nice ass pool, beautiful view. You see the stars at night because there's no light pollution. It's fucking awesome, and great networking opportunity because look at all these other great people and then so i'm going to ro knock on the rocks door i'm like hey you know what kevin hart's cool but like he's kind of too short how about me like let's do some movies together and then as i knock i see the the, the rock is allegedly pounding a whatever yeah he's just like downing I don't even, I don't a glass want, of baby's blood uh yeah that <laughs> will say something like that he's just drinking like, what is this it's a rock's tequila mixed with tomato juice it it's looks a like bloody blood. mary yeah it's actually bloody <laughs> it's a mary virgin bloody mary yeah. oh my god that's a virgin <laughs> bloody mary when you order a virgin bloody mary on the island it's just mary's blood it's just wink wink yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh that's good that's good i tried to like make a joke i have a joke about like um i'm like not being fat enough to be a model because of lizzo and then i've tried this multiple times i didn't it doesn't really work sometimes for a lot unless like uh, i got it from like a really drunk person they laughed at it but i've tried to like um y like uh move the joke towards like well i also don't think i would have been a good model because i would have loved uh epstein's island too much because you go there and all of a sudden you see brad pitt angelina jolie 
Bill Gates. Yeah. And you're like, this is fucking awesome. Like, this is so much opportunity. Like, what are we talking about here? Well, that, unfortunately, it, like, yeah. <laughs> and then people would be like... Well, that was whoa. What I was, I was obviously <laughs> kidding for anybody who didn't know I was being satirical. Uh, I wouldn't yes, go there, no, but like, yes, but yeah, the network right. opportunity, like that's a fucking big deal. And I bet you a lot of these people got tricked because they're not even network. Let's just say, oh, I respect The Rock, or in this, let's just say I'm an, I want to be an actor. And I'm like, I respect The Rock and his acting credentials. Like, ah, uh, maybe he could help me out. He goes there. Should it be cool if I fucking bumped into The Rock or Brad Pitt over there? Or fucking uh, Scientology guy uh, Tom Cruise, he'd be cool. Tom I heard Tom cool. Cruise is actually, even though he's a Scientologist, I heard he's a really nice guy. I heard he's a really cool guy too. But then you, he saw the him getting mad on, or was that somebody else? I think he got mad on a set, like, and everybody's like, "Look how much of a piece of shit Tom Cruise is! He's yelling at everybody." Oh well, God fucking forbid he gets mad like on a fucking set when people are probably being fucking stupid pieces of shit, and he's like this high end actor who's trying to get his shit done. Also, <laughs> you have like ev- these fucking retards. Everybody <laughs> acts like they've never had a day where they just they were a soda bottle just being shook so much, and then the wrong person un- t- uh, took off the top, and then just, he exploded. Yeah, like everyone has their days. What? Who was it? Like Jimmy Jimmy Fallon or something? Just got like, a couple months ago. Like uh, it was in headlines that he was like a piece of shit, and he Ellen to, too. And uh, well, yeah, Back Ellen. Day, I heard. Yeah. I heard she was like nasty. She was a nasty bitch. Yeah, but that, that's different if it's like all the time. Versus yeah. a one-time thing. Yeah, like I heard exactly, and they were saying this thing about Jimmy Fallon that like he would like like uh, he was like the biggest asshole, and like he would like yell at everybody on stage, and he was like allegedly like all drugged up or something, and and whatever. But eh, eh. who cares? We're producing a fucking show here, people. Get our shit together. You want to be late every day? Get the fuck off set, right? Am I right or am I? You know what I mean? But at the to. Where do we go back to? We don't have to go back anywhere. But look, people are allowed to have meltdowns. They're allowed to uh, to feel any type of way they'd like to. I got this for you if you'd like. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, you, in comedy especially, you should have the freedom to say what you want. But I also think it should be within a bounds. Like, you can say something offensive. But it, my dad used to say this. You have the freedom of speech. You can say whatever you want, but you also can also get punched for what you say. So you can't really say anything. You know what I mean? Right. Like his example was like, you can't uh, go to the hood and say the N-word or uh, say fuck Muhammad and try to draw a picture of Muhammad in front of a mosque and like and expect nothing to happen. And he's kind of right about that. And that's the thing about, like you've probably even seen it sometimes somebody will just get really mad about a joke and you'll see a clip or whatever and like the comedian has to face the heckler because the fucking joke offended them our goal is to get as close to that offensive line as possible because that increases the risk right but then you have to have the reward that's what i love about dave chappelle's jokes is dave chappelle and and Mitch Hedberg are two of my favorites because they do two things completely opposite. Dave Chappelle could take you on this long ass fucking tangent yeah. where you forget why you were even brought there in the first place, and then he hits it with like the perfect gotcha, bitch. <laughs> yeah, specialty. Yeah, yeah. Where Mitch Hedberg does the same thing in one-liners, 
or so to speak. Like I literally Mark last. Mark Norman does that too. Just yeah. Like, like Mark Norman is like a newer version of. Yeah. He's like the updated Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. Or just, 2.0. Not 2.0 like oh upgraded. But he's similar. You can see he was yes. influenced. Because he's more. He's not really story based. No. He's just yeah. more like he gets boom, boom, boom. One after the other. And I've seen him live. And it's fucking amazing seeing it live. Because it's just like. Wow, like, and, and you know, being a comic too, and, and wanting to be like an aspiring comic, and, and just being like, holy fuck, like, how did he just keeps going with it and does it and does it and just back, boom, boom, hits it, and you're just fucking wowed. Like, it, yeah. it's amazing to see. Well, that, like, Jimmy Carr can do a lot of those. Jimmy Carr is cool, yeah. Um, and, and I. And when I first started comedy, I would do stories because Joey Diaz was also one, he was the first of all one of the people who would talk about it so much on his podcast about um, of of doing like if you want to do it, just fucking do it. Yeah. There's no right ten minutes and then get oh I have to prepare. Just like, no, just fucking have an idea of what you want to say and get the fuck on stage. And I remember one after I kept saying nah, but I, I should write something. I have to have an idea of what I'm going to talk about on stage. And then eventually I heard him and I was like, I looked it up and I found an open mic and then I went. And like you said, like it changes your life. Yeah. You're just like, wow. It's such like a liberating feeling almost in a way. And he's right. Like I, I do try to write like, um, my ideas down. So like, at least like when I'm up there, I'm like, okay, what did I want to talk about? Where did I want to go with this? But then sometimes like I try to like not be so in my head and just see where the fuck it goes. Yeah. Because I've been so, uh, shout out to the pair. They let me, they let me go on the 12 o'clock show. Sometimes they, they let me go up there. Yeah. And it's really fucking cool. And, um, I have been, I, I, you know, you go up there with your material and you're ready and I have had the best sets, not even like just riffing almost like with the crowd. And especially if they're a fun crowd. Yeah. Especially if they're a fun crowd. Yeah. Because I've gone up there and bombed too completely. And you know what's more embarrassing? When you're their waitress and you bomb. Oh, and they have to see you after. And but they might you, tip you better, right? Or they're like, they might tip you better because you're like, I fucking feel bad for this yeah. girl. Like, please help her. But you think like, you would ever lose tip from like your performance? Like, just be like, like uh, I was going to tip yeah. you. I had to t- take a couple dollars because that was a bad set. Yeah, like, no, I don't want another drink. I want to leave. Yeah. Well, that's like the words. Like, I bombed and then went back to the day and be like, all right, can I get you another drink? They're like, nah, actually, we're good. I'm like, all right, I'll go fuck myself. So, yeah. And, and Joey Diaz. His idea of just have an idea and go on stage helped me because my idea was a story and that was easy for me to remember. My beginning first year of comedy, all I would do is tell one to two stories each set. I was basically being Steve Picaro. <laughs> yeah. And I tried to give this to Steve as advice and he has been taking it more, but he got he didn't like it when I told him. The same way I didn't like doing it when I had to do this is I remember at one mic. Oh, Steve. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, I remember there was one open mic that we were at that normally you'd get five minutes, but because the list was long and they had to be out at a certain time, everybody got four minutes. And I was like, my story is five minutes long, though. So either I have to do the story shorter, and I did, and it didn't work well because I was rushing through it. And it was also, I should have learned how to edit the story better. But after that, I remember saying, I need short jokes. Right. It was almost like Mitch Hedberg was like tapping on my shoulder. Yeah, like, be like, hey, bud, try some of my jokes now. Yeah, yeah. When they say like trim the fat. <sighs> Ralphie May was oh, not on himself, but in his jokes was very big about that. And honestly, the thing that I hate about doing it is 
you now have so much less time, but it's it's better time. Right, right. And you realize sometimes some of the things you say, like I like to say some things and I realize it's not necessary. It's not. It's not necessary for for it to 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 hit the punchline, no. to get the joke out, to get what you need to say out. It's and ha- and it, it is hard. It's hard to notice that, but yes. once you do, it's so when you see you take that out and how much better the joke does when you don't have that couple extra seconds of whatever rambling that could even distract them right that takes them because then now they're like okay why is that related why is that what what did you just say that because that could be a whole different new topic you could talk about or it can go in a whole different way now you said that and now they're like wait what yeah like now they're confused on like what was actually trying to be said or like what the joke actually was yeah Dude, I could talk about comedy all day. I know. I, I love comedy. I, I really do. I love I love watching it. I watched um Stavi's special today. I seen it, I'm sure. Um it was on his YouTube. Or no, was, no, no, he, the, he, the Fat Rascals. Fat, yeah, Rascals. Fat Rascals. Yes, yes. It was so good. It was really good. It, it was good. It was really good. Yeah. It was really good. He he fucking he's an awesome comic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, Stavros, I didn't I, I never really listened to Come Town and because I guess I thought you had to listen from the beginning and it was not easy to find for me because I was just like, oh, let me look it up on YouTube and there's no YouTube and for it. And it's like, I didn't get what was going on. So I couldn't be, I was like, I'm not following what the fuck is going on. I don't like this. Yeah, like what the fuck? But then you start to see them individually, Adam Freeland, um, Stavros Halkius and, and um, the, the, more, the most funny one, why am I blanking on his name? Oh, everybody always in person. Nick Mullen. Ah, oh, Nick Mullen. Yeah, yeah Nick you Mullen. You see so many Nick Mullins in comedy. So many Nick Mullen wannabes. Once you see Nick Mullen, you're like, oh, all these people are trying to impersonate you now. I see them in our scene. <sighs> it but, is funny to see when people, you you know what they're trying to do. But then like, and they can't be them. Because comedy, too, is like you like you have your people that you uh, are inspired by. So you kind of take them in you somehow but you make it you yeah and you still do that and then you see some comics that are like this is not you you're not even when it's not you yeah you're not even trying to be you and like people and really people can feel that like people can see 100 percent. like you not being you're just like well, who are who is this like what am i this i feel like this is someone else i'm, I'm looking at people can't relate to that Anytime I do a joke that doesn't feel real, I feel it, they feel it, it doesn't work, and it's almost like we give off uh, subconscious signals when we're lying through our body language, and you're not telling the truth, and they can tell. The same way when you are telling the truth about something, the joke works so much better. Right, like if you actually experience it, if you go, because like with comedy too, like you can have a story and it, you could say oh yesterday or last week you know this yeah, happened yeah. and it happened six years ago right you like, that's so that's the thing. so the way that i do it is i say uh a while ago yeah that could be as long or as little and it's not a lie because like so at because the, you're right right it, when i start fucking up like you you can't say a joke to, it, you start fumbling on the day and it doesn't feel real anymore yeah but but some people can almost make it real in a way because like it also i guess like depends what you say so like there's a couple comics like at the pair and they'll be like oh last night i did a set and this person like it's about being sober let's say right yeah 
and uh they're like oh uh they do the joke and they're like oh last night i said that and this person booed me but they said that every single time in the joke so it's not last night it could have happened oh right right. you know what i mean like it happened probably however many months ago or years ago or something yeah and then you use it again but that's the thing with comedy too so like i was reading I was reading like um um this page um that a person who does classes at the comedy cellar like wrote and it comedy doesn't need to be real and when you don't make it real you just have to make it seem real. Yes. So I like to say try not to keep going too far away from the path of real so that way you can still keep it close to reality yes we, i feel like it has to be because you can still go side tangent and be silly and right, that's exa- fine. exactly that's the word is silly right because like it can it doesn't have to be real per se but like you have to still make it realistic in a way and maybe make it a little dramatic right. where it's like okay obviously you know that's not real but it's still related to something real that happened right well that's why like i like that i started I watched Mitch Hedberg's special last night. Uh, it was on Comedy Central. I forgot what it was called. I'll look it up in a second. But he, I hope my neighbor didn't think I was in just temporarily insane for fucking 25 minutes because I was like almost every other minute laughing out loud hard. And I have not listened to comedy and laughed that hard in years. Such a great feeling. It, it, and it was like, I loved how quick he got to the point with his jokes. His jokes were yeah. never more than a 30 to 60 second bit. And that's including the laughter. But um, let's take a quick break because I have to use the bathroom, guys. And we're back, everybody. Thank you. Uh, you probably could tell I was rushing through my sentences and I was like, I have to get all of these points across in as little words as possible because I need to pause and pee. <laughs> this is like doing a set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's worse. Oh, my God. You ever notice right before you have to do comedy, apparently you all of a sudden feel like you have to pee? Oh, my God. Or when you have to like take oh. a shit or something, it's like the worst. <laughs> well, see, I noticed that that was never true because... Like, I never have to. I, I felt, like, whatever that feeling of maybe having to do that. It's like the nerves. But, like, yeah. when I got up there, or, like, when Pee I get either, up there. either, by the way. Yeah. Say, like, but, when I get up, it goes away. It goes in, like, the five minutes, if we're, like, if it's an open mic, it, it goes away as soon as I get off stage. And yeah. then, yeah, so, or on stage, I should say. Um, I noticed that. I always, if I, uh, it would be two, about two comics and the comic before me. I would always, if I didn't go pee, I would, so my trick was always three comics before me, go to the bathroom just in case. There's no way in 15 minutes your bladder can fill so much. You actually have to pee. And then my body eventually started st- still trying to trick me. But then exactly like you say, I'm like, yeah, I know I'm the next comic and I know my body says I have to pee, but I didn't drink anything that, that's going to make this happen. And what? And then like you said, as soon as you get off stage... Maybe it's the high that yeah. you're, you're riding that's like, like the keeping. Adrenaline. <laughs> it's pumping through yeah. your fucking blood. Yeah. And, but like instead, you're just like. I'm good. I'm good. And yeah. then you're like 15 minutes like, oh, didn't I have to pee? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like, like 15 minutes that. ago, I was going to piss myself before I got on. Same thing. I noticed pooping and throwing up. If I feel like I have to throw up, if I feel like I have to pee or I feel like I have to poo, nine out of ten times, it's nerves. Because yeah. literally. Oh my God! You should have seen me on that—the biggest show I ever did, the Afghani show. But 
my kind of my people because they're Muslim. They were Shiite, but still they're right. Muslim. And it was just like I saw all the people there and I, I couldn't eat anything because I thought anything I eat, I'm going to throw it up. I went to the bathroom and I dry heaved and nothing would come out. And, and then I was like over panicking. I listened to a Joey Diaz like motivational clip. <laughs> you fucking got this cocksucker. <laughs> what? You fucking, you gotta seize the goddamn day. What are you fucking doing? You're gonna, they're gonna fucking sniff it's your nuts. It's fucking Tuesday. If they don't fucking laugh, they're gonna sniff your nutsack. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> cocksucker? <laughs> Honestly, I wanna change it like that to my alarm. Like when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> oh. I don't even use an alarm. I fucking. Is I, that blue? That is blue, yes. Okay, then I'll, I'll play something. That is blue, yeah. What, is that? what does that mean? That means that I can, I can play stuff from my phone. Um, oh, the, like a Bluetooth thing is yes. going on? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, so when I want to do um, soundboard stuff too. Oh, cool. Let me just make sure this is not going to blow our ears out. This is the Joey Diaz goes off during the national anyway, anthem. Have a great weekend. And let me tell you something. Hey, Lee. This is probably the greatest. <laughs> this should be my alarm. I gotta edit it to like right when the music starts. Right here. Oh. <laughs> Get up, cocksuckers. It's all over. Listen, we had a rough couple of months. Fucking Katrina's cousin Maria. The other one, Puerto Rico, Houston, fucking Florida. Listen, it's been tough up to now. The earthquake in Mexico. Uh, you know, the White House, whoever the fuck is going on. But it don't matter. They want to shoot. It's time for us to fucking shoot, cocksuckers. <laughs> they want to get down and dirty. Don't forget who the fuck we are. You understand me? We're the baddest motherfuckers out there. You send a message to that fucking North Korean. He's going to be <laughs> sniffing my dick and sucking my asshole. Yo, this is the best That's part. That's the focus. We're going to North Korea in like a year. It's going to be an island. It's going to glow in the dark. You know why? Because we're Americans, cocksuckers. <laughs> who the fuck do you think you're dealing with? Stop with the gun control. They're selling more guns than ever the last three days. Stop with the fucking whining. Stop with the Russians on Facebook. I don't give a fuck. Worry about yourself. Keep your eyes open. And get the fuck off Snapchat and fucking Twitter. Stay black. <laughs> Joey Diaz, the fucking man. That was the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'm ready to go like fight the it, war right now. You're ready. Like, it I, will I, pump you the fuck up. I'm re- that is the real make America great again. Like I'll send it to you right now so you have a copy of that. Thank you. I'm gonna put that literally as my alarm clock. Like I I am I'm doing that. Or as my ringtone. So as soon as my ring my phone rings, I want to hear cocksuckers. Yeah. We're gonna make that island glow in the dark, cocksuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Dark. <laughs> uh, that was so good that was really good i don't know i feel like we're on the brink of war and always we're but we've been like we've been on the brink of war since fucking world war one world war two happened fucking vietnam happened the 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 what are the bay of pigs or something right yeah. with the cubans and the fucking russians or something like that how far do you want to go back we can fucking we go we can go back to the fucking native americans i can just and say just since i was born in 1990 there was the first uh, gulf war there was bosnia herzegovina um, yugoslavia and bosnia i believe they got in a war, or serbia and bosnia serbia serbia was one of them there was we had shit in africa that was where Black Hawk Down went down. Yes, that was in, uh, what was that? Um, Sudan, possibly? Sudan. Talking the mic. Oh, sorry. No, no, you're good. I, I just... I was like opening the Zins. You're good, you're good. I just... 
I could help, but maybe. Hold it. Wait, does it have a pop top? It like or you, it, you can like it, turn it. Oh, it's like a fucking like, regular you tin. You have to like yeah, but you have to like pop it open. Yeah, you never did dip. I don't know I why I'm having struggling. But I was in. This is it, not actually. <laughs> I told you it's this a little hard. This is not hard. a dip container. Oh, no. it is. A oh, yeah. See, it kind of like it kind of pops. Thank you. I that's a that's a shitty dip container. It's really it's not. It's, it's not made well. to keep you know kids away. To, um, yes, exactly. And they don't. They don't. No. They're trying to cancel Zins. Yeah. Yeah, they got. Oh. What the fuck? Do you not like, know? Oh, I know. I saw. I know. You've seen like the, the seen. different YouTubers that that made the documentaries. How no, I haven't not, seen those. First, I've seen the senator being like, these are for, they are targeting kids. First of all, things stupid. have been targeted. Yeah, they're that's fucking stupid. stupid. That's First stupid all, to say. That's so fucking stupid to say. Because here's they're what it is. They're targeting kids. No. Kids, kids are just fucking doing because they know about it and they want to fucking be kids and try shit. Yeah. Why did I smoke cigarettes when I was a kid? It's because I, I like the high that you got from smoking a cigarette. And a little bit of it was feeling cool. I would cool. never forget. I, I started buzz? smoking it. I started smoking cigarettes when I was young. Like 13, 14 years old. I would say like four, maybe 14, 15, something like that. I'll never forget. I used to, so my dad, when he, he was always like in and out of sobriety and he was in some facility and he couldn't have cigarettes. So he gave them to me to hold. And when we would go visit him, he would, we would bring him a cigarette. He would have a cigarette or two, whatever. And then he gave them back to me and I would start smoking. I started smoking them not blaming that on him in any way but that was where and then there was also a lucy spot in my town and they sold cigarettes at a gas station for 50 cents dude there, yeah when you found a cigarette plug what and they were newport hundreds but like my dad was smoking reds yeah but anyway my I, mom was I, I, marlboro lights keep going marble like my mom was parliament she loved parliaments um and uh, I, I will never forget, I it was like maybe my junior or senior year of high school, but I'm young for my age because my birthday's in September, but I, was, I wasn't held, like my mom didn't hold me back for a year. So basically, like I'm the youngest in the grade, so everyone would turn, whatever you're supposed to be that year, I would turn it the next September when we came to school. Oh. Yes. So if that's you're like, bad. yeah. So like, I graduated at seventeen. Everyone was eighteen. But then I grad, like, I would turn. So I turned, like, I went into senior year sixteen, and I turned seventeen that September when you start. You know what I mean? When you started senior year, or when you started freshman year. No senior. Yeah, when you started senior year. Because right, right, because right. Because you're I turned seventeen you, in July. In, in the July, summertime. the summer I was before you exactly. Yeah. So basically, that was like my whole whatever, my whole obviously upbringing yeah, but i think school. it was like what was the cutoff there was like a cutoff i think, I think it was maybe like almost november or so something like that because there was a november, kid that was super fucking young yeah somewhere november somewhere october it yeah. depended what school you went to like i think my school was november 1st and some were like october 31st some were like later in november so like because like my brother's fiance she's in the same grade as him like they went to high school together they graduated together but she's a year older than him so like, and her birthday is November, I don't know, early November. So she was in his grade. She made that cut off. But you said she was a year younger? But or? she's a year older. Older, older. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. But like, yeah, so with the cutoff. But yeah. yeah, so I was either in like junior or senior year and I went outside. I smoked a cigarette. It was during gym class, but we had like, uh, we were having like, um, like a guest come in and speak. We didn't have to like do gym that day. So I went outside, I smoked a cigarette, I came back in the gym, and I sat down in the auditorium. And everybody knows. <laughs> and then the gym teacher goes, 
So I, I decided that like nothing just happened, right? I sprayed perfume, yeah. everything, oh, right? You don't realize it doesn't cover it up. Continue. It, it, it's so like it was so obvious. Yeah. And then the gym teacher is like sniffing around. He goes, Who just smoked the cigarette? And I'm looking around and like, who would do that? <laughs> Who's I, smoking a cigarette right now? <laughs> like I, 16 years old. I had the greatest uh foods yeah. teacher in senior year. Her name was Mrs. Friend. Uh, spelled a little different, like Freund, but it's Mrs. Friend, and she was the best. She was a friend of everybody's, and every once in a while, I would be like, Mrs. Friend, for foods class, because I had lunch the, the the period before that, I was like, hey, uh, we're trying to go to White Castle for foods class, so if we don't show up, is that okay? And she'd be like, drive safe. If anything happens, <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> and then we would go to White Castle or whatever because it was a little bit further than we can ha- do in a regular lunch period right. and, and get the food and drive right. and back. Then eat, and then got, Eating right. on the way back because yeah, you didn't course. have time. No, you didn't have time. Yeah, so you had to go to the I was the driver yeah. usually because I could eat and drive. And then we were just saving a couple burgers for her and bringing it in. And she she would just be like. That's what I, you, I love teachers you, like that. We like, did have a teacher she would like say, that too. Yousef, you guys are the best, but also stop smoking cigarettes. And I'm like, I don't smoke cigarettes. <laughs> she goes, honey. I know what a cigarette smoker smells like. I'm married to one. And I was like, oh, fuck, you got me. It's so funny. It's nice when they're real with you. It's so nice when they Because, like, you know what you realize when you're older? Because she wasn't even shitty. She just said, like, politely, hey, maybe you should stop. And also, like, hey, I know. I'm catching you. I'm calling you on your lie. I literally, but in a nice way. Yes. And not in a, like, an accusatory, like, don't lie to me, bitch. (laughs) Like my dad would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking call you. I fucking know. No, but the thing with Oh, my dad first caught me with weed. Keep going. Okay, we'll go back to that. No, but I just want to say this real quick. Like, with teachers sometimes, like, it's so funny when you're younger. You're just like, it's a fucking... Like, you don't even realize they have a whole life outside of the school. Yeah. And and then you get older, and you're like, this is a fucking teacher... And they have, they have a whole fucking problem, like life right outside of the school that's happening. And they come to the fucking school like nothing's happening. Like I realized that because my mom is a teacher. And then as I got older, I realized how much like we went through as a kid and how much she went through just as like herself and then goes to school every day like nothing happens and teaches kids like history and religion. And it's, right. it's so funny because you don't even realize teachers like go through so much like when you see a teacher outside of the school you, you're like what are you why doing? are you there why are you there what are you doing you're here? not supposed you're supposed to be in school and at home <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's it. it yeah you have not- a spouse that <laughs> yeah. does the outside sh- i should never see you at a supermarket no the you don't fuck even, are you doing bitch? you don't even realize you shouldn't they even do you shouldn't stuff. even live in the same town <laughs> yeah, how about that yes. how about that how about don't fucking let me bump into you at the movie theater? Now I feel awkward. Yeah, don't let me see you at the mall, bitch, no. on a fucking Saturday night, all right? Like, well, um, just being honest. I have soundtrack. I'm just so being blue. honest. Yeah, it I didn't work. Shout out to Mac Miller. You yeah. know what I got told one time? I'll never forget it. I was wearing a beanie, and someone told me I look like uh, if Mac Miller went trans. <laughs> <laughs> Try that on stage. I did. You know, I was supposed to do that. You have a beanie. You got to wear a beanie, though, So I, I wore a beanie. I was at a smoking show, and I wore a beanie, and that I my mistake was I didn't write down what I wanted to say, and I was too high, and I got fucking two in my head, yep. and then that was the first thing I wanted to say, and I didn't say it, and I was so upset, and then, yeah, but I was like, fuck, I should have said that. If you ever see me get off stage, and I'm looking at either my notebook or my phone, and... and for, I I almost can't not physically be like fuck. I've done, I I literally I, said fuck before. Like I'll just be like, mm. yeah. Like, I'll no. show. I'll be like, 
Ah, oh, I was supposed to do that fucking one. I, I, I fucking went on all these stupid tangents for no reasons. But yeah. why couldn't I just try to go down that I line? I wrote it down. Yeah, yeah. Like I, It was right here. Yeah. Which is also beautiful, though. I found to find the silver lining, you have something to try the next mic. So it gets you more in favor. Yeah, but, yeah. um Sometimes, though, like when you're in the moment and you're going through it and you're like there. Because like I realized, too, with comedy, it's not even what you say it's how you say it yeah. and your energy yeah so like you could say it and you can be like bland and you'd be like yeah i went to the store today you could be like yeah i went to the store today and you know and and then you go on that and people are like whoa they're like well i noticed more like yeah i noticed certain people their tone is they're so boring that even if they're saying something interesting their tone oh, is so yeah you're just like in fact, I noticed that with when I'm having conversations outside with other comedians, I'm like, oh, I'm being boring right now because I can see them being like, uh, can we talk about anything? I'm not, I don't want to listen to this anymore. Oh, like when people are like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, oh, cool. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, and you're yeah. like, oh my God, am I one of those people? <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that because it reminded me of my high school reunion and I had just been doing comedy for a year and a half. So I'm extra cocky. I'm thinking I'm ready to record a special in like a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Netflix is on the way. I have nothing good. Maybe a five minute set that's decent. Yeah, but maybe. not even good. Yeah, just yeah. decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so they won't get mad that they booked you kind of set. Like, yeah, they just throw you on. Like, all right, let's. And I just remember when everybody would be like, "Oh, Yusuf, how are you? What's new with you?" And I'd be like, "Oh, I'm doing amazing," and then I would just walk away. <laughs> Because they were, they wanted to he- me to ask how about how about you? Oh well, I've got married and this and that, and I I'm a teacher now and blah blah blah. It's like, I don't give yeah, a fuck about that. Yeah, they're still like that. same town and do. You don't want to talk to those people. Like you don't. I don't. Like I, sometimes, I, like I realize too. Like and I feel rude when like I'll be like, oh, like this person asked me how I was, and I started talking about like <laughs> me, only me. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I dropped the bottle. Okay. I'm trying to stretch a little bit. <laughs> okay. I know my knees were starting to hurt. And I was yeah, like, I got, I got bad knees. I did too much, too many workouts. I, I had to cram in two hours worth of workouts in 90 minutes. I was literally looking like a madman, sweating so much. I had to check my heart rate so I didn't pass out. They probably made you have a good workout, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck. I Can can't I... wait till like, I can get over the sunburn so I can, like, just, like, do a fucking normal like stretch like in the morning or something i can't the sunburn is really fucking me up right now i can't even i look like a lizard person i fucking i can't even move my neck but that's fine no it's that's, not it's that's, not fine but no, it's, it's called learning a lesson <laughs> yeah it's called it's you're called gonna, stay away from the motherfucking sun if you're white okay bro i said this last week i have a friend uh, yo i got this motherfucking friend named skylar his mom said he can't come outside because he got sunburn. I'm like, motherfucker, the sun all the way out there burned your ass? How the fuck did that happen? It happens. Yeah, when you're white. Yeah, exactly. The sun I really, hates you white this, people. It does. That's why I'm making, like, I'm writing a bit right now that, like, the sun is racist. Yeah, I remember you saying people. that. So but you could, you have to go with that. Yeah, I do. So I started writing why. it out because I, I was just. Who, who worshipped the sun? Egyptians, right? Yes. And that's from Africa. Well, so I started writing today, right? Africans pray like, to me... the sun to kill the white people. <laughs> Please, <It> just... <laughs> sun god, burn the whites for all of their bad deeds of their ancestors. 
Not their <laughs> own you, bad deeds. Why do you think there's no fucking sun in London Dude, or, or Ireland? Mar- there's no sun. My friend, shout out to you, Kirk. My friend Mark gets sunburned so easily that I'm pretty sure he was either a slave owner in his past life or somebody in his family was a slave owner. <laughs> Is God, that like our revenge? God <laughs> punishes him. And you know what else? He's so stubborn, he won't ever put on sunscreen. He'll just get sunburned and deal with it. No, I try. I try. Like, I tried to put on sunscreen, but I feel like I tried work. too late. You mm. know what I mean? I feel like After I just tried fact, way too late in the game. You got so, sunburned, and then you said, oh, I probably should have put some sunscreen on. So what happened was I didn't, I think I underestimated overcast. And overcast Yeah, you still is, get it. Is the biggest, the biggest fucking fraud you can think about. Well, you with think sunburn. because the sun isn't coming directly onto you that you're that not you're get, not still get getting it. it. Right. It's going through. Yeah. And it's going through. It's it's fucking high. And I think that's what happened because as soon I knew when I got to my destination, it's going to be sun. It's going to be ninety degrees. I know I have to wear sunblock. I wear it in 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 here in summertime in Jersey all the time because. I know my skin. Like, I know I'm going to get burnt. But you forgot that you were close to the equator. But exactly. And yeah. what happened was, I'm going to blame it on Miami. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm yeah. going to blame it on everything but myself right no, now. No, that could happen too. So yeah, You probably could have gotten a, the first batch there. Well, this is what happened. So my flight got changed from 10 a.m. I was supposed to go. I had a flight at 10 a.m. I was supposed to land in Miami for two hours and then get on my next flight. Okay. Right? My flight got changed to 6 a.m. So I landed at oh, yeah. 9, and then my next flight wasn't until 5. So I had about 6 hours, 7 hours to kill. So I was like, and I was in Miami. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to the beach. Yeah. And I'm going to go to the beach. I'm going to have lunch, and I'm going to go back to the airport. When I got there, overcast, the sun wasn't out. So I sat on the beach with my suitcase for about an hour, I was an hour say, like, and what, a half. You just bring your all your luggage with <laughs> yeah. you. I was like, I guess you kind of have to. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. So I was on the beach with my suitcase. Or you're gonna be like, no, you said, did you not know white people? We can leave our luggage at the at the. They don't mind that when you're brown and your name is Yusef, they will not let you leave your luggage. They'll probably check it out seventy five times. Before. They blew it up. They actually blew up my luggage <laughs> because I left it and went to the bathroom. Actually, you would probably <laughs> blow it up. <laughs> no, but they, they were like, yeah, no, that guy, he, he was wearing a kufi. He was saying something in Arabic. He, he was saying it was a prayer for safety. Yeah, probably safety to do his terrorist plot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was praying for, for all of us. I was praying for all of us to have a safe flight. I want us this plane to land, yeah. okay? I heard, I forgot what uh, airline it was, but they're like hiring like uh, Down syndrome or like autistic people uh, or like you, <laughs> Down love, syndrome people I love how you heard like the Alex Jones version. Yeah. And the thing I love, <laughs> I, I, love I love about hear. Alex Jones is he'll take one part of it and accentuate that part it's it, there was one airlines i don't remember which one it is it, i forgot which one it was but like yeah but they were like they're like hiring like down more syndrome. diversity it's not just down syndrome they want to have more diverse diverse is fine listen like this is what i heard but too they're before, doing like, it like the bullshit like hey let's hire a, a female and a black and a cripple and an autistic and a down syndrome okay, i don't care and it's like it's okay if they can do the job but you're now picking people who can't do the job over people who can well that's and that, where it that, be a and problem. that's a problem yeah and that's yeah. that is the whole entire like uh i feel like u.s or just like everything in hollywood in in workplaces they won't hire white people now because they're white and they, they'll have to hire another um like ethnicity because they have to meet a certain dynamic now in work 
to be right. to 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 have their business like functioning. Most most jobs that I've worked at, I felt like they've they've been hiring people to try to to even if there's not an official quota they have to meet, it's so they can almost be like, how dare you call me racist? I have so many black friends. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put that like, on my resume. <laughs> how, how can you call my company racist? I have so many black employees. <laughs> how dare you? Yeah. Of yeah. course, we fired anybody who went and participated in BLM. Uh, but like, we we still have blacks. Yeah. What do you mean? So, we have about five. <laughs> I could count yeah. them. Yeah. There's there's Leroy and Tyrone. And, <laughs> That's like the most racist thing uh, I can say. <laughs> no, but I usually only call that, one like, or the, I only call them Leroy and Tyrone. But, yeah. The other guys usually will accept any name you call them. Yeah. That was you being can. so racist for no reason. <laughs> Shout out to my black people. I love black people. Everybody thinks. Every, look, yo, everybody thinks everybody looks the same. The further you are from those people, is why you think they look the same. Because I can tell different Arabs apart, not entirely, but more or less. I can tell certain well, Hispanic people apart, well, more same, or less. I was gonna say, I was just about to say the same thing with Hispanics. Uh, even just being in Colombia, they are they don't like Venezuelans, and they're obviously both. But you can Hispanic. see, and you can they're see, very similar, but they have certain differences. And you can see the difference, right? Just as like honestly, certain white people do too. You could see people in, in New York are different than people in Florida that grew. Up, you know what I mean? That right. are different people in Montana, like they are this. But but with listen, like uh, I don't. As long as with with the whole job thing. As long as you fucking know how to do your job and get the job done, I don't give a shit what color you are. Yeah. Just like I heard this one saying, I forgot, I heard, uh, I think it was a video or something, and it was like, if your house is burning down, like, and a fireman comes, you're not. You gonna don't be care like, what color they are. Yeah. You don't give a fuck what color they are. You don't care if it's a black man, Spanish man, white man saving you because your house is burning down. You're not gonna be like, oh, uh, no, don't don't save me. You, you know what I mean? If you're a black man per se and you're a white person and you're like okay no i'm good i'm just gonna burn down in my house but but that, that that's where it, like look racism is stupid when when you try to combat racism by kind of being racist you know what i mean i feel like everyone's a little racist in their own way yeah everyone that everyone i feel like it's just like in a per like a, a human <sighs> being's dna to just be a little racist so shane gillis has a really good bit about it he's like me. shane gillis has like a he has a bit and it's like i'm gonna butcher it but it's basically like uh everyone's a little racist like as if like um when they're like a little like when they're hungry like on the road yeah <laughs> yeah and he's like he's like you're driving and and you're and you're hungry and you're like this fucking cheeseburger just cut me off and he's like and he's like i'm not gonna say what the cheeseburger was but i'm gonna say he cut me off and you might say some things about it and then me so i was watching it with my brother and then he's like you can think whoever you want who the cheeseburger is you can think whatever race you want about it or like whoever and then me, me and my brother both looked at each other and went Asian. Asian. that's why i was like why didn't you say like like an egg roll cut me off yeah. you can tell it was either an egg roll or it was curry one of those two always cuts me off oh it's like definitely got with a minivan it was a tampon a tampon a tampon a with tampon a, 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 a tampon in a uh what in an ultima yeah. an no Asian honestly though like okay dangerous 
I'm not going to pat myself on the back, but for a female, I'm an okay driver. I wasn't at You're first. You're a good driver. Thank you. I was in your car. I think you drove me like once, so like not far, but like, yeah, you did good. I d- yeah, I'm pretty, listen. You didn't I've make drove, me scared. I've drove states, okay? I've driven states and states, and that doesn't mean I'm a good driver. That doesn't mean. You can do the long distance. I no. can do, I, yes, exactly. But, I and I've gotten better. I've used, to, I used to be a very, not, I used to be a very bad driver. I've gotten very, and I love driving. I, I love driving. Me I do. Uh, I hate it. I love, I, see, I can drive wherever, forever. I could sit in, tra- like, traffic It's not my favorite, but, like, I also drive to New York maybe four days out of the week. I don't know how you do that. That's, like, a hundred bucks right there. It's very expensive, yeah. yeah. It's very, I'm kind it's of, yeah. Not even I, including the difficulty of parking, which uh, I guess well, it depends on where you go. Yeah, well, down down in the West Village, it's uh, free parking after six. If anybody wants to know about that, it is free parking after six. Also, uh, aren't they doing some new toll if you drive in the city? Yes. So, I th- okay, so I... You haven't, it hasn't been implicated yet, right? I think it has. I have to do more research on it, and okay. I should because I drive to New York. Are you getting told? Like, <laughs> like they're probably just sending you shit in the mail. You're gonna be like, "Oh, mom, holy <laughs> shit! I didn't realize how so, much more it costs me a hundred and fifty dollars to get to work every day, and I'm making about fifty. Well, that was a thing. Like, I was so ready to start going into the city more, and then, like, I, and I don't mind driving in if I can. Like, like on Sundays, it's free parking. Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, in the village, you just go anywhere around there, you find parking, you're good, you know. But now they're going to charge you and forget the toll to get in, whatever. You go with a couple buddies, you all kind of split it kind of thing. It's not that big a deal. But then you say, oh, that toll too? Just for driving in during rush hour, which they call it, which is pretty much like mic times. Which is, no, every single fucking hour. I've driven home from work at 2.30 in the morning and got caught in traffic in New York. So New York, there's always there's congestion. Always yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. But that is what the toll is called. So the congestion, though. Yeah. Yeah, but a le- like this is what I've heard. So again, I have to do more research. But I think it's from like 60th Street down or something. They gave you another toll. But I drive in, and it's already like, uh, like uh, I'm on like 30th Street. I would say I'm like Ninth Avenue. So like I don't see another toll. When I'm driving, and I drive the same route every single day down there, and I don't see another like toll thing. They haven't established it yet, then. Yeah, so I don't know if they established it or it's higher in, or it's like oh, a more uptown. Different part, yeah. Maybe where, they don't want it where all the the people live. Yeah, so it's like coming maybe downtown to like where Times Square is and like, like midtown and below. And like, below. Uh, that's fine, but like shit like above Times Square is probably like where people because like most of the shit that's above Times Square. Besides Central Park is not really, as far as I know, touristy. Yeah, you're not. You're it's not, more that's right. like the residential area of Manhattan. Yeah, you're not going over there to tour fucking Harlem. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, I mean like yeah. What do you do? Yeah, maybe you'll go to like Harlem. Isn't that where um the Apollo is? That's in Harlem. Yes. Yeah. So maybe you'll go there for that, or, or maybe you'll go to like Central Park. But like, you're not really. Like, anytime I've been to the city, it's like you're going to, like, a museum or you're going to see the Statue of Liberty, the Empire State Bill. You're going to... Those things are all, like, like mo- for the most part, besides Central Park, it's Times Square and below. Right. And that's where they, I think they're, like, trying to, like, put the, the toll in. But I heard Jersey's oh. very against it. Yeah. So yeah, heard, because like, everything business-wise is also Times Square Well, how many people... Th- okay, the amount... It's, like, between business and, like, and... and look at her head. 
No, I was just going to say, like, the amount of people that I see every single day, including myself, going in and out of the, the break with toll is so fucking insane to me. Because then I think... This is, and they put the toll up. They took, put the toll up like 65 cents or something. So now instead, it's like 17, 65, seven, almost $18. There is thousands of cars going in many. and out of New York every single day doing doing that toll so now i think jersey was trying to fight against it because they were like well people have to pay now two tolls but like people in new york are just coming over for what or whatever but they're trying to like do something with the 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 traffic Hundred twenty thousand vehicles a day go yeah, through I just a lincoln that's just a lincoln and by that, the way. that's where i go that, I'm, I'm including in one of those yeah <laughs> but it's like 120 and what is it like 20 bucks so do that math yeah time times 17 times 18 like to say because it's almost 18 dollars. 18 now. times 120,000. they make 2.1 million a day that's fucking insane so that two million a, oh two million. what would you times, do with two million a day Buy a lot of feet pictures. Times 365 <laughs> days in a year, right? <laughs> they love. make $788 million a year. <laughs> on And the amount of homeless people in New York is so insane. <laughs> but yeah, we're 788 because they got to they got to sponsor all those refugees, that's why. Well, to own to like for like a financial person in New York, that's their rent for the year. <sighs> They're they're building in their office in in New York. A very like high financial person. Let's just like hypothetically say that's probably like do a fucking apartment for a room, not even a studio, not a one bedroom or maybe a one. But you have roommates for a room. They're tiny and expensive. You could touch the walls with both hands, and I'm five four. This apartment is decently sized. It is. I love it. It's it's great at least for one person, especially. More oh, than enough for one very person. Very good for one person. More yeah. than enough that I need. If I were, I pay about, we'll keep it easy, about 1500 And for $1,500 in Manhattan, you'd be lucky if you can get something just the size, like from that wall to this wall, not including the kitchen or that little area right there. And like that, maybe the bathroom. And, and that would be like your whole thing. And maybe... A little you can't even get that for fifteen hundred. No, I know I've I've checked. Yeah, yeah. It I've applied. Make I've applied. Sense. It, it's just, it's so fucking insane to me. Like, and I'm I'm still trying to move out there, so I'm still don't, willing to pay for it. You're, don't do that because <laughs> well, here's like, the other thing: when you when you go to apply for an apartment, you need to be able to make more than I think it's like forty times rent. Yeah, which is insane because you need to make over six figures. Which who the fuck is making that? People are. But people are. No, in New that's York, the that's the thing. So here's a lot who, of people money, like is. they make money in so, New York. So Sal Volcano from Impractical Jokers. I'm sure he makes plenty of money. But maybe he's like, I don't need a big place in the city. I just want something this size to keep some shit and have a bed and a TV for when I'm in New York. I can come relax after. But I'm not. This is not my home. This is like my I'm renting a very expensive hotel. That's mine. Does that make sense? Right. No, it does. I mean, very, very well. Like, 
if you make enough money in New York, you're going to have a nice place. Like you're going to have, yeah. You're going to have if only you can, if you make a shit ton. That's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. If you can, if you can afford three thousand dollars a month for rent or five thousand dollars a month for rent, you can have a one bedroom, a two bedroom. You know what I mean? You can have a studio for six, eighteen hundred to twenty five hundred. You can have that, but most people that are trying to make it or move out to New York to make it or whatever they want to do, they don't have that. So you're paying $1,500, $1,100 for a room. If you're lucky, so I got lucky and I'm- For a room. For a room. For a room with a shared bathroom. I've seen I've seen places, I've literally seen places, it's, it's fucking insane. There, There's five bedrooms, two bathrooms, and the room is about- you could fit um you could fit a twin size bed they're tiny and that's about it yeah. no literally like a twin size bed and that one of my uh friends she's a comedian friend in new york city she rent she tries to rent her a part of her apartment for eight hundred dollars a month yeah you can sleep like on an air mattress yeah or yep. the couch yep i've i've seen play because I, I was it's, actively it's right looking by madison square garden it also depends your area, yeah. So like, yeah, it's convenient if you want. But that's the thing too: is nine out of ten people in New York City can't afford like. But they're a doing good, it. They don't. They don't a, care. They're doing it, and that's the thing with New York. There. They're never in their apartment. And that's the thing too: if you're fucking in and out, you you're gonna come home, sleep on an air mattress for a couple hours, and go back out. You don't need a whole place. You don't yeah. need to do that. But that's the thing with New York. So like. This is the thing, like, you either love or hate New York, like, right? But people move from all different parts of the country and wherever you are to New York to quote-unquote make it or to be in New York City. Exactly, to attempt it. You go there to grind. Exactly, and that is part of the grind. You know what I mean? You live in a shitty place. You live on fucking couches. You live on, on, you know what I mean, in in squalor. I'm just saying... And while, yes, we hear a lot of the stories about people who had to do that and did that, there are other options they just were not aware of. For example, I think as Jersey City has the path, I don't know if anybody, I think Hoboken has the path as well. Yeah, Hoboken and Jersey City have it. And obviously Hoboken's way too expensive. Jersey City's starting to be that way too. But if you live there, you can still take the the, the thing that's beautiful about the path is 24 hours. NJ Transit, they stop after, I think it's 2 a.m. Or, or midnight, maybe even, depending on where you're trying to go. I think it depends on bus. But yeah, yeah. like 1, 1 a.m. 1 a.m. is it's like pretty much the last call. Kind of the cutoff, yeah. yeah. So when I was 30. working in the city for Legion of Skanks, like doing that, and also when I was working for Yelp, which I can name that one because I don't work there anymore and I don't want to. Um, if, if I was staying... If I was there too late at night, I could not get back home. But if you're in Jersey City, you always can take the path back. Well, that's why I drive to the city every day because I get out of work at 2, 2.30 in the morning. There's no buses or trains. I would have to either take the path and then either park somewhere in Hoboken or Jersey City, which I don't even know if I trust, or you have to pay for parking right. if you park it a lot or something. Um, and then you would have to get home from there or, I mean, thank God in the village, like, again, like, I start work at 7, free parkings after 6, and then, so there's opposite sides of the road. One side is you can't park until 6, and then it's free after 6, and then one side you can park, because it's only, like, uh, uh between, like, 11 and 12 in the afternoon, you can't park there, and then the rest of the day you can. Okay. And that's only in the village, but, like, I've worked uptown 
Upper East Side, all the, and you can't you can't find parking anywhere around there. Yeah, you, it's all commercial. It's like super expensive if you do pay. Expensive. It's like forty dollars for an hour. It's like what? Yeah, no, it's fucking insane. It's it's so insane. New York is like ridiculous with its prices. It's, That's why I, I I hear what you're saying, and I love like you have all of that passion and that drive. But I'm like, but why are you investing it in that garbage? And I love. Look, don't everyone, get me wrong. Everyone always says that to me, but oh. it's something about the city. Do you Listen, like it? I, I, I love hated the city. being there. I love the I city. I loved leaving the See, city. See, this is the thing with people about the city, and especially with Jersey people. Yeah. I feel like We're Jersey people, yes. Jersey, I like Jersey people better. either <laughs> love the city or hate the city. It's too much. It's I too love much. it. I Once I get to the city, I fucking love it. I love I'm a different person when I'm in the city. Me too. I don't like that me that I am. That's why. Yeah. You have to be a little bit more aggressive, I have to say, about the city. And I don't like that I have to be... Like, I remembered being in the city for nine months, I would get upset at old people walking slowly in front of me. Yep. In New Jersey, where you can't get mad at an old lady for walking too slow. Because (laughs) that's what they do here. They don't do that over there. That's just what they do in general. <laughs> over there, it's the tourists that are walking slow and fucking. Oh my god! Five the way. worst is literally when they they just stop in the middle of the sidewalk. Oh. they just they just stop. And, They're and just they on walk their phone. They row, just stop and they walk next to each other. They can't. Oh my god! I. I then they, the whole sidewalk gets blocked. I have bumped people. I, I bump old so, people. I bump kids. I don't so, give a fuck. That's so the thing. That's with the, the thing that I don't like. <laughs> they don't like that. Is I literally am like. If you motherfuckers stop, I'll kill I'm you. Gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> I, my phone is in my hand already. All I gotta do is hit the button to turn the fucking screen on and shoulder you and pretend I wasn't paying attention. And guess what? All I'm gonna do is go. People do Not that without headphones and people in the city are just so like I see people in the city and I, I just observe and it's just it's amazing to me how how they operate some of them because i'm just like it, it's just the city though and nobody says anything i've seen somebody s- sit down in the middle of the sidewalk and shoot up heroin like not even be like uh, and the people got mad at him people get mad at people in the city for for being in their way and doing something you could do it on the side you could go on the side go on the side of the sidewalk yeah. you know well, what they I mean? have no shame anymore you can do any that's the thing about the city you could do anything in the city and nobody thinks twice and nobody looks twice at you how many people are in the fucking exactly everybody mind you no and literally like the term mind your own business in the city is so so big because you can be topless in the city and not even get a look and not even nobody even looks twice at you sometimes like you you know what i mean like you do that and yeah <laughs> it's like they're like uh, yeah that's yeah, just we've seen yeah, all right yeah can you put it i'm trying to go to work it's i got 8 kids i got kids yeah. <laughs> can you not in front of my kids come on it's like uh actually the cops can't do anything tits out <laughs> yeah. you can take your shirt off too it's like yeah i know i the city uh, is just it's, it's sad a, it's hear, a magical fucking I go, realm should I, go, should I go sad then yeah, fuck it. <laughs> so I worked in the city, and I would walk to work every day, and it was the winter time, and there was a homeless lady in a sleeping bag that I walked past all the time, and usually she was awake when I would walk past her, and every once in a while I had a couple bucks, and because she never asked, I'd throw her a couple bucks. One day, 
I walk by. She's in the sleeping bag. The bag's over her head. All you see is the hair. And I'm like, ah, maybe she's just tired. She had a weird night or whatever. I walk back from work eight and a half hours later in the exact same position. So I tell the police officer, I'm like, hey, can you check on the lady over there? Like, I usually see her up and uh, she was asleep when I went to work and she was asleep when I came back. Like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And they go back to their conversation and I walk back home and I leave and I come back the next day for work and I walk past and she's still there. Didn't move an inch. So I told another cop that I saw in the area, I'm like, hey, that lady's been there now for over a day. and It doesn't look like she's moved at all. Oh, yeah, yeah. What? Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. I c finally, I come back from work and it's all gone and there's crime scene tape there and shit. And it's like, oh, wow. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck, no. They have so much shit to deal with, the cops. Like, I'm not even going to, like, blame the cops. Because, like, for them, it's like, oh, you want to start bothering a homeless person? Why? So they can fucking file a complaint on me for fucking waking them up? But it's like, but... But they see so much homeless people and crime there. They, they're not even focused on that. You get phased out. They're, yeah, they get or very phased out. Desensitized. That's exactly... Even me walking to, to work every day, I park a couple blocks away... I walk to work a couple blocks. The and the thing with home, like the, the the homeless people stay in the same realm. Like I see the same homeless people in, in the West Village every single day. There's a guy in a wheelchair. I see, and I see him wheeling around when I get out when I when I go yeah. to work, and then he's making probably his second lap by the time that's just I get where out. They live. Because that's just what they do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's where they live. That's their that's their area. But like. The cops are, they're not, they're not worried about the homeless people there today. There's a woman, there's a homeless woman who she screams every day about something and she's screaming, crying, right? So this one day, this is, um, I was outside smoking a cigarette and she's screaming, oh my God, nobody, I, nobody cares. And she's screaming about whatever the fuck. And I'm with her smoking a cigarette. I was like, oh, God, here. That's the thing, too. We get so desensitized. We're like, oh, fucking hell. Here here they come. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, And she goes to me, do you have anything? Anything for me? I'm homeless. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, miss. No. I, I was in. No, I'm working. She stops crying, like, mid-sob, and goes, oh, that sucks. And then keeps walking. Yep. They broke character. <laughs> They broke character. Yeah. I'm like, so a homeless person is telling me that it sucks to be at work right now. Bitch, you don't even fucking know. Because all she has to do is yell, it sucks to be me. Come on, somebody give me money. I don't mind living on the streets, but I need money to eat. And yeah. like, you have to work? There's dollar pizza. You have to work for that? I just have to yell at some random strangers. <laughs> yeah, I've been at work for 10 hours <laughs> asking people if they want something to drink and getting no tip, okay? It's like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's <not>. hard. <laughs> but, like, that's the thing. Like, you are so right about desensitized. Like, that lady who passed was the only one that affected me because I kind of, even I didn't know her. I didn't know her name. I didn't right, have yeah. conversations. I just saw her. I saw she was the real deal because you'll see people who are the real deal there. They usually aren't asking for money. They're just kind of figuring out. And usually maybe I have like, but then you'll see other negative. I've seen, I was working there for 10 months. In 10 months, I saw the old lady die. And I saw two bodies 
that were hit by a car or a bus. They were bikers, like people on a bicycle. That happens a lot, too. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's so traumatizing that you... Don't see it. You look away I, I, and continue to go to work. I saw it, and I can't pull up the image in my head. Almost like my brain's like, no, Yusuf, no, we're not doing that to you right now. We're not allowing you to recall that image. Yeah. It's well, like, that's, that's the thing. You, I can you, see you, graphic you, shit on TV and be like, oh, it's a movie. And even if it's like a, a, a documentary. Yeah, well, show. when it happens in real life. Well, but even, when you see it in, in real life, it's I was different. In, in Colombia, I was just in Colombia, and there was an... Um, and uh, we were in uh, Medellin. Poquito Medellin. or Pequeño? Oh, I'm sorry. That was stupid. Por se. Yo hablo español. Un poquito. Un poquito, papa. Más o menos. But um, there I've seen, and I've never seen. So again, I work in New York City. I, seen a, uh, I see a lot of homeless every day. But I've seen literal kids homeless. I've seen kid like over there. I saw kids in the street. I saw kids sleeping in bags. I saw a mother holding hands like locked hands with a child just sleeping on the street. I see, and it that fucked me up more than like the f- they're I've never out there seen with that. their yeah. I never seen kids. I never see really f- see kids. I've like seen that. apparently fake babies. Like, some of the gypsy women, they pass babies along. <laughs> Gypsies are fucked up. And I'm sorry if I'm not allowed <laughs> to use that term, but that was a term I was told. Uh, but no, apparently, that's what they are, honestly. But they, 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 would, they would be like the women, they would have like a baby. and they Like would, a fake rubber baby? But no, like they're... Like a baby alive. They're giving the babies, um, like they're drugging the babies so that way they can just be babies to feel sad about. But you've never seen it. I've never seen a homeless child. Thank God. In New York, if I did, it's sad. That I I gave I gave them like my like coin because I told my friend who I was with and I was like I want to give them all my money like I because I this it's different when you see a kid I was like I want to buy them fucking diapers like they're something to help them out and 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 it's it's so fucking sad to see a kid like that when you see an adult you're like all right, all right whatever you know and it's fucked up still it is it is fucked up to see but when you see a kid and and you're just like fuck dude yeah like it's, you're fucking six years old you had no say in this you didn't choose this like and not that the not that anybody chooses homelessness but some people in have, San Francisco but do. Have, I would say like it, some of it might be choices that you made that led you there. Whether that's like a lot of it's mental illness, right? So like that's not a fault of their own, but then a choice of the facility or whoever was taking care of them can't do it anymore. That's why they're there. It's not entirely their fault. That's like the least care. But then maybe you're like, you're a drug addicted, which you'll see people. Or you're a gambling addict, which you see people. And it's like, those are more your choices led you there and you want to stay there because you still want to do those choices but it's you bring a kid into it that kid didn't that kid, that kid didn't ask for it yeah like the saddest and one of the best videos i watched was um was a lady a, a little girl had a squatter a hoarder mother not a hoarder. Sorry, I did that joke. I'm sorry. They're gonna, you, get, you guys might hear that on poke my jokes. <laughs> uh, but like, but her mom was a hoarder, and 
she couldn't use her kitchen and apparently there was like a clean like a channel that like cleans like does deep cleanings like that and also helps people for free with certain and she didn't and she reached out and she got her kitchen cleaned and i was like yeah that kid didn't deserve that yeah they're probably living with rats and roaches and they have to climb over fucking boxes and piles of fucking shit to get to their maybe bed that's probably filled with other shit i hope it was only the kitchen because that was the only thing they cleaned in the video usually hoarders no it's usually the whole house between the sink the fridge and the freezer which were non-operate the fridge and the freezer was non-operate it was together non-operational yeah, there's probably stuff in there but there was stuff in there and yeah. just every time you opened it up just tons of roaches there was um a hoarder lived next to my grandma so my grandma lives in like garden apartments and um she's lived there for like 50 years whatever but she her next door neighbor was a hoarder and they and his name is harry so they call them hoarder harry, harry. Yeah. harry the hoarder yeah. I was going to go with Harry the Hoarder, but like, yeah, Hoarder Harry, Harry works too. <laughs> yeah, no, it was both. Like, Harry the Hoarder, yeah. And um, she would tell me, she would be like, he, she would call me sometimes and she'd be like, he got another package delivered. And he would have, he would sit in his squalor and his, his fucking trash. And he would, like, I guess, order so many things or have so many things. His packages would sit outside. And I guess they were some type of, like, I don't know, I want to say, like, food substance and uh, because it was like during the summer and they would explode because they would come so like the food comes with like um like a ice package and then in, but inside, then it's spoiled but then it's spoiled and it would explode all over and then the squirrels would come on the porch and then eventually and, like, bugs the and she was like yeah there was like but um it was so bad because she was like my grandma would like go and like check on him to see if he was like alive still and he would just be like he Good would grandma. like yeah no she's she is a sweet lady and um he would like call i guess like answer from like all the way like inside his apartment but like when you open the door like you couldn't see him that's terrible yeah no there was a hoarder so i'm kind of a hoarder i don't know if you can tell no you're I'm, very far from that i try my hardest to not like you're i let things clutter and then i try to organize i need help organizing I try to learn it on my own and it doesn't work. That's where I got that shoe rack thing. So like, all your shoes aren't everywhere. <laughs> I love organizing. Right? Wait. I- <laughs> don't say that. Please don't. Don't tempt me with an offer. I'd that was asked. not an offer. That was a statement. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. Because I was like, hey, now how can I offer or how can I get some of your services to help me organize? Because like that whole fucking, I have that, I, I bought a shelf to try to help organize and then i ended up just stuffing the shelf with two i know where everything else is over there but it looks so unorganized but that's your that's some people's way of organizing it's like it's like a a, like a chaotic like a clutter organized but you know exactly where everything is but it doesn't look good yeah well that's uh aesthetically just aesthetic like i don't why do i have a chair right here why do you because when I clean my apartment, it's easier to put it here, and I forget to put it back. <laughs> that that's my outside. Let me go. Uh, I was gonna read say that. A book that's chair. definitely that's a that's a summer chair. Yeah, right you there. sit on the porch. Right on the porch. <laughs> read a book in the morning for ten minutes in the sun. Yeah, it's nice. That's that is nice. Yeah. But when it gets cold, I'm like, I'm not sitting down. It's too cold. Let me just stand here. And this, you have to do that. Andrew Huberman. He's a Jewish guy, but I listen to it. See, I, I'm not anti-Jew. <laughs> Everybody thinks that I am. Except for all of my Jewish friends in comedy, and I have like three Jewish friends outside of comedy. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. You met one of them, actually. Um, why am I now forgetting his name? Jason. Uh, Jason. 
Jason, I feel so bad that I'm forgetting your last name right now. I met him outside of comedy. We were at one uh, for Kirk's um, hatchet thing. He was there. Oh, yeah. um, you might not have actually met him. Oh, oh, okay. I, I probably was he the one that came like later and then did he was in like the last round? Possibly. There was so many. Dude, pe- that was so fun though. The hack shit throwing. I want to do that like fun, all the time. More fun than I expected. Yeah, right? me too. I thought it was going to be like, well, like I, I figured, okay, I have a lot of anger in me. Yeah. So like what I figured that would be, <laughs> that would be it a good help. thing for me. And it was so fun. And then you can get competitive too. Yeah. And then, compa- and then you have like, you have like, uh, yeah. I see. I wish I was the competitive person. What? I, I'm trying to be, cause like, especially like I'm trying to like, be better and do better for myself and like i like i never thought of myself as like the great and i don't think in some way i feel like if you want to be the greatest you kind of have to think of yourself almost in the greatest because you can't have like a low self-esteem be like i'm a piece of shit i'm never gonna make it and then be like oh okay like you know i think i think you do have to have some kind of like confidence to be like okay I am good at this. Yes. I, 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 I do know how to do this well, and I, I do it well. And you do have to have some confidence in that. But And I am trying to get better with that, especially since I started doing comedy. And I, I don't want to, like, fall into that, like, uh, I'm never going to get somewhere with this. And I don't want to, like, you know. And But, I, but you, you need, I don't know what the, the accurate percentage is, but you need to be humble yet confident. And what I mean by that is David Tell is He's one of my favorite of my, comics. Same. He's one of my favorite. Fuck. You know, I see him every single night when I walk out of work. Do you? I do. Oh, I bumped into him one time and I was so starch. I, I was working in the city and I just I would go on walks in my lunch break and I walk by who looks like David Tell and I'm listening to a podcast and I literally, I had like the over the ear, like behind the ear thing, so I could pull it out and let it just dangle. And I pull, I paused it and I pulled it. Out. I was like, Dave. And he goes, Yeah. I was like, Dave Attell. And he goes, Yeah. Holy shit, huge! And the way I must have said it to him, he was probably like, What does this guy know me like? <laughs> yeah, who are you? Why is he saying it like like we're old pals? <laughs> and like we haven't seen him and like, we haven't seen each other in a long time. And and I was like, oh shit! I'm just a huge fan. I used to love your shows. You've been a, b- a big inspiration. He goes, I'm a comedian too. And he goes, oh yeah. Where do you go up? I'm like, just Open in mic. Jersey. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He goes, you go up anywhere? Uh, I might know. I was like, just in Jersey. <laughs> I'm gonna walk away now. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but like, he was also. I heard he's a very cool guy. So I never cool. had the confidence to talk to him yet. Do it. Do I have. I know. Do it. I haven't had. You don't have I'm, to have confidence. You I know just, what? I'm so. I give like a look. Be careful though, because I got starstruck. Like I even said to him, like, well, when, I see him all the time. He so, probably has seen me. I feel like we've seen each other, but we just good. We don't say anything. Good. But like, I, I, He's I'm nice building guy. up the confidence to be like, because then like, okay, so I got cool with one of the bartenders at the comedy cellar because we. So sometimes after work, I go to the bar next door. Okay. And then the comedy cellar bartenders go to that bar too and they hang out so and they hang out and i've seen some comics there too yeah no it's like epstein's island but safer (laughs) (laughs) but just some comics (laughs) yeah there's people that get you in you know give a good word for you that's what you wanted to go to epstein's islands for you unless you want to go for kid fucking then no no it's a bad place to go the next fucking top movie yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you want to be the next top gun go to epstein's island yeah um no but i got cool with some of the the bartenders and this one day we were walking out because both our cars were like parked by the same area 
and he goes yo dave and then dave was like yo and he gives him like a little handshake and i'm next to him and i just like look down i'm just like eh. like i don't know what to i didn't know what to say or do well he didn't say anything to me but i do i, I see him every single night when i walk out and i try to give him like a little eye contact or like a little head nod here and there and then one day though i feel like i will Super I got the nice. confidence. So, but I heard but then the, the bartender told me he was like, dude, he's super nice. Like yeah. you could say you could say what's up, Dave. He goes, All you have to do is, yo, Dave, what's up? Or like, like, yo, Dave, and he'll be like, yo, and then Yeah. So he's also like humble as fuck. So like when I said I bumped at him and I said, Oh, I only do Jersey Mike goes, Oh, well, I'll probably be seeing you in the city soon. Like definitely say hello when you do. And then like he pulled out his phone and I was like, Ooh, maybe this is like almost like he's getting ready to dial nine one one. I was like, uh, well anyway, I just want to say I'm a a really big fan and, and like this is awesome and, and and I wanted to take a picture, but in my head, it didn't come to me. Like yeah. it, it was I more I would like- I'm more of a I wanna be in the moment. I have my phone, I have the watch, it gives me notifications. I fucking most of the time, unless I see like my brother, my dad, that's or my sister, a notification from them, I'm like, okay, this could be important. I need to check it. And if it's not, I'm like, okay, never mind. But like other than that, I'm like, anything else can wait. I want to respond to people in a timely manner. However, I have to be in the moment. Yeah. And like sometimes I'm in the moment. Or I'm not in a moment. I'm at work and it's like, oh, you text me? I could respond right the fuck away. But sometimes I'm at work and I'm also in a meeting and it's like, if I pull up my phone right now and respond, I might get in trouble. Let me just wait. I suck at responding. <laughs> I'm not going to say I won't comment. I won't comment. <laughs> You're the first person who got I'll say, How about this? I will say you have gotten exponentially better. Thank and, you. Yes. Thank you. Bow, bow, bow. Curtsy, I, curtsy. So uh, my yeah, big I thing, I, I think I even told you this, but like my big thing was I would, how do I say this without sounding like a bit, like, like, uh, I would want to respond. This is, this is back before I had an iPhone too. So there was no letting you know the bubble, text bubble of you type and shit uh, out. Text bubble. Yeah. I would type out a message and I'd be like, yeah, but. You don't want to seem desperate. Don't respond right now. Well, that was a big so thing. That would, was a big thing. Was like, I oh, would if type they, a whole message, <laughs> they, yeah, and and like almost set a timer. Back when I had Android, I can schedule a message. So I'm like, I would hope they didn't respond to anything That's in crazy. the meantime. Yeah. But like, oh, set a reminder. How, how about you know what? I'm actually so embarrassed of this that I'm going to tell you guys, so you guys can, if you do this, you don't do it anymore, and I don't do it anymore. But I used to do this thing where. I would do the same or double the amount of time that you responded to me to respond. Oh my God. Like if you took an hour, I'm going to take two. One to two hours. I, ha- I can't. It has to be between <laughs> one and two. I would take like one to two weeks. But that's, that, but that's what ends like up. Like one to two days. That's what ends up happening. I know. And the thing is, is like, you, I don't even mean to do it on people purpose. People get busy. And that's the thing. Like that was me being immature. Right. Yeah. Well, that was a, that was a big thing. Even like when like a like ten years ago, like when I was in high school, like it was like it was like that. Like, oh, if they didn't respond, they weren't into you. Or like, oh, if they respond, you take double the time to respond back to them. So you don't seem too desperate. That was my and that was training. the thing. Yeah. Now, when we're, we're older now, I don't like I don't even think about. It. I can respond in two seconds. I I'm just 
I'm not a person, for my age, I'm not a person that's on their phone a lot. Like, I, sometimes I don't go on Instagram for two to three days at a time. Uh, and I, I just I just don't. So I will go and, like, I'll look at, like, my group chat. I can't. Like, well, like, my group chat, like, they'll send, me- like, memes and messages. I wish and, I like, could do what you said. I, I, I don't know. I just do. I don't go on Twitter for days at a time. I don't go on Instagram for days at a time. I just, or like some, I'll go on, I'll see my group chat, but I don't scroll. Yes. Okay. Then that I can agree. All right. So. Like, I'll, I'll just go see my messages because like our group chat, we send like funny shit or whatever. But like, I don't, I don't have to like, I don't, I don't stay on it for hours at a time. But then sometimes I'll get stuck on it and I'll be on Instagram for like 45 minutes, an hour you know, whatever, and I'll get stuck in like a rabbit hole, but I can go days without going on it and I don't feel anything. So one of the best things to happen on October 7th was... <laughs> War. I know, right? Was revenge. <laughs> no. No, 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 Jokes, jokes, guys. Come on, guys. I'm a comedian. No. Uh, now I get why Tony does that. Like, just in case anybody doesn't get what I'm joking. I'm joking. No, no. But like the, the, cra- the crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Praise Allah. <laughs> um, one of the greatest thing was, is it was though I saw so much negativity and so much shit that was going to get me either angry or sad or mad that I was like, I'm taking a social media break. And now it, it is true. Like what you said, like, I wish I can go more than fucking one day without fucking going on there i can do one day max because if i pull it up right now i'm gonna show you the thing is like i get so frustrated with this isn't gonna be as many social media sometimes i'm like i don't need this right now i only have four people who message me one one that one sent one this one said four manny manny loves to send me four plus things and then <laughs> yeah like two. i have a, I have so a friend like, that like, so like you, when i have people <laughs> yeah, who just send me shit all day so it's like 20 memes i'm like oh fuck i'm in for one but it's fine I, if i don't catch up by tomorrow that four plus while it won't show will be like 19 plus and it yeah. might only be like five to six right now but it's gonna tr- I don't. I don't watch them all sometimes, but like then like I'll go the back Jews. and like, like watch you them. Keep letting them multiply. They just, <laughs> you have to eradicate them. From, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I am kidding. I had to, uh, so, There's so <laughs> many. <of that. laughs> there's not for so little that there are. They cause so many problems. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're, it's they're complaining. <laughs> That's why they make themselves so prominent. <laughs> That's why they're all in good shape. I'll tell you that. How they're many not. fat Jews do you see? The only fat Jews you see are the ones that don't complain. Mm-hmm. The rabbis. No. <laughs> they're pretty big. Their hats are pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> they have cool hats. Honestly, they do. Dude, I made a his. The the highlight of my week this week was on Monday. A Hasidic guy walked in. To the to the bar that I was at up in Pearl River, uh, Uncle Tommy's. I'll play that for poke my jokes. Oh my god, I I just heard about that place. Yeah, you gotta go. Come with me tomorrow if you want. I if you want a carpool, tomorrow. never mind. Sorry, never mind. Next time you're off on a Monday, if you want a carpool, if it helps, it's probably gonna be a while. I work. You but- do that, then that's fine. I get it. <laughs> I work. Um, since I've been working in the city again, it's been about six months. It's been the since the end of July. I've been working back in the city, and I work. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. And I work no. from like 7 to 3 a.m. So that's why like I haven't gone to like, and I miss it. I really like, I felt, I feel something. I don't know what the word is because like, I'm so grateful for like transitioning almost into like 
New York mics and like the New York comedy scene. Yeah. But like I missed the Jersey one because I started out with the Jersey one. I've been almost a year with you guys and I built a, a, like a relationship with a lot of you guys. I got, I got close to a lot of you guys in the last year of me doing it. And then I started working in New York. And then I missed now half the week of mics. Because Thursday through Friday mics, or th- Thursday through Sunday, I should say, um, the mics were not like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday mics. Were, they're pretty fun. Yeah. Like we well, have like they, they were the fun or in the city they might be more fun than in Jersey. Uh, I know, but like they were they were <laughs> yeah they're mics you know yeah, what I mean they're, they're mics. mics you know they're mics they're fucking mics yeah. but the the thing is is their relationship with the people yeah. as we were talking about well, before. Yeah. So like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know what I mean? We had Ambassador. We had uh, Tuesday. Yeah. Where, where were Tuesday mics? Tuesday we. Uh, uh, oh, you and you weren't part of the when we were doing. Um, no, I wasn't. Reserve. I, no, I didn't do it. Where, where there was we? nothing then Tuesday. No, maybe not. I Nikki, worked a lot of Tuesdays. Nikki did a oh, Tuesday. Oh, Nikki's was Tuesday. And then they changed to Wednesdays. I didn't, but then I was working always Wednesdays and it changed to like six o'clock and I couldn't make them or seven o'clock or something like that. Something stupid. Something like that. Because we kept getting in arguments stupid. with the regulars. They were a lot of that. Yeah. I've that was been doing tonight. comedy long enough that I know two things. One, don't argue don't first of all don't shit on the venue you're at aka don't shit on the patrons who love that venue yeah. because they love that venue they chose to be there if you're if you're like oh this fucking place sucks anybody who comes in here is a loser it's like hey wait yeah i chose to come in here single day yeah. and i love this place so now i don't agree with you're already now saying something complain to the owner well, not even that not even that but just like just comedically speaking i'm now in a hole because i already you don't agree with that with my opinion of this venue. So now what else? It's almost like if you put yourself in holes, it's like now what else will I not agree with you on? Or I'm going to now I'm like, gonna look at you negatively. Which is why I like to do the self-deprecation jokes up front. Or even observation. Like I look like this thing that's a negative. I try to make it a negative. Yeah. Because then it's like, okay, yeah, he doesn't think he's fucking tough shit being up there with the confidence to get on stage. I can get on stage and then they try it one time. And like, you know, I can't do that. Yeah, well, a lot of people say that too. With like, oh, they think they're all big and tough, and then it's like they well, do it, and they can't. And then you fucking try to go up there, and and you know what I mean. Like you say jokes for five minutes. Like, well, that's the thing too with like comedy, which I love, is that the most feared thing with human beings is public speaking. Yeah, that's like one of the most feared things is that people are they to speak out loud in a in a whole room of people, and especially with comedy. You're saying your stuff. Yeah. You're not reading a speech. You're not saying things off a textbook. You're not saying things somebody told you that you're repeating. It's you. And and people are scared of that. People are very afraid. Of, be, of revealing themselves. Yes. Everybody wants to talk about themselves until people are listening. Exactly. Then it gets scary. And the thing is. like, And I noticed like, that. I've always not gave a fuck about what people think. Like I've I've always been like that. I care with what my people care about. Like I care about what my mom thinks about me. I care about my what my brother. Like you know what I mean. Like then I'll be like, oh fuck, like you know I have to. They fuck. They don't. You know what I mean. I have to like you know go to like uh, how does it like, like? No, I get it though. You know what because I mean. Like, like, it's like, very much like my mother. My late mother, God rest her soul. It's like she would. She she had the best line. I remember one of the, like, I'm going to paraphrase here, but it's like, uh, 
fuck you seen you're gonna get mad at me for doing this wrong i'm sorry that's my brother uh it's like i don't care uh, if you're jo- call call the police call the fbi call the cia call george bush i don't care i'm going to say whatever the fuck i want to say yes and i was like yeah that inspired respect that yeah it embarrassed me when she would say that he ain't like me all much mom <laughs> What are you doing? Oh, this is a power teacher conference. <laughs> We're at Burger King right now. <laughs> They're telling you you can only get two sauces on <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, We're at Subway. I don't need the sauce, mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it said $5 vote long. It's, it's $5.99 with tax. Like, it's okay. <laughs> you do not have to threaten them. <laughs> with the CIA. Please. <laughs> what is this? Why are you bringing up George Bush? What is George Bush going to do with this? What is she? What is he? What? Mom. Ha. <laughs> huh. Mom, can we just get the, the, the food and go home, please? I'm I remember, starving. <laughs> yo, how much she would embarrass, and I'm putting in uh, air air quotes, embarrass me. They can't, because it's audio only. I got to do that for them. Uh, air quotes, she would embarrass me. But realistically, those were the moments where I realized she ingrained into me, you have to fucking be yourself no matter what. Yeah. And some of the things I'll say on stage are embarrassing as fuck. Yeah. I feel like comics do that, though, like with themselves. We yeah, say embarrassing to. stories. We say times you know we couldn't fucking come. We say times where we got stood up. No, I don't. I don't do any of those. I don't do any of those. <laughs> I, I, I don't do know about you, but I don't do any of those. All right. <laughs> I only talk about how everything worked out every time. And even if it didn't work out, guess what? The punchline is going to be, it worked out, all right? Because everything works out for me. Because God has my back, okay? Maybe if you had God in your... No, I'm yeah, no, no, yeah. Maybe, maybe uh, if I prayed a little bit more prayed, before just, I got in the car. Just ask, just ask. <laughs> Just do a quick prayer. It's quick, it's easy. It takes like two and a half minutes max. It depends on the prayer. You can I do it know. while you're driving. Uh, I've seen... I... I... St- uh, I didn't believe in God for a very long time. I never really believed in God. I've never not believed in God. I just stopped believing in religion. I never believed in God. What? Yeah. How? I never did. Never? Even going to Catholic school. No. I never I never believed God. I never believed that this person could take away sin and suffering and you pray to him and he... What part makes you not want to believe? So... There's, I feel like there's multiple parts, but as I got older and I went through a lot, I, I do believe now that there is some type of something out yeah. there. That's God. You don't want to call it. It's all right. It's all right. You don't want to, I know you don't want to. We don't use names around You don't want to okay? name them. Like, we don't want to I don't know what name you like to okay. use. Mine, like, my, my version likes to use Allah. Yeah. I prefer yeah. that too. <laughs> You know, Jesus I call Christ. your version Allah too. So, oh, not that one. No, no, no. he's just a prophet. He's just a prophet. No, yeah, he's not God. So we don't. Yeah, he's not, he is not. But he's like, like the son or I, whatever of God. But. I get what you mean. But yeah, no, I've never believed in a God. I've never believed so strongly in but in, you in, have, in a faith. But you have. Where, but you there's know how something. I know that? You said to me, there have been times where you like almost asked for help, right? Is that, is that what you said? Well, yeah, that's what I mean. So then, but then also like I've... You know like, there's something out there. I, that's what I mean. So then I've came to terms where like there's something out there where there was nothing else that I could have done. And I've just been like, okay, who's ever listening up there? God, 
somebody call I, Mala. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Am I say that? Is that racist? If you say that, no. No. I can convert you into to Islam. Oh my real god, quick. like right now? Yeah. Do you want to do it? But I walk out of here wearing like a hijab. <laughs> if you want. Uh, <laughs> you have an extra one? No, there? but I can give you like a towel. Like it's not a it'll be like a makeshift hijab. I'll put like my bandana that I'm wearing like around yeah, my neck, I'll around my head. Yes. I can we can do makeshift <laughs> and, until then. I can give him uh, oh where are you? I'll let you use my kofia. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what a kofi is. The Arab, like it's the thing behind you. The one the, that looks like a beanie. The one that looks like a like terrorist garb. <laughs> That's the easiest way to describe it because, like, this is how you blend in and not use terrorist garb. Let's see if I can do this without offending all of my equipment. Okay, I'm I got it. it. <laughs> this thing. See, I don't have the traditional color. Oh, my God. Okay, so I used to wear those in sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah, I used to wear them in sixth grade around, like, yeah, just like that. You throw it on, throw it over the shoulder. I used to wear them with a new pair of Jordans. Yo, (laughs) this shit had a comeback. Bro, I used to set that out on my first day of school. Yo, just like that. Oh, wait. What, 2010? Excuse me. This shit was my. I had one in every color. They were so great. Yeah, that means you're pro-Palestine. That was like a... <laughs> I hope you know that now. So everybody who wants to cancel her, all you Zionists out there, just know she decided with Palestine. Not Hamas, Palestine. Not Hamas, Palestine. <laughs> that was like when the song like A-Rab Money came out. Yo. <laughs> and and um, when like Barack Obama came president, it was like, my president is black. My land blow. My land, my land blow is blue. blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those are those scarves yeah those those I, were the shit they used to do, sell them if you do want to convert whenever you're ready i can tell you there's just words you just say these words in a certain order and then guess what poof you're a muslim oh my god i feel like a genie would pop up no no genies and there's no i feel like, like genies are Arab. genies are jinn yeah they're Arab. Arab. they are Arab. right yeah 100%. i feel like if a genie like they're they're so, like aladdin like that's what mm, i think of and he was like you shouldn't talk about them at the nighttime so i'm gonna call them the others okay genies mm, let's not talk about them at nighttime <laughs> okay you can keep saying if you want something gonna bad might happen to you is all i'm saying just stop calling them <laughs> i'm you gonna keep have to pray before i get in the car yeah now. you should oh now you're believing in god again huh <laughs> oh 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 when when you got fucking evil behind your back you're like god exists but when no evil and everything's good you're like yeah god i'm doing this all yeah, on my own god, huh? i'm good Psych. thank you <laughs> dude Every day I love, I wake up and I thank him. And that was a, a big thing that changed my my mentality was being more thankful. And once I was thankful for everything he gave me, it was almost like he started giving me more things so I can keep being thankful. And then I was like, oh, I see what you're doing, God. I, I just like got to keep reminding you like, I'm thankful. I feel like that's the thing with like karma though. You know, like the, what the Buddhists believe in is that like they you do, you they, do good and then good comes Islam. to you. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing with you. That's Islam. Islam. Like, that's but Islam, Islam the, Buddhism, like, it's, it's all of it. It's like, all the same if you understand the main principles. Well, that's the thing do with Christianity too. Yes. It's the same thing with God. And the sa- that's the whole thing. You do yeah, good and yo, then good comes back. But that's like the karmic thing of the world. I have an Android. You have an iPhone. They both have <laughs> smartphones. They both do the same thing. The only difference is what you call yours. Wait, I have. Can we take a five? Let's do it. The, okay. Yes. <laughs> 
And we are back. Bathroom break number two. Bathroom breaks are healthy. They're really good. And podcasts, that's the thing. Like, you can't do a live podcast because of the bathroom breaks. You have to pee. Like, you have to, you got to go. Well, especially if you, like, I worked out and I drank two huge bottles of water and then another fucking thing of pre-workout that made you fucking want to piss your pants because it just hydrated you the fuck out of you so it's like i've been peeing more than i've been drinking water which doesn't make sense when you pee out more than you take in <laughs> your body's just like i'm getting rid of the fuck i'm getting rid Ex- of this shit yeah okay. i think that's actually now that i'm thinking about it, that's probably my pee, my pre-workouts like oh we'll help you lose weight how like to pee out the- will make you pee more than you drink water. well i had to stop drinking beer because I feel like the beer skips my liver and goes straight to my bladder. Like, I can't drink beer without peeing without every five minutes. It's like, it it annoys me. Like, I I physically get annoyed because I have to pee so bad to the point where I can't hold it. So, I don't don't know if that's like a me problem. Well, it depends. Did you break the seal? Well, I guess when you're important. when you're drinking and you pee the first time, I guess you break the seal. But with beer, it kind of takes a while to get to the point of being drunk. Which help which is why you'll be yeah. at the bathroom more often. But like right. I pee so often when I drink beer. I, I can't I can't do it anymore. Okay. But I can drink liquor. Lick because you're drinking less substances. That's true. It does it yeah, that's true. Because you're drinking it's so the amount. I was drink so I was drinking with one of my friends and he we drank like two uh like uh pint like pints of not even pints. What are the what are the um the liters, I guess, of beer? A liter. I don't know. I thought they like, were in pint glasses. No, like uh, and a can, like that you get at a store. A tall boy. Tall boy. Okay. So we can like two of that. those. Yeah, I don't know how many. Forty. Forty. Yeah, like forty. Maybe. Let's say. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they put it in a can and it's like it, it <laughs> takes a stigma away from it. There was <laughs> no. It's actually thirty-nine. It's a thirty-nine. It's thirty-nine ounces. Thirty-nine point nine. Actually, we make sure so. we don't call ourselves an official forty. <laughs> What's what's the brand of the forty ounce that like is old English? Old English. Okay, so that's like a New Jersey one. So when I was growing up, my mom's boyfriend, um, he had a friend who he called Shorty. He was a black man who only drank old English forty ounces. Yeah, and <laughs> that's where that's where I originally yeah. that's where I originally got it from. Um, oh. and I used to sometimes yeah like I would be like and he would just be off the old English all the time i was about like probably 13 years old and he was just like because old english is malt liquor yeah well it's a very and it's a cheap beer it's it's, it's very not cheap. beer it's malt liquor oh <laughs> yeah that's why they get fucked up off of it well it's watered down liquor it's f- yeah, and 40 ounces of it like so you're it, yeah it's a, it has the it has the appearance of beer it's it's the vegetarian it's the vegan option of beer it's like, when, the, it's when like an you're impossible like burger beer nuggets yeah yeah it's like, oh, it looks like beer, but it's actually made of liquor. But like we water it down so it has the consistency of beer. And I remember uh, in rugby, uh, they used to make, they didn't make us drink, but you had to kind of drink to, to socialize and blend in with the players. And so I would drink and they would make us, um, what were they called? Golden monkeys? That sounds racist. I, I forgot what it was called. Oh, now that you say that. <laughs> Yeah, it was, I forgot what it's called, but uh, you know Don't what? say that in the wrong neighborhood. Let me let me Google it real quick. Just Is that in what case. they're calling a white rapper? What's it 
called when you mix a 40 with OJ. It's called something. A brass monkey. It's called a brass monkey. The sweet acidity of OJ cuts back the 40 flavor. Note, the typical recipe calls for the person to drink down to the label, then fill to the top, which is what we would do. You drink the 40 down to the label, then you put orange juice in there, and you turn it upside down, you turn it back up, and it's so much easier to drink the rest of it. I wonder why you play rugby with like just like your- No pads. (laughs) I was going to say that because you don't feel feel anything. (laughs) We're in cleats, tall socks for no reason, short shorts- also, tall socks All for the, the only reason. Oh, the brass monkey. Brass monkey in your system from the night before. Uh, some people would drink a little bit before the I day. I was going to say, or the morning of. I, can, I could never. I feel like I couldn't do I something physically and, do, and drink and do something physically. I don't know if I could. That's different. I could. Yeah. No. But my thing was, um, so... In my drinking, in my drinking times, I remember only one time ever I was so, and it was just also, shout out to Yelp because they, they were cool as shit at certain times. They had uh, a kegerator in their office. And so like after hours, you can have a drink with your coworkers. And they said, try not to have more than two. So like, don't, don't make a problem. Because, like, you have more have than fun. two. Don't let us know about it. Don't let us know your racist tendencies after two beers. <laughs> Those are slurring, okay? <laughs> then it gets a problem. Like, there was no regulation. Don't bring out the brass monkey, okay? <laughs> but there was no regulation, right? So that was, that was a beautiful thing. And I remember one day I had drank so much the night before that I got to work and I was so hungover that I poured a half a cup of beer and I drank it. And the security guard walks in and he's like, you're lucky I like you, Yusef. No more, though. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want any more. That better be coffee. Yeah. I drank it. Ten minutes later, my stomach started burbling, and I just threw it all up. And then just drank water, and I felt better that way. Sometimes you got to get the poison out. water. Yeah. No, sometimes with drinking, you got to throw up to to make yourself feel better. I don't For know. For what reason? I don't know what the fuck it is. I've made myself throw up. I've never done that. But we drink when I what when I would drink and like be hungover the next day, I would just I would have to puke it out. Yeah. And then I would just go along with my day. But this is the thing, like I I've been working in bars since I'm sixteen and this is ten years. Ten years I'm like working in bars and now that I've like learned almost how to like control my drinking or like learned how to drink where like before I would just get like fucked up or I would drink too much and then I wouldn't know my limit or especially like being at work you get that's the greatest thing but also the worst is being like working at a bar because you can drink for free oh yeah like if you have drinks exactly you're drinking the well liquor you're getting there fast not even that like oh in my college days there was this one bar that used to have one dollar beers. There's a bar next to us that Which does. They were like the small. They weren't like the full. Oh, like, that's dangerous. But they, they, like, they're the small cups. Yeah, like they're the smaller. Yeah, they're not like a pint. They're like a I yeah. Think they're like, like whatever, maybe yeah. eight ounces. Yeah, they're like half a pint, probably. But like, like for a dollar. 
And sometimes they a would dollar? give you sometimes they would give you the glass stein. Like if you were a regular. Oh they know, yeah. They're like, so they're like this guy, he let's not waste plastic on this guy. He's gonna use thirteen cups tonight <laughs> at least and walk out with a thirteen dollar tab and a seven dollar tip and drank thirteen cups of beer for twenty bucks. And I was like, Oh, it's dangerous. It's a great time. Oh, it's a it's great, a great time. time until was, you have that one that hits your stomach the wrong way. Yeah, it's probably the tenth. Anyway, anywhere around the tenth. When you Mark, you either and, don't remember, and, and you were mad, <laughs> yes. and you're outside having a cigarette in the back with your beer, and you're and, <laughs> in the wrong, <clears throat> it went in the wrong hole, and you're like, guys, uh, it's gonna gotta, go either really gotta, good or really bad at that point. I would always be like, guys, uh, hold on, somebody's calling me. I'll be right back, and then they would just hear. Uh, like go puke in the uh, corner. <laughs> like, like, who there, the hell did you call that? I was. I was <laughs> <laughs> no, she's on my window. <laughs> Good callback. Good callback. There was. Uh, I was working in New York. Uh, I was probably about eighteen years old. I was working in a restaurant, and everybody there was older than me. I was the youngest person there. Every place I've worked, I've always been the youngest person always been the youngest person so everybody was in their late 20s i was 18 years old and i would go out with them and drink and there was a place on like 49th and 9th avenue that we used to go after work and they would have pints of beer like in um do you remember when like you had like a kid's party and they would put soda in like a plastic jug um, like You're talking I, about the tall cup like looks like a martini cup but it's like just long handle it or looks different? like uh, it looks like a, a grandma's making lemonade in it. Oh, the pictures. Like a picture, pitcher. yeah. Like yeah. a picture. Okay, a picture. They would have pictures of beer for $3. Oh, oh, oh that's my God. dangerous. That, it was so dangerous. dangerous. It was so dangerous. We would go there it, and we would have like nine of them for like five of us. And we would just get belligerently drunk off of beer. And I would catch the last bus at 3.20 in the morning going back going back to new jersey <laughs> i don't know how you could do that I, it was bad it was it was really bad like I, you're also like i get that too if you're the youngest one you're like you have that you need to fit in mentality yes and also i and, didn't get id'd because i was with them who went to the bar every day they knew them and they were just oh this is our new co-worker huh. so i would just go out with them no, i get it though and like, i would and i i was at, i was at that point in my life where like that's what i wanted I didn't, I was always like, I always had, I feel like a wild card somewhere in me where like I would do like crazy shit for no reason. So now you're, you're reminding me. Of, all right. So one of the things I loved about rugby was I was a little brother for the first time in my life when I joined the team as a freshman because I had people older than me. Like, what, what, yeah. Like, yeah, I had friends that were older than me in, in high school and all that, but, like, it was different when... It's different being when out you're of school. on a team, too. When you're on a team, I think it's a team Yeah, thing I've never been on a team. when you're on a sports team and you go through the punishments of practice, you develop a bond. It's the same way, like, same you'll way develop a bond when everybody is mad at the same person at the same time. You're like, yeah, but remember when we were all fucking, like, fuck that guy? It's like, yeah, hey, remember when we were like, fuck coach for fucking making us do those sprints but also look how much better shape we're in the point of what i'm saying is like i was always the big brother in my entire life until college where i became the little brother and i knew 
I was like, oh, I, I have to, whatever they say, I have to do. There was a thing in rugby, uh, it's called the golf ball, where the older players would keep golf balls in their pockets. And if they put it in any drink that you're holding in your hand, you have to chug the whole thing. I didn't know that rule. <laughs> that just sounds like a frat party. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like hazing, right? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. it gets better because they hazed me technically, even though I will never count it as hazing and I will never call them hazing. But like, I would call it very clever trickery. That's what I would call it. <laughs> they were playing beer pong and they're like, Yousef, freshman, go get us more beer for beer pong. I have a whole pitcher of beer. And I'm bringing it to the table. And all of a sudden, as I'm walking, some guy just like nonchalantly does, oh, and drops a golf ball on there. I'm like, <laughs> funny. That's stupid. Why would you do that? And then I put you it on the, like, ta- the picture. And then I put it on the table. And they're like, and the guy who dropped it, and he's like, yo, he didn't drink. It's like, what? He's like, yeah, no, I didn't. I'm bringing this for you guys for, for beer pong. He goes, no, don't you know the rules? Like, if they put a golf ball in your drink, you have to chug the whole thing. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a funny, that's a good one, guys. Yeah, no, I can't do that. And like, no, you have to do that or you're off the team. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and it probably wasn't that I would have been off the you're team. Like, guys, we have practice way, at 8 a.m. tomorrow. By the way, only he said that. Nobody backed him up. <laughs> but it was enough of him being older than me and being like, I want his approval that I was like, all right, I got this. And I, ch- I guess I'm chugging now. <laughs> I chugged it. I stayed there for 10 seconds. I, in the least nonchalant, but me trying to be nonchalant way was like, yeah, I'm going to uh, go outside for a cigarette. Yeah, this is great. And then I go outside. I rush outside to throw up the, 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 the fucking pu- like picture the whole of picture beer, beer. I just drank. It's rough sometimes, like, trying to, like, uh, quote-unquote, fit in. Fit in. That was a better one. Fit yeah, in. like, just be, like, almost accept. Or, like, no, I could do this. This is no problem. Yeah, I could do 20 shots. Yeah, no. You're doing it? You want me to do it? Yeah, cool. We'll do it. It's, and it's just, like, fuck. Like, it's just the, the, the things we sometimes do to be accepted by people or, like, try to, like, be cool or, like, fit in or just try to just be there with people is it's just so torturing yeah to to do to yourself when it's not even like you being you it's just you just trying so that's peer pressure yeah yeah and and you know the crazy thing is like and i'll I'll admit it now you know like my sister whether you hear this now shout out to you uh, or you hear this in the future my one the older of the two sisters is in high school and she was friends with a bad group of kids and they were vaping and I love how like side note like that's weed, a though. that's a bad cigarettes thing now. And, no, it was cigarettes <laughs> and weed in the bathroom. Yeah, it's not Oh, in the bathroom. Wow, we wouldn't even do that in as school. As freshmen. Whoa. Well, well, when we were kids, we only had cigarettes. We didn't have the vape option. Yeah, right? vape wasn't a thing. Vape was not a thing. And so there was no smoking a cigarette in the bathroom. That would, like, you're going to, but you can vape in a bathroom and not get caught. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, for like, sure. But we that, wouldn't. Yeah, nobody would really smoke cigarettes. That would be like an '80s thing, like for us. Like, but we would smoke. Like I, you know, we would smoke outside and like in outside the gym. When like you in had the field a or time something. to be away from and in fresh air, yeah, yeah. And and that was the difference. And so like I was just worried. I was like, you're with these kids, and I was like, and your vape. You, she only wanted to admit in front of my dad. And I'm sorry, I'm blowing up your spot. Don't don't not like that. My dad listens to my podcast anyway. <laughs> uh, but like, she would only hit the nicotine vape, but the other kids would hit the weed vapes. And oh, I'm like, like the weed, the oil pens or something. Yeah, and I'm like, but all it's gonna take is one of them to convince you, or then a teacher comes in and it's in your hands, and now you get in trouble for something you weren't even trying to do, or maybe you did do. Right. Like it's not worth it. And I'm trying to explain it to her because like. To get back to this, when I got caught by my dad, I was a junior in high school, and I just started smoking weed, and I had, my dad was supposed to have gone to my grandma's house with my stepmom, who was pregnant at the time. It's always that moment. They were supposed to go to Well, that was perfect. Yeah. They're going to, yo, they're going to my grandma's house. There's no, it takes 20 minutes to get there, at least 20 minutes to get back. There's no way they're going to be there for less than, I have more than an hour. I'm chilling. But apparently, I was was like, but and in my head, I was like, yo, I'm going to be smart. As soon as they leave, let me hit that shit. Yep. So that way, by the time they get back, I'll, I'll, good. I'll, I'll either be, be a sleeper. They won't even know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. And instead, apparently, my stepmom forgot something or she felt weird. So on the way there, they turned around and came back as I'm coming back. So I left the front door unlocked. I went around to the backyard to smoke my weed, come back to the front yard, not even notice my dad's car in the driveway. Go to the front door to try to open the door and it's locked. So now I'm like, my asshole brother, he locked me out. So I'm knocking on the door, ringing the doorbell. And then my dad opens it, and I was like, oh, fuck. That sobered you up real quick. <laughs> He's like, where were you? Like, huh? He goes, <laughs> the huh? He goes, why do you smell like smoke? I was like, huh? Because again, I'm high as shit. I don't know how to answer anything. Right, right, right. And he goes, why do you smell like smoke? And I said, uh, I was smoking a cigarette. Uh, like, I thought you guys were going to be back, so I just went around the block and smoked a cigarette. He goes, that doesn't smell like cigarette. Oh, fuck. That smells like weed. Where's the weed? I was like, I smoked it all. <laughs> I smoked it all. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> and he just looked at me, and he said, I'm so disappointed in you. Oh, those are the worst words. And I started crying. Yeah, those are bad words. That was those, so those much words more worse than anything he could have ever said. The worst was um, the worst was when I was uh, really badly uh, in my drug days, and my mom called me this one day. You know, it's 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 one of those things where you're like. She's going to be like, they're going to be out, right? She's going to be asleep. It was like two o'clock in the morning. And for some reason, she calls me. 
I'm at my friend's house. We we could smoke in one of my friend's house. He had like one of those houses where yeah, you could like smoke in them. Shit. Yeah. So we're smoking. We're cigarettes hanging out. Everything. Everything. You yeah. could smoke weed in there. You couldn't smoke cigarettes in the house, but like you could smoke weed in there. So we, we were smoking weed. That's we're strange. hanging out. My my friend's house actually was the opposite. Now that I think about it, we had to smoke weed outside, but we could smoke cigarettes inside. That's so funny. I love <laughs> those houses. Yeah. Like it's so weird, right? It's like like you where touch you touch the can... wall, I'm like, oh, this is oily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why is it yellow tint? Oh, it's really white. Like it's supposed to be, yeah. You know, she had those houses where you could smoke weed. Like the the parents didn't really care, or like her dad didn't really care. So we were smoking weed, but like I was doing a lot of like I was doing Xanax and and whatever during those days too. And um, and uh, my mom calls me. It's like two o'clock in the morning, and she's like, "When are you coming home? Why are you not home?" Blah, blah. So I'm like, I'm like, all right, guys, I guess I got to go home. Like, she's kind of on me right now. Like, and usually my mom, like, she does not care. Like, my mom is the type of like, okay, whatever. I come <laughs> home at like five o'clock in the morning and she's just like, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? She's like, doesn't give a shit. Like, so, but she knew, like, my mom has a very, I feel like knowing my mom now and we came a very long way, she has like a sixth sense of like, people doing drugs and that's probably because my father because my father is like very you don't ever talk about him to me so i don't know anything about him no i don't that's fair if you don't want to you don't have to because i don't talk about him because he he's a person that struggles with addiction i'll just put that out there that's so you don't have to say anymore if you don't want to but all i'm saying is i understand yeah so that's kind of just my father like he struggles badly with addiction he left when i was a young girl um he didn't come back he left when i was about 10 he didn't come back till i was about 18 and he still till this day i'm 25 gonna be 26 years old still struggles with addiction and it got so bad to the point where he went a wall with addiction and that's kind of like where he's at so my mom uh, has a very sick, sick sense of, of drugs. Because she doesn't want to see it again. She doesn't want to see it again, and I she, get that. she knows. Like you it's see a the signs. fucking sick thing. Well, it's yes. awesome. It's like the longer you do comedy, you start seeing. Did you see people. it? Yeah, yeah, you see, you see people who get started out oh, versus people tell. who've been doing it. And yes. I'm like, oh, I see. Now you're on like your three to six month period where you're not getting yes. laughs, and so now you're just trying to say things that'll make people that uncomfortable. Just, make people laugh. yeah. just or, so they can make a reaction. <laughs> yeah, do anything just to get yeah, something. pedophiles, huh? Like, <laughs> yeah, I got a reaction. <laughs> My you, thing was uh, at the time was. Um, I have the best immune system because when me and my brother were kids, we used to put coins in our mouth and pretend we were a lottery machine and like uh, and <laughs> spit the coins out. And so my dad said like, oh, you don't you know coins, are, they fall on the ground where there's people step on and there's sh- dog shit. And then... And you just picked them up. And then I was like, well, that, that's a small price to pay for... A great immune system, and it wasn't a great joke, but a lot of the time people be like, "Oh, oh, oh, that's gross." Oh, like, yeah, I'm you like, got something like, from it. Uh, I'm getting yeah. reactions the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the punchline <laughs> was not so good, but reactions the whole time. Like, yeah, you got groan. like a face. I got groans <laughs> the whole time. I love it. Yeah, groans. I love it. <laughs> I know, right? When it's not even a laugh, but you get like because, a face and you're like, oh, okay, I got something well, that, that could well, work. Can I tell <laughs> like, you? That's so crazy. Can I tell you what I think it is? Is when you're on stage, you notice that some things you say elicit an emotional reaction. Yes. 
And that's usually supposed to be laughter. But when you can't get laughter, you still want to elicit an emotional reaction in the beginning. And I'm only speaking mainly from me seeing the me in my own phases of comedy reenacted. Almost like what when they say history repeats itself. I'm like, I'm watching history repeat itself. I was there. I'm watching them do what I yeah. did. Yes. And I'm like, oh, they can't get laughs right now. So they're just trying to say uncomfortable shit to get you to to react or 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 is this like ongoing stories or just like things that like don't need to be said and they're just like they're just trying like you you feel you actually physically feel them like trying so hard to like do comedy or like do their set and then get nothing in return, but they're they're like putting out like what they said. Like, okay, okay. So on Thursday in City Lounge, like I saw that with with and like listen, I'm very new still, so I can't even like be like okay. You're, hey, this is an observation. Yeah. Be be real. Be, yeah. Go on, queen. Like, <laughs> go off, queen. Go off, queen. Be real with your observation. I'll be a black comic for a couple of seconds. Go off, queen. Thank you for calling me queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so kind. <laughs> oh, are white? Am I not supposed to say it to white women? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I'm supposed to call you Karen. Are there, I think. Go are off, there Karen. are white queens. <laughs> Go off, Karen. Complain. <laughs> Complain about everything. <laughs> that's my set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's me. I love to complain. Oh, me too. I love to complain. Try, if there's one thing to. about me, I try not to complain. But like, if you let me, I will complain oh. for 45 minutes straight. That's why we get along. <laughs> I can complain. I will everything. too. I feel like an old Karen. As oh well. my god! I just I love I love it. Sometimes like, I'm on the like, Karen side sometimes sometimes yeah same sometimes it depends on the situation i get it when you like when when you're in a grocery line the thing is a karen is like a level three pokemon where i'm like the charmander version and i'm not the charizard all right so a pokemon has three levels of evolution (laughs) are you familiar with that (laughs) no no Uh, so a pokemon can start as one pokemon and evolves into a second and then evolves into a final third pokemon the strongest level of the pokemon holy fuck Are you you're seriously not, like i'm blowing your mind right now i feel you're like i still have no idea how to follow this so like a pikachu you familiar with pikachu okay i know pikachu yeah it's, it, it can go, turn into a Raichu. all right now you lost me <laughs> okay then that evolutionary speaking <laughs> that can, sounds like another old english beer that I you know, want to i know drink. i'm like if you don't know what is going on right you are you fucking just, kidding me karen just you know nobody's gonna follow you now like like if you don't get any new followers <laughs> from this is because you don't know anything about pokemon i it's not because my fans are also very shy and hate being on social media i also hate being on social media so shout out to your fans bro my my uh I call them the golf fights. Golf fights. Yeah. I'm here with you. And I stand with you. And they only direct message me. <laughs> they don't want anybody else to know what they think. <laughs> That's it. <I> <laughs> Sometimes they won't even do it on social media. 
like the real main ones that have my contact information will hit me up on like whatsapp and text message and shit holy fuck how do they get that well they're my family and friends oh <laughs> come on now you think i'm like that fucking cool i just give it out to my fans like you think i'm dumb i ain't dumb i, I ain't dumb motherfucker like what would you be my brother how does my brother have my phone number i don't know because he's my brother <laughs> sorry he only has me on whatsapp uh, well that one because he's in puerto rico all right he's omar he's awesome he's in puerto rico he hits me up on yeah, whatsapp but that's still us. but also my brother hits me up on whatsapp too he's also like, paying like really good taxes probably yeah he or no pays taxes. no taxes <laughs> i should say yeah no taxes no i don't taxes. think they get to vote though really that's not, not part bad, of the u.s not a, not a bad trade-off we're missing out on a lot of people dude why are why I, can puerto ricans not not vote no who cares that they can't vote <laughs> why are they not paying taxes no fight that well a part of uh, a lot of people uh moved to austin texas besides joe rogan because of the taxes they don't pay like a property tax or something there's, over there there's something well, yeah they they don't pay i think i think it is property tax or so something something some kind of tax they he, don't pay over there so like how long you've been working in the city over a year i've been working on and off in the city for uh seven years so then you know that you get double taxed yeah okay of course yeah and you're fair so, with that. you're fine with well that. this job i am off the books okay what time stamp i'll cut that out <laughs> I'm not going to cut it out, but I just wanted to make it No, joke. you don't have to because right, I didn't good, really I say where I worked. All right, good. good I didn't really say good, where good, I worked good, good, here. Don't, don't yeah, do that. But, um, no, but I have been on the books in the city. Um, I Okay, so when I first got out of high school, I worked at a moving company in the city. And um, I w- it was probably 20... 2016 2017 i'm i i uh and then but i've been working on and off with different jobs in the city since then so like so and i got double tax yeah so many times you're on the books you're on w2 so i would get i would get double tax but this job i'm at i don't get i'm not okay good it's like really cool yeah double tax sucks which is why i was gonna say like as long as you do under the table shit in the city in the sense of like spots like they they usually pay you in cash on the table kind of shit, right? And like, should we be reporting it? I guess eventually, as comedians, you will if it's going to be your full time commission. So you can also write off that you paid this much for tolls and this much for gas to get to your gig, and your gig only paid you fifty dollars, but you also spent more than fifty dollars to park your car, put <laughs> yeah. gas in, and to pay the tolls. Yeah, you get like you get paid in like drink tickets, but <sighs> also you don't have to claim I do taxes. This I love it. I know, right? I tell myself all the time, I'm like, it's comedy. When I work too, I'm like, I'm like, all right, it's for comedy. Well, it's for comedy. I don't know if you've ever gone rock climbing or if you would enjoy rock climbing. I would love to go with you if you'd like to. I heard there's a place in in Hackensack. There's a bunch of places. But I've gone when I was younger, an indoor place. Yeah. I've gone when I was- We'll go indoor. This is like 15 years ago. We'll go indoor. If you want to go with me, I will take you indoor climbing. That's cool. We can Shannon, and, Shannon and Mark. And Mark go. Yeah, shout out to Shannon. That's my fucking, they go all yeah, the time. Yeah, that's my fucking girl. Yeah. I know. And that's my boy. He yeah. got me into rock climbing. Yeah, she's like, I'm going rock climbing tonight. I'm like, okay, fucking cool. It's so much fun. It's I know. Like, I seen it, it on Instagram and I'll leave the fucking. It's like problem four. solving. But like, it's not, it's not hard if you learn how to do it. First of all, you need the rock climbing shoes, <laughs> which without getting too boring is the front. It's like, you know, steel toes have like, they cover the toes. Yeah. It's like a, almost like a hard front half. 
I like so hard. Like you can put, you know, okay. <laughs> Let's not get inappropriate real quick. Right. <laughs> so whiskey. I got you. We'll save it. We can save it for after the podcast. We could talk later. But anyway, sorry. So front toes are hard. So that way you can put all of your weight on your like if you only okay. have enough for just okay. your like half of your front big toe right, to be on you're like you're, you're, all you're your usually weight, using okay you can almost like angle it so all your weight is going towards there without if it's a regular sneaker it's gonna bend right the other thing oh okay so rock right. climbing shoes are important for that but also if you learn that you climb it's like a ladder you put your hands as high as they can just to not pull yourself you're not using your upper body what you then want to do is get your feet wherever you can to step up the ladder and you're using a little bit of both. Mostly legs, a little bit of arms. But then you have to, they fucking, because when you do too much climbing, you end up having to do shit where you have to jump and grab shit with your arms. So you need your arm at full strength. So you can't be lifting your whole fucking front half up and then fucking try to do that jumping and expect to hold it. Yeah, I don't fun. know about I don't know about this now because I'm not, I'm not good with upper body strength. I feel like if I was often are you good lower cliff, body strength? I don't know if I'm good with my body at all, <laughs> except for using it as like a rag doll. Okay, I'm I'm just kidding. I'm getting but, so cool with my my new gym crunch fitness that today I had a problem logging into my thing that I have to scan to get in. And the guy sees me there every Sunday, and he sees me there, and he goes, what's up, bro? And I was like, I'm having trouble logging into the app. He goes, don't even worry about it, bro. Have a great workout. Oh, my God. That's probably like an, uh, you leveled up. You leveled up at the gym. With him, too, because he's the best. He's the best because he goes around. <laughs> like, the gym closes at 7 o'clock every Sunday. And he goes around at 6.55, and he always does five minutes. And I'm like. Yeah, that's like in comedy when they give the light. Like, I'm almost like before he comes, I'm like, five, right? I got you, bro. How many minutes do we have? How many, also, how many minutes do I have? I have 30 seconds left. Okay, maybe I could get a, I could try I, to get a joke in. I wipe <laughs> down do the machines. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I wipe down the machines. I take off the shit when I'm done and I put it away good, where most yeah. people, like, some people will just leave shit. Listen, I go to Gold's Gym. I pay fucking me. $50 a month. Dude, the sauna does so not, much. the the sauna does not work, okay? That's too I've been much there, then. I've been there for fucking five, six months. The sauna does not work, right? What the fuck am I paying for? I pay for 24 hours because Gold's is 24 hours so I go off to work sometimes. Oh, okay. That helps. That's the only thing. I, that's why I joined. Or else I would have joined Planet Fitness for $10 Or a month. LA Fitness. That's I heard that's expensive. Is it? I heard LA Fitness is like... More than a Gold's? Yeah. No. Yeah. It can't be. Yeah. Because I, I remember... I didn't even know Gold's was like this big... Gym. When I told I somebody I work LA at Gold's... I remember LA Fitness. It was 25 a month. Really? Yeah. But that's far from my house. See, Gold's so, is it's but, but five have minutes the sauna. from my house. That was the thing. They have the sauna. But then they have the sauna and they were 24 hours. So I was like, this is oh, perfect. Yeah, 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 this yeah. is all I need. Sauna doesn't work. Oh. It's 24 crunch, hours. Check Crunch Fitness. Yeah, but I joined the year because if you... If you didn't do the year, it was like $60. And I was like, okay, that's too much for a kid. I get you. <laughs> I don't want to pay more $50, than... $50, though. $50 is more than... But I have to stay committed for an entire year to save $10 a month? Okay, All so... Right. It's going to motivate me to do every month. <laughs> I'm also saving it's $10. It's going to motivate me to do five times a month. <laughs> Let me tell you why. That's worth Because if it. I go five times, it's $10 each, each time. time. So I don't think of it as $50 a month. Oh, 
Right. I think of it as I'm paying ten dollars to go. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah no, I get that. Yeah, and then that's that's why I do that. But um, so I gotta go at least five times a month. <laughs> so I, I have this app called Gym Pass, uh, and it's, it's sponsored through my job that they kind of like subsidize it they're like oh hey, we, oh yeah some jobs do that like yeah. you you have a gym we, you we can do our, a gym membership yeah we need yeah, our people yeah. to be healthy so i only pay like eight dollars a month for so i'm not a braggadocious well, where's guy. the nearest crunch right down the street 10 minutes oh my god it's beautiful that, see that's beautiful that's like it's like, like eight gold? minutes because i have to do a lot of fucking extra okay. driving yeah but like gold? straight shot i probably walk in eight minutes too okay yeah golds for me is five minutes up the yeah. street it's beautiful. It's convenient. So beautiful. And I didn't. I, I found out today from one of the old heads over at the gym that I always see him every Sunday. He's always doing legs, and and I only see him on Sundays because he always goes towards closing time. I found out today. He's like, "Hey, how come I don't see you during the week?" I was like, "Oh, cause you know I got work." And he goes, "You know this place like twenty four hours, like Monday through Friday, right? Or Monday through Thursday, right?" I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, it's 24 hours. Crunch? Yeah. The one that, or at least by me. Yeah, see, that's the thing. So I joined a 24 hour fitness. This is a couple years ago. This is like, this is like five years ago. I joined a 24 hour fitness, and not all of them are 24 hours. So that's a fucking fraud, okay? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a fraud ass gym. But so only the one in like Ramsey, I was working in Westwood at the time. And the one in Ramsey was 24 hours, so it was like 15 minutes from my job. So I would go bad, yeah. after there. Yeah, it wasn't bad. But I was living at the time in, uh, I believe, Creskill, Creskill, or Bergenfield, Creskill, maybe. And it was like 30 plus minutes. So I wouldn't really go during the day. I would usually, I kind of worked almost every day, so I would go after work. But the one by my house wasn't 24 hours. So okay. I was, yeah, so I would I would have no choice yeah. but to go to the Ramsey one. It's a nice gym, though. But it's like you can't promote 24 hours and not be 24, 24 hours. It's like me promoting I'm a whore but don't want to suck dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean. <laughs> like, you think it's a vagina open 24 hours? <laughs> like, you know, that just means the sauna isn't open, you know? <laughs> Yeah, just a steam room. That is a start. Yeah, the steam room is closed, but it's open. the The bottom half is open twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah, you know. So it's just like, come on, like nobody say like you are what you eat. You know. Yeah, well, I must be a piece of shit because I eat shit a, a lot of shit on stage sometimes. <laughs> it's like, oh, you. I hope not physically. I'm the shit. I'm eating so much of it. That's the truth. That would that be... That is kind of the truth. The more shit you eat on... on. And he's like... He, he basically is like... Um, the like the whole country... Like, Germany is the only one who go... He, who, like, went to war, but with the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like... And not only did That's they go to the, the, the... Not only did they go to war with the world... But they went to the they went to war with the world twice, Yo, and then the second did. time they were very close. <laughs> it's it, a very funny bit. It's a very funny bit. And then honestly, he goes into like being Hitler's dog. It's really funny. He has it on a special. It's called Hitler's dog. It's called something and trickery. Um, 
Okay. Fuck. Uh, it's no, on. It's on Netflix. I just I watched it. I, I, just I watched saw it. Like, that. I saw that on Netflix. And I wasn't sure if funny. that was his last special, which wasn't good. His last special that he recorded was like on Zoom. Not that it wasn't good. It's like I watched only like twenty Anything minutes, on and Zoom I wasn't able. It's not good. I feel like any even a fucking team meeting on Zoom, it fucking sucks. Anything on Zoom, I feel like, but sucks. I, I, I know that like like he can do his thing. I like Norm. Uh, I don't know Norm, if Norm I do. Was I do like, like Norm. Maybe a lot. Norm had a way to be like, let me while Zoom is thing still a thing. Let me do a comedy special on Zoom and like, I don't know Norm well enough, but I know like he liked to like fuck with you and make yeah. you think. Like my favorite thing is when he'd be like, he would say the truth and make other people uncomfortable that he was saying the truth. Like I remember him does. on the View when he said like. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like the Clintons, they they kill people. They're murderers. <laughs> and like, no, you can't say that. Norm's like, oh, do you prefer like, all right, uh, manslaughter? <laughs> like, Norm, if you don't shut up, you're never gonna have. It. I'm like, it's like that's uh. a very Norm thing to say. And no, shout out to fucking Norm. Like, he's so good for saying that. Yeah. But like other parts of him, I don't get. And I, I know he does some meta shit, and I love, I love what I do know because he was in Fairly Odd Parents. He was a voice a lot in Fairly Odd Parents, and he wrote a lot of that, and that was one of my favorite shows growing up as a I kid. I loved Fairly Odd Parents too. I loved. I had no idea. I this is actually news to me, and I actually like he, love him. A he was more. one of the big like he was a G. You know the word. <laughs> you know. Can I say was, it? Yeah, you can say. I, yeah, why would you do that? I said you can't. I didn't say you should. <laughs> you trying to bring him over here? Oh, Zubalahi, man, shaitan regime. Holy shit! I think he just cast a spell on me. Oh my god! No, no, no I'm trying to ward off the bad spirits. That's all I'm doing. Why are genies bad spirits? Oh my god! I'm sorry. I said yeah, it again. I know. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, so what right. are they? Um, they are. Um, They're like fiction. They're not real. So God made angels out of light, and God made. I'm gonna say this paraphrasing, so please don't get offended, guys. Jinn out of smokeless fire liquor no not liquor smokeless <laughs> fire what is gin smokeless fire creatures so like the goblins? angels the angels like devils no okay so i have to explain it better i'm sorry so the angels are made from light they can only they only listen to god they cannot disobey god now the jinn are made of smokeless fire they are almost like what I would call humans 1.0. And in the sense that they can be Christian, they can be Jewish, they can be Muslim, they can be atheist. They're, but they also live in a different dimension from ours. Human beings. Kind of. <laughs> now, they can come into our dimension and they can shapeshift. And so they can appear... Politicians. Very similar. Right. No, well, so here's a scary thing, right? So my mom passed away. And if a jinn wanted to trick me, even though I know I won't be tricked, what they could say is, is they can come back in the image of my mom. And because they also don't go by our dimension of time, they can go back in time and in the future. And they can see things. So some people like to work with the jinn because the jinn can, like I said, see in the future and help you get your riches and your wealth and your and your benefits in one way or the other. 
they can also trick you in the sense they can go back in the time and be like, yeah, remember when you remember when I hugged you and I kissed you goodnight and I said, Yusuf, you're my favorite son. And I was like, oh, I remember when my mom did that. So this must be my mom. And it's not. And that's why those. Oh, and you like follow them. But are you sleeping? Are you awake? Are you, what, oh, well, what, what are you? Both. What, are, well, what they, state are you in? Because of their interdimensionality, I th- I have a theory they can visit you in your dreams. However, it's mostly a waking con- waking thing. So my friend, uh, well, he's not really he's not really my friend, but we used to be cool, and um, we were doing ketamine this one day, and his mom had passed as well, and he said uh, when he was he was I guess in the K hole, and that obviously happens when you do a lot of ketamine. Yeah, too much ketamine. And he was in a K-hole, and his mom came and visited him. And also, I should say, he had got a uh, shot before. He had gotten, like, his body was physically hurt, and he had gotten a shot. Oh, like a shot, like a bullet. Like a bullet, like yeah. from a gun. Not like, like a, a shot of alcohol, or no, like a like booster, he- or a vaccine. <laughs> 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 you know, there's a lot of shots. No, there's a lot of shots This, this was take. a Glock 9. Yeah, okay, yeah, this, yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> this was, this was a vaccine not so Glock bad. 9. Not yeah, so yeah. In and out, in and out. Hopefully in and out. Did it get dislodged? <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it wasn't lodged in. Hopefully, yeah, no, no, he was good after. No, not really good, but like he yeah. survived. So, I get he was in. He was deep in a K hole, and then his mom came and visited him, and was like, uh, I guess it was like he was almost like slipping away, and then his mom was like, "It's not your time. Yeah, it's not your time. You're going back." And, like, I guess she sent him back into this realm and this earth. And then he, I guess, awoke from his K-hole or some shit. And then he came back. So that's why I'm I'm very curious about the dream world. Yo, I... Okay, so let me just say something. I, I love dreaming, and I dream every night. I dream every that single night. Awesome. I literally and have I to- remember a lot of my dreams... But I dream every night. That's awesome. And it's beautiful. I and like I love that. sleeping for that reason. Because, yo, so I started taking sleeping supplements to help me try to get better sleep. Because I know, like, even my app, this thing that I wear, it tracks my sleep. That's and- weird. That's <laughs> weird. It's weird that it tracks my sleep. Yeah, it is weird. Really? Yeah. Well, well, let me show you. Here's my last night's sleep. Well, that's and weird. And it tells me when I was awake for 10%, exactly the time. light? What is this deep? Oh, light deep sleep, and your REM. Your REM is 18%. I don't think that's REM. enough. No, but every time I have REM sleep, it, those are the dreams. And it correlates. Like, you see that, that, and that? That I know for a fact. That's weird. That was me waking up from a dream. And trying to go back into the same dream. What is light? Like you're a light sleeper? Light when I'm in light sleep. So you can wake up at like any moment. Yeah. That means? Well, no. Light sleep just means your body. All right. So. So you said one and a half hours to five and two and one. Wait. So what? That's six, eight, nine hours altogether. Wow, that's a pretty decent. I went. I went. That's weird, though. I don't. I don't. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. Don't worry. Do whatever you want. No, look, I don't want to. I'm going to tell that, you. Look, it tells you when you're awake. I don't like this. Light sleep is. I think you should get sleep without m- this. Most people sleep. Light I think sleep. you're thinking too much about your sleep. Look, let me show you again. Light sleep is supposed to be fifty <coughs> percent of your sleep. I got fifty three percent, which is fine. 
Why is light sleep supposed to be fifty percent? You're supposed to be like sleeping most, the whole time. But you're not. All right, if you're a healthy individual, I'm not. The deep sleep fixes your body. The REM sleep fixes your mind. If you do a heavy mental exertion, you need more REM sleep to recover. If you do a heavy physical exertion, Fuck, I kind of want to know which one's mine because I feel like and I'm in a very light sleep, sleep is just almost like you recharging your battery, just the overall battery. Okay, I get it. That's interesting. I get. I I don't. That's very weird. So this. Okay, I had a deviated septum surgery when I was 14 years old. And uh, you sound like this. Yeah, exactly. And with it, a lisp. And it came back. If you sound like that with a lisp. Imagine I would sound like the nanny. I What's your name, Fran? Ja- the yeah, it would sound. still. I would. <laughs> it would sound like it you. Would, <laughs> it would. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be a, a, a deal breaker, but I'd say it might be a little weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't do it. I okay. really can't do it. Yeah. Some people like try to do my list, but I'm like, yeah, I keep trying. Yeah, <laughs> they like they like mimic my list, and I'm like, see, I said got, lisp without lisping. Thank you. I don't. I can better. say I could say lisp without. I have a lisp it with comes like out when you least expect it. But I have a lisp. Let me tell. So with lisp, you, I could say that because I don't have a lit like it's words. So it's S-H-C-H, it's like an H, like uh. it's like a ch sound for me. Some people have it with R's, some people have it with other things. I have it- I have it with S, or, or whatever makes my fat fucking tongue just- <laughs> Yeah, but you don't really have a lisp. I have a lisp. See, that would be- yeah, I did it like, on purpose. Though. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. I did it on like, purpose, but- Yeah, yeah so some people try to like mimic, no, it's okay, I don't care. Like I have been, my lisp has been made fun of since I was- I was fucking born. Like I was, I I have this forever. <laughs> like this is, it's <laughs> good though, as long as you're not like Sam Morell. What do you mean by that? Sam Morell talks like this. He can't say his R's. So I was in and speech therapy with a girl who can't say their R's. She my, couldn't say my lobster. Brother, my brother couldn't say his R's. Could, she would say lob, lob, lobster. We used to say, you see, lobster. Say. Frozen, say frozen ducks, and you say frozen ducks, <laughs> and I was like, see, "No, see, you you're say- saying it wrong." <laughs> yeah, people try to make fun of my list, and I'm like, "Yeah, try again. You can't get me. <laughs> like, you can't get me anymore with it." I used to like be offended. I used to be like, "Oh my god!" Like, I used to get offended by it. You can't. I've been called so many names that you can't. I haven't told myself something that somebody else hasn't told me, so you can't offend me by those words. Right. Or, or things like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I told myself things that people that tell me, I'm like, okay, and what? I feel like Eminem, when yeah. he made fun of himself eight in the mile in, in eight mile, so many of us. It's so, it's so good. If you can just dunk on yourself, nobody can dunk on you. Exactly. And I use that with comedy. But like, I, and I've learned to do that. So like, I've learned to not take what people say towards me that I didn't know myself. But like, I got like adjusted with it with myself because I would know it. But when people would say to me, like, you're fat or you have a lisp or you know whatever i would be offended because i'd be like oh my god and i would get upset but when you know it yourself you can't really i don't get offended by it anymore i don't get offended by when people start making fun of my list or they repeat it toward me or like to me or like 
Yo, they try to say to me. It's I'm funny like, you say that. I'm like, okay, like that's not like gonna hurt my feelings. I know this already. Like I can't. Uh, I'm not gonna get offended by it. So it's funny you say that because I have a, a little niece. She's how old is this one? I want to say six, and she does. She has. I love it because she has the same speech impediment my brother had, and just like my brother loves me so much, I know out of my nieces, she's the one that loves me the most. Like, she's like, I'm going to prove to you, Yusef, I'm your number one fan. Aww. Like, kind of thing. That's sweet. Just like my brother does, because my brother is also like, he's like, hey, I got you and I, we've known each other our fucking whole lives. Yeah, me and my brother are pretty tight. I love my brother. How much? I look up to how, my brother is a your, lot. You, how old is your brother? Your me, age? Me and him are Irish twins. So he, you're a twin? Well, no, he's an Irish so Irish twin. An Irish twin is like you're born Within in the year. same year. Okay. So me and him are 11 days and 11 months apart. So we're the same 11, age 11. for 11 days. So I turned the same. So we're the same age, yeah, for 11 days. So like That's I awesome. was born before he was 21. Yeah. But like, and me and him, like, uh, we're we're pretty tight. Like, I, I wish we were like a little closer. But like, my brother is my brother, and like, that's just like he's a little more reserved. He's a little more like he laid back in I a bet way. You. And I'm a little more like meh. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's a little more like meh. I like. bet you, if you reach <laughs> out to him more, he'll always answer for you. Oh my god! Yeah. I could call my brother for anything, anytime. Like, my, no, me and my brother, we are tight. Like, and I love my brother. I do. Like, and the thing is, like, I realized, like, no matter, like, we went through the same exact thing. If not, he went through a little worse growing up. Um, but we went through the same exact thing, so we understand. Like, I'll be like, you know what I mean? We'll talk about, like, my father. We'll talk about, like, how mom is. Like, yeah. we'll talk about, like, and he he's literally the only one who understands. Besides, like, my best friend, who I've been friends with since, like, fifth grade. So I was, like, 10 years old, like, when my father left. And he knew my father, like, before he left. And we're still friends to this day. He's the other one who only understands, like, that's me why, like, or us. you're seeing, are you paying attention, brother? Come on, He gets now. it, yeah. He, you should he knows. get it. He's no, yeah, and my brother is, like, I always, like, admire my brother because my brother is the one who, like, who is more, like, the structured human being. He, like, not even, like, I don't even mean it, like, he, like, in society ways, like, but, like, he went to school, like, he, he does the right thing, I want to say, in life. Where, like, I do the opposite. Mm. Like, he... You what do you mean? You're like, not doing the thing that you're thinking you're supposed to do. Exactly. Well, that, that's the thing with, like, society almost. But, like, my brother is the one who does that. And, like, I admire him for it so much. Like, I admire him for, like, having... Like, he's going to get married. Like, he's been with a girl <clears throat> for six years. He's going to get married. Like, I'm so happy for him. Like, I am so happy that, like, he turned out to be this man for whatever... From the men he's seen growing up. Like, and he turned out to be this man. I am so, so happy that he's this way. Because he could have been a piece of shit fucking man. That's why. So I love what you're saying because my brother, he's two years younger than me. Um, Two years and two weeks. Hmm, similar to you. Okay, yeah, yeah, very um, similar. But I thought, like, he can call me 
anytime he wants. I'm the reserved older brother, like you're saying. And he's my little brother that has my back always. And I always have his back, the same way I feel like you have with your siblings. And I just wish I was able to reach out to him more. Probably like you wish your brother would reach out to you more, maybe. And maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm just assuming because I'm projecting now onto why I need to start calling my brother more often. Because whenever he fucking calls me. I'm like, yo, I can't wait for this talk. Let's go. Yeah, Let's like, talk I, about whatever. I called whatever. him today, and then we were just talking, like, whatever. And he was like, yeah, I went, like, I went to dad's house, had breakfast. So I was like, cool, how was it? Like, yeah. wasn't invited. Cool. But, yeah. like, how's dad? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't even get. Okay, instead, yeah, instead like, <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost like we. But it's cool. Like, it's not like. We'll more be like, oh, do you, like, can you believe what dad, our dad did? Like, yeah. Yeah, because we know how, like, yeah, because oh, oh, my father is oh, so... You don't even know. I had to deal with this thing and this thing and this thing. is oh, Yeah, because yeah, I've no. had things with my dad that he didn't, he wasn't part of either. And I'd be like, oh my God, like I was with dad. And then we, he was doing this and you know how he fucking is. And like, he knows, he, he fucking knows. Like, he's not... Yeah, but my thing is like, I love that, that my brother and I can bond over that and still... What my brother does is he gives me hope because I felt, and maybe I'm wrong, and I hope I am, but I thought that the way I was raised, that I don't want to possibly put that on any future kids. So I didn't want to have kids for a certain point in my life. And then I became more open to it because I was like, I'm a really good uncle. I'm a really great big brother. I could probably do that with my kids without having to resort to any of the negative things that were put on me as a kid. And in fact, because they were put on me, I will not put that right onto my kids. That's like the same thing with like when you grow up with a parent that has addiction. Like if they drink a lot, you, you don't can either put that on. You don't want to put that. So you would either like my my best friend. He, his father was a really bad alcoholic. He does not pick up a fucking drink ever, you know. ever, ever, ever. Oh, and I, I get can, that. and listen, I grew up with a father too who has really bad addiction issues. And I came to a point where I told myself, I don't want to be like my father because I was going towards that route because I was really bad. And my brother saw that too, but. I also did see that. <laughs> that was my mom. She's like, because she like, knew. Yeah, yeah, she, she heard me. She heard she's the like, dad. She's like, I was no, about no, to no. talk shit about her diabetes. <laughs> and she's like, don't you goddamn dare. I'll shut don't. the power off on everything except for your fucking recorder. Don't you dare do it. Um, but yeah, so I feel like people go either way. Like they either can go towards that route and be the same thing or completely different and don't want, want to do that. And that's like my brother. And that's why like I, I admire him in a lot of ways because like I feel like he goes like the complete opposite way because he's seen like the route that like that would take you. And he's like, no, like not going to do that. Not and same same with like my friend shout out to Sebastian, he he's the same way like he does not pick up a drink he does not do anything in that realm to to make him go that way and I'm like I I admire you because I see myself and I'm like I can drink fucking whiskey all night and keep going and then I can resort to other things. 
right. which I know myself now, and I'm like, I'm not going to do that. But, like, I can still, you know, make a phone call and want to do that. Right. Or, or can do that. And I'm like, no, it's I know that. It's making that decision. Yeah. It's making the decision. So but. I'm glad you said that because, like, so my mom passed from diabetes. Complications so related to. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but, like, when you at, when I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but I was like, I weigh myself every day. Not so much for the diabetes thing, but more to, like, yeah, remind myself, am I slipping towards... What I would well, call diabetes is sugar. I would call it the dark side is when I get too overweight, I'm usually eating the wrong foods and also then making wrong decisions in the sense of I'm eating dominoes and then I'm making cookies and I'm eating all the cookies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I'm also getting ice cream. <laughs> of course. And then I'm heavier on the scale and I'm making the same decision again and again and again until I eventually fall well, you into look good. what my mom. You look very good. Because I thank you. Thank you so much for saying that because I literally do it to fight. I weigh myself. My goal is, is, and I wanted to show you my weight for one reason only. It's because my digital scale gives I, me honestly, like this. Honestly, I feel like we're the same weight. <laughs> 1990 is my weight today. And my weight should always between, un, my weight should always be, to be a year I in the 1900s. Like, hey, Yusuf. Yeah. Hey, hey. Get on the scale, motherfucker. It tells me in the morning, like, hey, hey, you haven't weighed yourself today. But my point is, I always want to be a 19 anything. The, I don't want to be in the 2000s, a.k.a. over 200 pounds. Yeah, I was going to say 2,000 pounds, you'd probably die. No, no, right. But it, it looks like 2,000. But like every, I was, then it gives me years. And the crazy thing is, like, I'll be randomly weighing in at like 1946. I'm like, oh, fuck. It's going to be World War II today. <laughs> I was going to say that is <laughs> I was like, ah, my Actually, Jew World jokes are ended. not going to go well. <laughs> World War II ended in 1946. In 1946? Oh, yeah. I'll be like, 1948. I'll be like, oh, God damn it. Israel got its 19, own state. Yeah, 19. You could say like 1942. Certain, certain 1943. things. Though, like, I'll be like, oh, the 80s. Oh, everything was good in the 80s. 1980s, <laughs> yeah, <Coke> I'm good. <laughs> but like, I don't even care realistically about my weight, except that I know if I track it and I see what what pushes me over, I won't let it get to the extreme. And well, that's I, like and that's, I yeah. And I, I don't eat sweets because of the diabetes. I eat sweets, but I don't eat sweets like I used to. My my grandmother died, I think, from diabetes. I'm pretty sure she died from diabetes. Well, she had she did. I I believe. I believe. So I was a young girl. I I don't want to get too deep or too dark. I I was there when she passed. And I think that has a lot with me to to deal with death because I seen it when I was six years old in the flesh. Like I've, I was the right. only one there. So my brother, uh, it was my brother was playing soccer, and my parents they were so together, and uh, they were at his soccer game, and I was home with my grandmother and her lifelong partner, and uh, she passed that night, and I was the only one home. And, um, cause they were little, they were, they were so young, but she, she did, she had diabetes and she had her legs cut off from it. Mm -hmm. So she was in a wheelchair and I think, uh, she had like a blood clot, I guess that ran and stopped her heart. And, uh, I guess that that was the, the thing that had her pass. But, um, my, my brother is the same way. Like he, and I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but like he's 
he's the same way he he like weighs himself all the time he works out every day he fucking is on like a carnivore diet right now oh he's, i'm about to try that yeah i keep he's hearing like a that. lot of good results i know well fucking uh jordan that. jordan peterson's daughter has been on a carnivore diet for like the last like seven years yeah yeah like and he's i think he's been on one for like the last like same with with her but i think he i think he stopped doing that like in the past year but like he was on a carnivore diet for like years if you can get enough uh fat with your meat what? i have it, enough fat <laughs> <laughs> no but like if you can get your fat with your meat then you can do a carnivore diet and it becomes a keto diet yeah, how's the bacon turkey or beef. oh you don't eat you don't eat bacon do you turkey or beef Yo, turkey bacon is the fakest thing I've ever witnessed in my whole life. Have you had beef bacon though? I've I don't even know what that is. Mm. <laughs> don't knock it till you try it. I just know bacon. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll agree with you. <laughs> turkey bacon fucking sucks. So turkey bacon is the worst. I'd rather turkey not eat bacon. Bacon is good if you don't eat bacon at all. It's gross. It's not even bacon. Whoa. You know what it is? Is You can't call it bacon. It's like I hate it's, like it's like the, them it's calling it like impossible meat it's and like so, it's a, it's not it's not it even It's a protein. It is even a well, protein. It's, pro- it's a protein. You can't say it's yes. not even a protein. Okay, it's a protein, but it's not It's not bacon. Don't call bacon. Yeah, I get you. Don't, don't don't call yourself a Muslim when you're like a when you're trans Muslim. Like you can't you can call you, <laughs> you in your mosque. Technically, you're a Muslim, but like to us real Muslims, like you bacon eaters, like yo, you're not bacon. <laughs> yeah. like, we don't really like. Oh, oh yeah, the trans Muslim. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's a place in hell for you. <laughs> yeah, you're not going but, anywhere. <laughs> but like, I love a bacon, lettuce, and tomato. Oh my god, like with a turkey bacon. Fuck you. But I make a turkey bacon weave. And turkey bacon, because of its is. consistency, <laughs> that you sounds can weave. like. <laughs> you can weave your. You don't know what a turkey bacon weave is? I don't know is? what weaving your turkey. I don't know what weaving meat is. Hey, Siri, what's a turkey bacon weave? I don't know what a weave. Okay, I found this on the web for wheezing. Hey, Siri, what's a turkey bacon weave? Check it out. I don't know how to use Siri, evidently. Check it out. Well, what is the first one, one that says? Bacon, bacon weave turkey, turkey recipe. Oh, this is bacon. Oh, this is a YouTube video. We're 11 minutes. 11 <laughs> oh, Why is it he, in the cooler? Now, there's a whole goddamn oh, wow, turkey. There's not even bacon. Oh, there's no, the bacon by, weave. He did it by... We don't have to play it. But that's the bacon weave. So he takes the turkey. He carves the turkey into bacon pieces. I think it's a bacon weave turkey recipe. So I think oh, he so puts he the bacon just, weave on top of the turkey. Well, so no, look, he just makes you. it out of, into not a basket. Turkey. No, it's not out of turkey. He's, he's meriting the turkey, and then he goes, now it's time to get the bacon ready. And then what you do, you coat the bacon like it's a shirt. And you just... On you, top of the turkey? Yeah, if you really like your bacon. <laughs> if you really want... You're like, what? Thanksgiving sucks. There's not enough bacon. I'm a real American. And we don't have enough bacon on our... I know I put my bacon bits on my mashed potatoes. And I put bacon on my my, my mac and cheese. And my stuffing obviously hey, you wanna has get bacon. Warm? But you ever heard of a bacon weave? Turkey 
Not enough bacon on my turkey. <laughs> a bacon weave, though. If, if, yeah. Uh, you want to get warm? You, you, ever, you ever feel like, you ever want to coat something? You ever want to put a meat in a blanket before you cook it? <laughs> Give it a little blanket a minute of bacon. It's easy. You put one side of the bacon and you tuck it under and then over and then under. And then the other one goes this way and you almost wave them into each other. <laughs> If you do a quick little bacon weave and throw a turkey bacon weave in, in your little oven and it cooks, what you could do is make a little turkey BLT. It's pretty good, but except it's not real bacon. <laughs> it's that fucking jihadi faggot ass <laughs> trans bacon over there with a wiener. It's going in, bacon, all it's right? It's got a wiener and it's trying to go in the women's bathroom bacon. <laughs> Get your goddamn wiener out of our women's bathroom, you bacon. Yeah, but beef bacon, beef bacon is the trans that you're like, oh, yeah, you can go in our bathroom. We don't even know. You're like, that one That one had a penis. That's like the Caitlyn Jenner bacon. No, no, no. Caitlyn Jenner, you could tell. Well, no, I'm saying though, she's I don't a Republican. Know. Oh, okay. Because I'm going to say, I was thinking, like, I don't know any trans women really so i can't tell you like oh i know all the trans women so what there's about- this one that also would trick everybody i was like mm-hmm. if it could trick you that you're like oh this tastes well good. i feel like you can't a trans you can't you can't fake same trans. thing with trans bacon you can't Yo, trick you can't you bacon, can't say like this is pork or this is real bacon yeah. and then you try and, and it's, and it's like, turkey i can tell this is beef you're like no yeah. you could see it yeah. you could look at it it's, and be like it's, no it's transporn but like okay so transporn there's like, why are you only going in the butt oh you don't have a vagina. <laughs> no, one time I looked up on uh, Pornhub, like, big black dick, and then it was this trans dick. With it was a this, big black on a trans Yeah, it was just like, it was this, it was this. Uh, we're going to have to wrap it up. <laughs> um, we're not allowed to have that kind of conversation. I'm sorry. We, now we're getting too explicit now, though. We're not talking about Pornhub. We're not, I have a both, I have a wholesome, people. My, fam, my people have families that I'm listen. I'm so sorry. <laughs> They're family people. They don't want to be hearing about big black trans dick. <sighs> but they were fucking each other. <laughs> Two of them with big ones. And they were- you were watching gay sex then. I know. Haram. I was really high on cocaine. So you were really haram. <laughs> and then I stopped masturbating. And I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I was just like, oh, <laughs> I just wanted to see big black dick. I didn't want you to didn't see want two, two black of them <laughs> competing over who can dominate the other. What you watch a jail scene? And I was you like, watch a prison scene. <laughs> You're like, I like this prison scene. I was like, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You can go on with this. No, but like, there's a host at. Um, uh, one of the mics I go to in the city, and um, I guess her name is Jay. Shout out to Jay. She's super fucking cool. Shout out Jay. Shout out Jay. Yeah. And um, I, she's a trans. She's a trans. Oh, and no. take that. I take it back. I take it. <laughs> no, I don't know you, Jay. Jay. <laughs> if I meet you and you're cool, I will shout you out. Until then, <laughs> stuck fit a law. <laughs> <laughs> No shade to you, Jay. Just a stalk for the law. Like, God did not want that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 
Oh my god. Where am I? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we're getting too we have to wrap it up probably we sooner. We're gonna get start we're gonna start saying things that we're gonna we're gonna get in trouble for. <laughs> we're like three hours deep, yeah. right? Oh like, uh <laughs> we just almost hit four hours. Oh my god, okay, yeah. We so we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna wrap it up. So finish okay. your J story, please. But no, she's a trans and Ugh. um <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I know we're not. I know. I had to do. I felt that's the comedian in me. I had to make the noise for no reason. I don't actually feel that way, but it's something you have to do for comedy. Guys. Oh my god! No, that's all I have to say about that. I think, but she's a fucking cool ass because I always feel like I have like a thing with trans, where it's just like, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. And I'm just like, oh, you know, like, jokes, just sound as- effects. jokes aside, like I had a couple of trans friends that worked at Yelp and they were fine. Uh, they, You know what it is? If you don't bother me, you don't get offended. Yeah, you're not one of those like, yeah, trans. I was just like, no, like, you know. You purposely misgendered me. I'm like, no. Yeah, right. One uh, of those. Yeah. That was an accident. And if you Like, if you're doing comedy, you're you're fine. I met one in Austin, too, that was like super fucking cool. Like, they're cool. I have no problem. And I like, me and her, like, were mean. I, yeah, me and her. I don't, that's the thing. I'm so yeah. bad with like... You don't know. Because one time I was like, hey, babe. And I was like, oh, my God. Because I, I say that sometimes and I don't... I, I, I don't mean... Oh, it identified as a And then a they... I, sometimes people get offended by... Be like, well, why are you calling me babe? Like, I'm not a babe. Like, I'm not your babe. I'm not... But I'm just so like, oh, okay. Like, like I'm just... I just get in we'll like a... we have to have a round two to discuss the mental issues regarding all people everywhere. There's because so many. what you're saying is a lot like... That's like almost like the version of a, a black couple... And you being offended as a white person for the black couple. Yeah, but it's like, I why love are you, when like a black woman calls me baby. Why are you misgendering me? No, but like I love when a black woman calls me baby. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> it feels like <laughs> It kind of... Like, when a black woman says like, hey, baby, come on, you, baby. Once and I'm you, like, oh my God. At first I was like, I was taking a second to think about it. And then I don't know if you saw it in my eyes, but I was like, oh, I remember when this one No, I did. You, you had to like, you like, reminisced real quick. She was like, oh, baby, how you doing? Happy Thursday. It is so good. And I'm like, oh, it does. It, it feels like a warm hug. It is. I felt like I just got hugged just thinking about it. Yeah. No, it's it's a really good, it's a really good feeling. I'm it like, really like, is. You can call me that any single day you want. I got to start doing more black rooms. I love black people. Yeah, me too. But I'm afraid of the rooms. I I sometimes I'm afraid of black people. I'm not afraid of the people. I'm afraid of the room being mad at me. I am. I care more about what black people think than white people. And that is racist of me, I'm sure. But it's like, if white people don't like me, I can always be like, yeah, they don't like me because I'm colored. (laughs) <laughs> Even though I know that's it's because of my material, it's, it's the content of my character, not the color of my skin, <laughs> you know. But like when black people don't like me, I'm like, but but we're the same color, guys. Come on, I know I, I sound like one of the other guys, but like I'm not one of them. Come on, I'm guys. Different I feel like the black people see me as a white, and some white people see me as the black, but they never see me as I'm both. No. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I thought oh. you said no. You're not Yusuf. You're only one race. I was like, no, no, <laughs> there's a flag. There's a thing that Mark. Made no, for that's a black thing. I feel like 
like if you're not fully black they're not gonna be like you're black yeah like you could be not, like a minority I'm African, by the way it's different you have that's the thing you have to also distinguish because apparently black even though i was born here i can technically be black because my mom was born there but my so it's like bro there's rules this shit it's weird it gets levels deep yeah they and by they i mean our people we try to distinguish they they try to seg they self-segregate within that was my thing about saying i'm african not black because they have a difference they treat black people treat africans differently and black and africans treat black people differently because there's still segregation within segregation right it's just self-segregation yes. now same way white well, people in do america it. white people do it too yeah. oh what are you a redneck right or are you the, or are you a fucking extra uh, or maybe also in the in the higher level oh what are you fucking just one of those fucking or what are you a finance uh, guy fi- yeah that yeah, right right yeah. i was trying to think i was like trying to think what, what are you a, a good finance time. or what are you fucking da- like in fucking tampa florida a tech bro yeah, what are you, a tech bro? What are I, you, a fucking... Bro, one of these guys out here, he drives a Tesla, and him and his girlfriend, maybe wife, live together, and they have two cars, and one of them is a Tesla. I'm like, yo, I feel like that motherfucker made money on Bitcoin. You know what I mean? Like, just assuming, <laughs> just because he has a Tesla, I was like, this motherfucker he probably made money like, on, like, yeah. on, like, cryptocurrency, scamming, shit, bullshit, like, like NFTs. But he like, cashed out early. He probably just works from home for a tech company. For and, sure, he and because his tech yeah. company had a thing, when he goes in the office, he can charge his cars. Like, yeah, I should get a Tesla. <laughs> or like his car, like his company probably just gave him the Tesla. Because like, I'm also wondering, like, he never plugs it in. Like some of the Indian people over here, they do the the plug it into the wall and throw it out the window so they can like charge their car. Thing I, I remember one guy on the second floor used to do that shit, and he used to get caught up in the tree, and I used to see him try to fish it out with a fucking <laughs> broom. He's trying to get his Tesla cable out of the tree with the broom to plug it into his car. Where is he plugging this in? Into his outlet. In like the house? Yeah. Damn, that must they have, run it's like the, your it's a slow. Up. It's a slow. It's a, no, no. It's a slow charge. That's all. Like if you get like, so the way a Tesla works is the same way like iPhone or different like chargers work. If you plug it into just directly cable into your computer, it does a slow charge. But if you put it in the actual Apple cord. It'll charge it fast, but sometimes you put it in the, like the instead of the uh, Apple iPhone cord, you put it in like the iPad cord, and that shit charges like double <laughs> like time. Supercharger. That's a supercharging <laughs> station. A supercharger. I love this. <laughs> I love this supercharger. You know, but he I just fucked up my phone. He's gonna, he's gonna plug it in his laptop overnight. You know, he's like throwing out his window, plug it in his laptop overnight. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He I'll just get, needs to get to work down the block. He'll get another like twenty percent. You know, by the morning. I don't, know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was crazy too in Chicago. The Teslas weren't working because it was so cold; it wouldn't hold a charge. And it was like I don't trust electric cars. Well, especially that it's causing global warming. Is electric car like especially with all their bullshit, like all yeah, the minerals and, a lot of, like, and all that labor. shit that they use? It ends up being more pollutants that actually cause problems. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, they say like electric cars helps the environment, but it doesn't because lithium batteries don't. Um, what's that? Bi- they're not biodegradable. They're not. And also, there are not no batteries. No, there's no like Teslas are still getting their energy from from coal and and fuel and other shit like that. So like it's not like no, and also like fuck electric stoves. 
Give me a gas motherfucking stove. I got a gas stove. Yeah, fuck that electric stove. I don't like. I don't. I don't. I don't even trust they cook the food correctly. Oh. But they do. I know they do. I, I don't I've, like that. When I see it, it just turns red. Yeah. The stove top just turns red. I don't red. like fuck that. that. Fuck that. Fuck no. that. Yeah. No. I don't. They're mm. trying to ban that. All right. Yeah. I have to pee again. Okay. Yeah. So let's. D, where should people follow you if you want them to? Uh, you can follow me, I guess, on Instagram. Um, Where's your favorite place to post? On Instagram. Okay. On Instagram. It's uh, one name D. Uh, one name Danielle. I just made that up. Yeah, one O-N-E- name Danielle. N-A-M-E-D-D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E? Yes. All right. How did I? One name Danielle. Like I spelled. I just tried to I just tried to prove to you, you that. You did it. You did it. You spelled it right. was in a spelling bee. Uh, and then uh, I got fuck Indian people. That's why I, I lost ha- that's why every I, single spelling bee I've been in. So. To Indians, right? Because they have the hardest names. Of course, they can. Anyway, guys, you know already know where to follow me. Share, rate, review. Let me know. Oh, follow Danielle on Instagram. If you have an Instagram, I know some of you guys don't because you're, you know, those kind of people. But if you do follow her, shoot her a message or something. Don't be creepy and just be like, hey, Yousef, Piss Golf Podcast sent me or comment on one of her things. And that way, it won't be. It'll be less creepy than DM her, actually. Don't, don't DM her. <laughs> Thank Comment you so much something. for having me on. I appreciate it. Thank it's been you. awesome. Thank it's been a great time. On. Always a pleasure. And guys, I will see you guys next week. Inshallah, God willing. I love you. Peace.